I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. Uh, I'm Brent, sitting here with Clint hey, yo. and Mark. What up? We are on our official Dickless uh, episode, <laughs> so I guess I had to do the intro today. Yeah, last time last- any of us seen Dickie got beat up and thrown into a trunk, they drove him to the desert. We don't we don't know who it was or why. I mean, you guys told me he wasn't going to be here, and I was like, I'll be here for sure. <laughs> I locked that in right away. This will not be a Hulk Hogan-filled show. Well, Sorry. why not? Sorry, brother. Nobody loves Hulk Hogan sitting around this, yeah. this this area. He uh, he's not the top dog in any of our lists. His head's a little big for us. He's not number okay. one. He's not number one on any of our lists. I don't believe. When your I finisher's got, uh, a leg drop, or in our hearts, <laughs> got a little bit more respect for him after watching the evil episode. It was a good episode. I but I mean I can't hate Hulk Hogan. I'm just he's not my favorite. Kind of pu- kind of pulled at the heartstrings just a little bit. It's I nothing, think I nothing, think, nothing. I think on the day that he passes away I might cry a little. He's not the new day's favorite either. Uh I wonder why. I don't know. Probably said something dumb. Nah, no. Nah, he wouldn't do that. No. Hogan never slipped the tongue. No, nah, never. He also played for Metallica too though, so. Yeah, he was the original bass player, right? Mhm. Eh? I mean, not not Ron McGovern. Right. I mean, I did see him play a mean guitar and the 80s for a video for Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah, the slammies. B- b- before yeah. they replaced him with Cliff Burton. You better stand <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think you have some, uh, some uh, tweets for us, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. We don't have a rant because Dick's not here with his newsboy cap on too tight. Uh, I mean, well, we could, we could, I mean, all we could find something to rant about. So instead, I thought it'd be fun. I got a couple tweets from the Sheik. All right. A little segment called Tweets from the Sheik. So uh, this one's not really relevant because it happened a while ago, but I thought it was so funny I had to grab him. I said, Tom Brady, make up your fucking mind, Bubba. You're not the Terry Funk. And then he's got a picture of Tom Brady and Terry Funk right next to each other, which I thought was pretty fucking amusing. Which, speaking of uh, Terry Funk, you guys see the picture of uh, him and Mick Foley from earlier this week? Mick, Mick went down and visited him. Really? I didn't see it. Yeah. That's cool yeah. they got together. But he uh, he still looked pretty good. When I read, okay, Jada Pr- Jada Pinkett, you tried to steal my fucking haircut, Bubba. You can go fuck yourself forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to take some of the uh, some of the heat off Chris Rock with that shit. Maybe I don't know. I'm sure Chris Rock definitely appreciates it. <laughs> I don't know if he appreciates I, any of it or I not. I mean, they, they, they still could have tried to book him and Chris Rock for WrestleMania. That would have been entertaining. Uh, yeah, but probably been a real fight. Yeah, well, you know his brother Tony Rock. He's actually trying to challenge Will Smith to a like a legit celebrity boxing match now over the whole situation. I mean, Chris Rock's doing it smart. He's not 
saying shit saying until someone shit. pays him. Here's the end of this match. So you wrap barbed wire around your own arm to then put yeah, it? Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you what? know, and then the you know the little crown. It's just kind of sitting on there like an angel. It just because he has long hair, it gets caught up there. Watch the end of the hangman. Oh, fuck, I bet that hurt. And uh, Cole match. He's got like velvet cowboy pants on. The, oh, there's tassels on the side of him. I mean, Ultimate Warrior had tassels and made him manly. He looks like he's got Kool-Aid on his chin. Yeah, he got super kick. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> super kick the Kool-Aid out of his mouth. Uh, all right, the next one is breathe me in, breathe me out. I don't know if I could ever go without breaking a jabroni's neck for being a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought you were quoting Evanescence there for a sec. <laughs> he might have been. Yeah, he just, just found that song. Does, does the next line say, wake me up inside? <laughs> no. And then the last one, the Vlad Jr. hit three home runs in the same game on the same day. That Hulk Hogan is still a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. I laughed at that one. <laughs> still got heat on his ears. Fucking Iron Sheik, man. He's good shit. Man, he's got me always fucking roll. Like, I'll be rolling through Facebook or whatever. And I got about two or three different wrestling sites that I follow, mm-hmm. and they're always resharing his tweets on there and everything. And they'll just have me crying, laughing throughout the day, like that Jada Pinkett one. Man, I seen that, and I stopped scrolling, I had to read it twice, and I was like, "Oh my god, that shit's funny. That that's funnier than the whole situation with Chris Rock getting smacked." I feel like anyway, it's just funny. Like he has an opinion on it. Like they <laughs> they make asses of themselves so fast, just being like, "Well, well," and then like before that, he was talking about how he takes the high ground most of his life. He doesn't, and he goes and smacks Chris Rock when he laughed at the joke. Yeah, shit happens. Yeah. It's a very strange world we're living in. So what are we watching now? Uh, and this, this might be Battle another of the rampage. Be- it I might think. be Battle of the Belts. That's not until seven. Yeah, oh, it's on the, six well, or seven. I said watch this earlier. So I think this is Rampage from the week before. Yeah, we don't need to see that. I mean, it's got the Utah match that Dick didn't like. It says watch. That's that's from uh, January eighth. Mm, that's the last ban- Battle of the Belts they did them. Yeah, it so. seems like they're doing these like that they got a lot of pushback on because they did like a random one hour show on a Saturday and people are like, well, we paid for this. Find and they way. thought it was like a pay-per-view level because it's got a title. Well, it's just because uh, TNT was promised for specials a quarter or they, one a quarter. Yeah, so. they did this one pretty well though. They taped Dynamite and it at the same time so the people got a really good show that had like four title matches on it. I'm going to make my way back to the clock here. Yeah. You got... Uh, the ROH Championship, mm-hmm. you got the Women's Championship, and you got the TNT Championship. Yeah. And can we talk about how that just got busted out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of Dynamite? They're like, oh, yeah, the ROH Championship is going to be defended between Dalton Castle and Gresham. Just out of that's, nowhere. That's because Tony has no clue what he's doing with ROH yet. Um, he's still figuring it out. Uh, somebody got signed to AEW. Uh, Gresham did. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's, prob- Gresham. that's probably but why. They probably want to take the belt off of him or get the match out it, of the way, right? Yeah, it was weird. They the quote like the tweet or whatever came out a little weird. It said something about him wrestling. He signed with AEW, but he's gonna be wrestling for ROH instead instead of saying like the AEW side. It's kind of just like how so Samoa. Gonna... It's like how Samoa Joe showed up at Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. but he's all AEW elite. signed. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't know like what. It, I mean, this is all Tony's mind. You know, which I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. He's been what you what you do is you cancel Rampage. You get a two-hour time slot and just have Ring of Honor yeah. on Friday nights. 
I don't think and, they're going to do that with the Discovery merger that just happened yeah. with HBO. I think it's either going to be a streaming situation or what I personally think is going to happen is I think it's going to be monthly pay-per-views for a while until they find some place to put ROH on the TV or a streaming service. I think that's yeah. what it's going to be. I think it's going to be not overly expensive, but it's probably going to be month, then you bring back or two months or whatever. Well, that's another then you bring back the, Cheeseburger and you put the world title on him. <laughs> he was at the pre-show for ROH. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he got wasn't smacked. His, wasn't his partner, uh, Islam. Yeah. They got beat up by uh, Tully Blanchard's boys, Khan and uh, Tao. Tao, yeah, whatever. Big dude. They, the they bi- look. They look like they're gonna be something cool down the road. They're just they're a little green. But they're called Agony of something, right? Gates Ag- of Agony. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's a cool ass name. Better do something cool. Then Brian Cage had the match with uh, Ninja Mac. Yeah, he destroyed Ninja Mac. I well, that was that it was, was a huge squash. It was cool though. He tossed them all around. Yeah. Supercard was cool. Best match of the weekend was on that card by far. FTR and the Briscoes? Yeah, FTR and the Briscoes blew every match out of the water on WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I, don't think it, I don't think it blew away the best stunner of all time. Here's the greatest of all time right here. Owen Hart? Uh, well, I'm not... Like, there were actually some better high points, I think, at Mania. Like, I was, I just, I was just tired about Vince McMahon's stunner. Yo, he took that so <laughs> shitty. Austin Theory's cell and... Uh, McAfee's cell were two of the best I've seen, obviously, in a long time. But Can't, can't say Austin Theory. He's just Theory now. Yeah, because Austin's his real name, and they don't want to use real names right now. Also on the side v- note. Vince McMahon doesn't think Austin works. Also on the side note, we're watching WrestleMania 14, uh, Owen Hart versus Triple H, European title match. Mm-hmm. So we're that far into the show. Just to let everybody know in case they want to pop it on while we're... Why we getting? Why we get distracted? Yeah, we started it last week, and then I, this is just where where it was when we kicked it off. So just started back up again. Sergeant Slaughter's handcuffed to China until WrestleMania backlash is over. It's still WrestleMania season, so you know. Stupid name. Like backlash was already a dumb name. Let's throw WrestleMania in front. People like it more. It kind of made sense the first time they did it. Like, but, like they don't need to put WrestleMania Raw, WrestleMania SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just call it Raw after. Yeah, they're, after, they're after WrestleMania 20, there was a string of live shows they did, and they were called WrestleMania Revenge shows. But they were just for, like, the yeah, live Yeah, they were, like, the live ones, which was fine. That was just a tour name. But like you said, for on TV, it makes no fucking sense. That's like all the live shows from the Royal Rumble up into the WrestleMania. All the live events are the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, but they don't call them, well, they may now, but they don't, they're not like WrestleMania Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania Fastlane. Fastlane's on yeah. WrestleMania, Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> that was the worst name. Compared to the best was St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That was one of the good, better ones I had. I always liked Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon's a good name. Um, the stages were shit. always cool for Armageddon, too. Rock Bottom was a good one, even though it was only one pay-per-view. SummerSlam, Highway to Hell. That was a good one, yeah. yeah. The bad part is King of the Rings still one of the best ones, and they don't use it. And they messed that up. Uh, the original No Mercy with uh, Stone Cold was mm-hmm. in the background with the blood all over his face, and they had the red uh, No Mercy written in the red blood. That was really cool, I always thought. Yeah. They have they had some really cool names. That's why it's like AEW's name's not necessarily as cool, but they all the cool ones are already like taken. I, I wish they would have kept it with like the in your houses. Those were a lot of fun. Like the mm-hmm. they had the spring stampede or not spring stampede, but uh yeah, spring, spring stampede was WCW. Yeah, WCW. Uh, but they have they always had like a like some like the one was something to do with the Undertaker buried mm-hmm. not buried not buried alive. Uh, buried alive was one I think. Uh, there was yeah, bad blood. There was bad blood that was in your house, but it didn't vengeance. I think was it started out. Yeah, there was a bunch of different ones that they did, but they were always a lot of fun. They had, and then they would like, 
Like the one was in Canada, but it had something to do with cowboys and shit. And they had the king and Jr. out there, and Jr. has got his cowboy hat on, but King was dressed up like a cowboy hat on, had a giant cowboy hat <laughs> so big that his head didn't fit in it and shit, so you couldn't see his eyes or nothing. See, those were like in my mind, those were like the start of the like monthly pay per view because that's kind of they were, but they always didn't treat them like super big deals like they do now. Yeah. But stuff could happen. Mm-hmm. Like they were still big enough, but well, they weren't WrestleMania. Matches. They weren't SummerSlam. They weren't Survivor Series. They weren't the Rumble. The title didn't change hands a lot on them, but they always had well tag team title would change yeah. hands. But the, which, they had championship which, matches on them steady all the time. Which I'm pretty sure I'm going to another one of the big four this year in July. Oh yeah, where's it? August isn't it? It's uh, July 30th. Oh, very last weekend. Where's SummerSlam at this year? Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, that's cool. It's uh, pretty close. Eight, Ashley. Eight-hour drive. Six. Yeah, I drove down there for a Titans game not too long ago. Yeah. Ashley wants to take another trip, just me and her. And like last year, how we went to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so how do you feel about Nashville at the end of <laughs> July? And yes. would it be okay if we went to SummerSlam? Yeah, by the way, yeah, SummerSlam's going on. It's a great town. I had a lot of fun down there. Which it's at it's at the Nissan Stadium. Yeah, it's pretty it's better than Soldier Field, I'll tell you that. Hopefully they'll do something exciting enough for SummerSlam this year. They because right now I got something on my rumor roll up for SummerSlam. They basically ruined everything right after Mania. Any goodwill they had, they threw down the drain. Not with Cody Rhodes yet. Yet, we're, what, two weeks in? They rush him into the title, and he loses. They'll we'll know that they have lost faith completely in him, I guess. And I like but. Cody Rhodes. I'm happy for Cody Rhodes, but... I think they're going in the right direction with The Veer right debut was awful. <laughs> we haven't got to that part yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's still coming. Ridiculous. But. It was a seven-month sw- swim. It's from oct- I mean, October to April. Probably made it faster than I would have made it swimming, so... Yeah. Good swimmer. Never mind. Veer's <laughs> the baseball player. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the guy from Million Dollar Arm. Yeah, and, and then the other big Salem from the, he played Sam? in the NBA at one point in time. Yeah, I was impressed how big he was. I don't well, know how no, long, not, but not the guy that showed up on AEW. Oh. But you know the other Indian dude that showed up with Grayson Waller at you guys were like, who well, who the hell's that during oh, the uh, yeah, ladder yeah. match? He oh. he was Veer's tag team partner that's when what, they had Malcolm Bivens in NXT. That's what I thought. And they showed up for like two weeks. But he was the other one, and uh, he is a professional kickboxer. Didn't they come out on Raw for a minute with fucking uh, uh, Jinder Mahal? Jinder Mahal, and then all of a sudden they were just everyone was gone. Yeah, they were. Yeah. they were in NXT. That's what I thought they were in NXT for like two shows. They showed up with Jinder for like a night, and then they were gone. And then and even Jinder was like, "Nope, you, we're not letting Jinder wrestle." That was the guy. I I was at the pay per view. He won the title the first time. I was so pissed, and I just happened to. They just happened to have like three in a row that I could go to. It was like Backlash in Chicago, then Money in the Bank down in St. Louis, and then I saw another one, or Mania was the start of it possibly, but I remember seeing Jinder win, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is awful. And then he does, then he beats Randy Orton like the next one. But I'm like shock factor wise, it was like, holy shit, I, I can't believe this dude just I won the saw title. saw coming, because all the announcements about but, India came out for WWE, yeah. and I'm like, mm. Money in the Bank's in the 1st of July, and it's in Las Vegas, if, uh, <laughs> what happens if Vegas stays in Vegas? <laughs> yeah. Money in the Bank's a hell of a match to watch, but live, it's, it's, it's just too much going on almost. The rumor roll up. All right, you got a rumor roll up for us? I do. So we'll uh, jump into that, unless we want to keep talking about old pay per views. 
As we were speaking about Saudi Arabia, uh, WWE's looking into going back there in October or November, possibly, for their next show. So I would say next fall we'll have a well, the greatest rumble ever. Thing is, if they go in November, wouldn't it be Survivor Series? It'd be close to it anyway. Greatest Survivor Series series ever. I mean, I mean, what if they do four teams of five people and just just don't overload the ring? It'd be worth it. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I, I don't like the I don't Saudi think they shows get enough in general. Do, do they have that many on the roster? Uh, well, we don't know. This is the time where they cut during the year. Yeah, and they haven't and, done it yet. Yeah, April fifteenth is the day that they usually worry about. I don't think that they'll be able to get enough people to go so overseas yep. to go to the show. So yesterday, like yesterday. don't want to go to Saudi Arabia no more. Yeah, it, I, I mean Kevin Owens and Sammy won't go, and those are two of their top. Yeah. Upper tier. Well, I don't know about I don't know about Kevin Owens right now with the fucking Ezekiel bullshit. Yeah, but. they're throwing him right in a comedy storyline. Um, WWE. We just talked about it. WWE supposedly has no plans or uh, of any sort for any kinds of matches at SummerSlam as of yet. So they don't even have a plan for SummerSlam at all right now. They just know it's going to be in Nashville. I'm assuming Brock will probably be there because they did cancel his appearance at Backlash. Uh, Shotzi. Yeah, but I think he's on the card for Money in the Bank. I think he has three matches left this year or something. So if they take Backlash out, they can push Survivor Series. SummerSlam and Survivor Series. Yeah. You know how that goes, though. Fucking all they got to do is flash some cash, and he might pick an extra date up here or there. You could say, hey, Brock, we need you for this. Can they work something out? Sure. That's in his contract's like, I'll do four matches a year, $4 million. Every extra match, a million. Saudi Arabia, four million. Hit another 500 grand. Um, Shotzi Blackheart hasn't been on TV because they have nothing creatively for her to do, which doesn't make sense to me. She's a good wrestler. She's too. not Fu- terrible. Future endeavored. She's got a good look. Probably April fifteenth, you might see her get good. She'll that was, she would. Ax. That she'd was be, yesterday. She'd oh. be killer in uh, AEW. She really would. Yeah. I mean, so wouldn't but, Athena but then, but and Taya Valkyrie? But then they'd have to future endeavor Ruby because you can only have one with different colored hair. No, they can be together. Oh, okay. Yeah, they like to do tag that. Te- they need women's tag titles. The soon. new the new Riot squad. New <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling has started securing visas for foreign talent for the first time since 2020. That could come into something I heard throughout the week about Tony Khan's big announcement. The new Japan show with uh, AEW in July. Super show. Yeah. And uh it, there's a uh, the other rumors uh that him him buying impacts the funny one but uh then someone's like well uh brett just sold all the belts from gcw and they're like they're gonna sell gcw now they're getting new belts so you'll be yeah. happy for that i don't see him buying belts for no reason. no i don't see him doing anything and then uh the other rumor was like i forgot it it was so i think oh the streaming platform deal they're yeah. talking that could be an announcement and they're saying now discovery discovery plus and and hbo max and or warner brothers or whatever becoming one thing i guess they're all going to have continue to have separate platforms for now mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we won't see that shit show up on hbo max or discovery plus or never know tony khan might make a deal with them to where they have an AEW streaming service like impact mm-hmm. plus or like the wwe network used to have yeah, so this but, this week that'd be cool, and I'll, I'd take another. If they go to HBO Max, it'd be so big for them. I think. Yeah, I mean they might take the price up on your HBO Max uh, subscription a little bit. Well, what the fuck, you know what I mean? I don't care. It's five bucks. Yeah. So, um, on the Wrestling Perspective podcast, Ian Riccaboni said Ring of Honor had a new logo, new merchandise, and new merchandise ready for a full rebrand launch before Tony came in and bought the company. Oh well, wonder if he kind of scrapped it because he just kept so all can- the just like canceling the Big Bang. 
Like, for guess, WCW, I, I don't think WCW had anything well, ready. Well, no, for, I mean, if you talk, if you listen to Eric Bischoff all the time, he he had it ready. They had just switched over their new logo like a year before the cat's butthole. I thought, <laughs> I'm thinking the tribal stuff, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, ROH has that tribal stuff, and they used all of it at the show. And then Tony bought. I mean, I guess Tony didn't really take ownership until right after that. Honestly, I don't think Tony owns it like right now. I think it's still in purgatory yeah for uh i think it has to deal with uh time warner yeah. well discovery warner whatever they're going to be called yeah it's probably more merger stuff like it's getting so- it just lined up sounds to me like one person's going to own them and they're all going to continue to have separate streaming services you might have roh on discovery plus but as far as them being on regular cable tv i don't think that's going to happen unless they I think keep- they'll just feature them on AEW, like wwe used to feature nwa when they went out of business it's kind of like they have to like, we need to figure out their TV deals, basically, what it is. Do they yeah. keep whatever ROH signed for? Because ROH is insignificant. But do they call that just Sinclair Broadcasting? It's like, ah, we'll just cut it, you know. So, I mean, but I haven't heard any news really outside of just whatever they put on AWTV. Have you, have you seen any ROH in syndication right now? I haven't been watching syndicated, so I've watched their live shows. They're not. No, they but, I, but I'm saying, like, how... Like, they have that time slot on Sinclair Broadcasting. Like I don't even know what Sinclair Broadcasting's channel is here. It's like ABC and CB, CW. and I watch their stuff online. Like, even... It's like, like 1 a.m. when they show like up. In like, yeah, the pa- like, in the past month, I haven't been seeing that stuff at, like, 1 in the morning or 11 o'clock at night or randomly at, like, 9 o'clock on the morning. They don't want nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, I, I remember seeing it at a random Dairy Queen in Iowa at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was like... Why is Ring of Honor on right now? Wasn't making them any money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, can I get a chicken strip basket and don't change the channel? (laughs) Yeah, I did have a chicken strip basket with the white gravy. I don't think it was making them any money, really. And then the bad press that they had with the Marty Skrull shit and all that, you know, and then COVID definitely didn't help them. Well, they didn't do anything during COVID. They just paid their wrestlers, which was the best part they did. I guess what I'm saying, but that didn't help them either, just paying guys and not being able to make any money. They're just paying out, not paying in or getting anything to come back in. So, uh I don't know. I'm glad. It's, I don't think they need a fucking a TV show. They just need to figure. We need to figure out what's going on between the two. That's like well, if that's they do what, have their own separate show, like NXT. That's fine. Like have guys invaded every once in a while. Have yeah. guys come over. Well, share your talent between the two. I think that's why you're going to keep on seeing ROH title matches on AEW television. That way, they can either say. Um, until they get a platform or something to have a show on, and they can just feature their. T- Start doing monthly pay per views until you know they get something else. But well, didn't TNA start as doing just monthly pay per views? Yeah, well, that's why I said last week <clears throat> when we were talking about it a little bit. I think that if if that's what they're going to do with ROH and give it another shot at its own thing, that's the way I would start it. I would put fucking pay per views at a decent price for people to buy, like sixteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine. Anything and under see, twenty, I think you get someone just to buy and see how many people fucking buy that shit. And if it's enough people, you could be like, you know what? We might be able to make an actual 20. show out of this. Go with it. If not, continue to do pay-per-views and feature sold, your people on AEW. They sold 20,000 buys on just Supercard of Honor. Right, right. And that's, that doesn't include... Match. Yeah, that doesn't include... Because uh, Honor Club was still, is still active. Yeah, I watched it on Honor Club. I wonder how many of the, bots, wonder how many of the bots bought that pay-per-view. I don't know. 10 bucks a buy. I got to say something real quick. Every can't, once can't in a while... Couldn't be any of the bots because the bots were pro-WWE. I'm a fan of... Uh, AEW and every once in a while I'm super critical on them and I'm not a oh, bot. I have to be critical on them. I can't say they're not. I'm they, not a, and I'm not a bot as far as I know. 
I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to tweet about it. Well, you're, gonna, a li- you're a lizard know, person. Enter the Matrix type shit, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Red pill, blue pill. Maybe we'll all wake up one day, but as maybe, far as I know, I'm not a bot. Yeah, maybe we actually are, and maybe, Tony just knows. Maybe we're, maybe we're all living in Tony Khan's world, and we don't know it. Tony's, Tony's research finally figured it out. <laughs> we're in the Matrix. In some ways, his eyes are looking when he comes out. I do think he's in the Matrix sometimes. I think he he's Herb, jacked up on something. The, the, Herb, the Herb Abrams Matrix? Yeah. <laughs> all right so it's cocaine and cowboy boots sorry uh, gold dust was distracting me part of that too i, I think tony khan's cocaine and new balance not cowboy oh, boots but new right. balance. uh <laughs> undertaker is apparently getting a podcast on wwe network and peacock which is going to be very similar to the broken skull sessions which sounds sounds to me like they're trying to fucking usher steve austin out and bring undertaker on in as if why like, would you have two versions of the same show i don't make no fucking sense because Austin drinks on his, and the Undertaker can do something else on the other. Austin, every time Undertaker's on his, he drinks. Maybe all they do is know. drink Jack. Maybe, like, we'll, maybe Undertaker's show they'll be fucking snorting coke and smoking pot or something. <laughs> like the boys did in the back, <laughs> the bags of guns, BSK all day. Fucking, <laughs> we'll see uh, Rikishi on there, even though he didn't say him in his speech. Uh, Godfather. I wouldn't mind hearing him talk to some of those guys, but is there at what point Which does Undertaker like, just become? Is it like okay? We've heard you. It's just okay. We're good right now. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Which wasn't like, wasn't Godfather supposed to be on Broken Skull Sessions? And then he they, was. Oh, uh, they aired that one. Yeah, I, I need to watch it then. Yeah, it's a really good episode. He talked about how um, Undertaker didn't like. He's the reason Undertaker got tattoos. Basically, he had like a tattoo. And then he was like, nah, man, you, you got to get more. And Undertaker's like, like kind of like, what do you mean? He's mm-hmm. like, dude, a big guy like you, mean as you look, the character you got, he's like, you got to get more tattoos. So whoever Undertaker gets his tattoos from is Godfather's guy in Las Vegas. And they always go to this place in Vegas to get you tattoos. You should totally get your wife's name across your neck. That won't hurt. Yeah, well, that, won't, that won't backfire at all. I don't think they were probably thinking about that at the time. Man, Goldust is a fucking weirdo. Yeah, this is the weirdest Goldust phase by far. This is some strange shit, yeah. Um, Maybe... Yeah, this is probably around the same as uh, Ahmed Johnson stuff. Uh, everybody's favorite former WWE personality, Brandy Rhodes, uh, was with Cody Rhodes backstage at WrestleMania, which I don't know. You guys have seen some of the backstage video they've shown from WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's definitely him and her stand there before he goes out talking and whatnot and kissing and hugging and shit. Apparently, she had some very, very insightful conversations with some people backstage, and she is going to continue her wrestling training because she still has the calling and the itch to become the women's champion. Um, but she is also going to continue to work on her unscripted content for her YouTube page. Yeah, she wants to sell her show, the cooking show or whatever. She's oh, shot of brandy. Yeah, yeah, she's she's trying to shop. She's it around. very green. Was shoved down people's face. She has the look. She could be up in the top tier if she's a good wrestler. I, but she was like shoved down people's throats, and she can't really wrestle super well right now. Yeah, I mean, she has a shot, but. Isn't she? She's probably as old as Cody, I would think. I have no idea. It's worth a good. be pretty close. It's worth a good. Probably thirty, which is probably the harder part for her if she's women's wrestling. Good thing about it is her old man's paid. As long yeah. as she's stupid and doesn't open her mouth. I mean, if they were, they they could have pulled the whole complete they, Dusty Rhodes Sapphire situation and just had her be his manager all the time. He'd come out. Hey. Three weeks from now, he might be wearing polka dots. Miz brings his wife out with him. She don't do nothing anymore. She used to wrestle and don't wrestle no more. Brand- uh, Maurice wrestles every once in a while, I guess. Randy but... Rhodes is 38. Oh, that's... So she's older than Here, Cody. Here's the Cody thing. Rhodes. Cody Rhodes our, our age. He's, he's 36, He's a little older than us, I think. Probably. He might be 40. Because he was wrestling when I was in college. He was right. in a, he was in a 
Randy Orton's group. You're right. He might be. I don't mean he's not the same age as us, though. I mean, he's close. That's what I meant. He's like, he's got to be close because he's Co- pretty young. Cody's 36. 36. Yeah, I thought he was about our age. Yeah. Cody, just, Cody's birthday is June, thir- or June 30th, 1985. He, uh, so he's almost a year older than me. He just had uh, better people help him in the business quicker than us. But It's like his dad did something. What's, what's Dick's birthday again, by the way? June 19th, June 23rd, June 21st. Is it June 23rd? June 21st, I think, or 23rd, something like if that. It's June 20, he ain't my boyfriend. If it's June 23rd, <laughs> he shares a birthday with Brandy Rhodes. That's fucking oh, lucky I hope him. it is. I really hope it is. So we can have a double birthday party from now on. Ooh, the 23rd. podcast idea. I want to say it's 23rd. Happy, so. happy birthday, Brandy and Dick. <laughs> no, it's happy, it's happy birthday, Eden and Dick. So um, <laughs> Nazi warboat captain. Can't use uh, a real name. Gunther uh, Stark was told to lose weight before his call up because Vince wants slim people on TV, pal. And um, Dave Meltzer has stated Keith Lee was given the same directive, but now he's someplace else because he didn't listen. But Gunther did lose weight. I guess. I don't he's know. I he's in a yeah, pretty good shape. He's leaned up. He's got a big, big six pack. Like, he's a big dude to have a six pack or whatever. Problem with that is if he's going to be pounding on the iron and all that, all that time, he's going to end up getting injury prone from pulled muscles and things like that. And he's going to be hurt and fucked up and probably not worth a fuck to watch, which is sad because the dude's been, he's put on a lot of really good matches so far. <laughs> he's that, like, um, heavy hitter guy that you, I almost feel see. like they've, I mean, I'm glad he's where he's at now on the main roster, but still, I feel still, like they've waited two, two last, years too long. I'm still COVID saying the match the wrong time for him. There was Walter and Ilya Dragunov too. Maybe him and Ciampa was really fucking good too. Yeah. Though. And he like he just put him and Pete Dunn put on a class, but that was probably two years ago. I want to say uh, that was pre-COVID. Yeah, that would have been when he got the title from Pete Dunn, I think. Yep. But I mean, even that match, like, I'm like, geez, this guy's monster. And then COVID hits, and he doesn't. He had some issue with like his girlfriend over there. He was living with her, but they're broken up now, so he's okay to live here, so he can be on American TV. That's why they drug their feet because he didn't want to move to the U.S. Kind of like Pac and or Pack and AEW. Yeah. He just doesn't live here, so they never push him super hard. Well, so I wouldn't fucking lose your visa and take their belt and go home and never come back, or yeah. you know, take six months to get back or whatever. Um, so Adam Shear, the former Braun Strowman has claimed that Tony Khan pays all the dirt sheets and that he has banned all AEW wrestlers from the Control Your Narrative shows. He probably fucking said, don't go down there because I don't want you getting hurt. Too much of a liability. You got to be in the pit. Those shows look like they're going to suck, guys. Let's not go. Yeah, it's... Braun Strowman went on a tirade this week. He went after Buff Bagwell, too. Yeah. You got to remember... uh, Buff Bagwell. All unsanctioned matches happen in the pit. Yeah. Remember, you got to control your narrative. Yeah, I can't. You have to fight. Control your narrative. <laughs> I saw those rules. You guys talked about it. I was like, ugh, they're so bad. Um, so supposedly there's a feeling out process between Ember Moon and All Elite Wrestling going on right now, but there is no sense of urgency to sign her. I think that's more in- injury-based because she had that big injury. It's and, a tour Achilles, I believe. Yeah, which is a... It's a big one for eight or for even like NFL stars and stuff. Yeah. So that takes forever to come back. And then Dick said he thought she looked sloppy when she came back even then. So they she may still moved be- a little different, I felt like. But when you tear your Achilles, you don't 
you know, I don't know how bad she tore it, but I mean, you know, it pretty well ended Kobe Bryant's basketball career when he tore his. So if you think about it, not only because he was at that age, but like he couldn't jump the same, mm-hmm. couldn't dunk after that, like like he used to be able to. And it's like you move different after something like that. And she was somewhat, I didn't know she was, she wasn't like a high flyer, high flyer, but she did a lot of big impact, like jumping high moves. She was a quicker moves, wrestler. Fast. Yeah. And, you know, and when she tore her Achilles and she came back, you could definitely tell that she had slowed down mm-hmm. quite a bit. She wasn't taking as high risks. She wasn't doing the springboard type shit she was doing before. So she's definitely changed her style up quite a bit, and I think that, not that it hurt her character, but I don't think they knew how to push her after that. I think she was still, like, learning how to be that different wrestler, though. Yeah. Like, because Daniel Bryan had to change exactly, like, how he wrestled, because before he was more daredevil, high-risk stuff, and when he had the neck and head injury, yeah. he said he even changed how he wrestled. He went to more Matt style, so maybe she just wasn't ready to come back, and they forced her, obviously, hmm. but I think... I think she'd be a good signing for him. That she'd help that division. I mean, I don't, the bump we saw earlier—we were talking about the tie of Valkyrie and her doing a Tower of Doom spot off of the top rope. That was pretty gross. I still don't understand how Ty of Valkyrie's not in AEW. Uh, probably because Johnny Mundo's not. Well, fuck it. Bring them both. I like Johnny Mundo too. So, PW Insider claims that Cody Rhodes is listed internally as a number two babyface on Monday Night Raw. Bobby Lashley is the number one, and AJ Styles is number three. I don't know why Bobby Lashley all, all like gets all the way up to number one immediately. I mean, he because, just turned because MVP, MVP, MVP turned on him. Yeah, what the fuck? Cody Rhodes has been gone for like five years and came back, and and, uh, he, and he beat almost. And he had a bigger <laughs> like the crowd cheered for him way more than they did. Bo- like Bobby should be three, Cody should be two, AJ should probably be one. If we're really thinking, they're about not even the letting way. AJ finish matches. But yeah, they just cut him off screen. That's weird. Yeah, they were because he's in that. He's still feuding with the Edge or whatever. Edge's Purple House, the House of Purple, the New Brood or whatever. Whatever. They haven't came up with a name yet. I bet or New Brood just didn't sound as cool. Dude, I would just call them the fucking Brood and get over it. Like it, they all have the gothicy look to them and shit. Finally, give them the fire. Finally, let, let Edge be the leader. Instead of even giving them the fire, they could just straight steal Malachi Black's coming up out of the floor entrance type of yeah. deal with the purple light and shit, and just have it be different. But the brood, like Edge, was already doing the brood entrance with his regular mm-hmm. entrance before turned to the dark side. And he's side been messing with the blood too, like raining down on people. Dude, it, it would be so dope. Even if the, and then if they did bring the brood back and use the brood music and shit from 98, that storyline mm-hmm. was one of the coolest. Maybe didn't have the greatest guys in it to, to I don't know, man. The brood shit was always so cool. They didn't push them hard enough, I never felt like. They and like their music whole... was dope. Like every time they came out, the crowd was like, oh God, what the crazy motherfucker's <laughs> going to do next. They were only around for like a year, too. Yeah, I know. They were one of the shortest lived stables that people are always talking about. Dude, I fucking love them guys. But so I mean, much. it was Edge and Christian. That too, Edge, but they had two Hall of Famers. Gangrel with the Easy vampire teeth. The blood baths yeah, the were so cool. Did. Like I said, the music, the entrance with the fire, they never talked really, so they were very like mystical kind mm-hmm. of they i mean gang girl tried Mysterious. to talk and couldn't because his fangs were in the way so they were just like you guys are just never going to talk ever and were that they part of so the, cool did they join the ministry or yeah they, like they were just kind of like a little they joined the ministry and then, and then they left because uh fucking so uh, this, when they did the storyline with undertaker stealing stephanie mcmahon they had <laughs> uh an episode of raw where of course you know they had to show up for work even though they'd mm-hmm. stole Stephanie McMahon. So they were hiding her in the boiler room of the fucking, I, I don't know what state they were in, but they were hiding her in the boiler room, and Vince McMahon's going crazy, can't find his daughter, so he tasks Ken Shamrock. 
you have Can to figure out cock. where fucking Stephanie is at. And so he goes nuts and comes out in the middle of a Christian's match and fucking double, you know, suplexes him, gets him down, puts him in the ankle lock and puts him in the ankle lock. And he starts screaming, where is she? Where is she? And Christian's <laughs> like, she's in the boiler room. So basically gave up the, so in the next episode, they go to the back room. The next episode of Raw, they have the back room shot and the Undertaker stand there with like a weird cloak on. And like there's dude like Christian's tied up like with his arms and legs all sticking out in four different directions and they're whipping him, dude. Like straight whipping him with like a cat of nine tails and shit. And he's screaming the whole time. Well then, you know, they they like, well, we can't be a we part just, of this. Fucking. We just discovered why Christian's not in the Hall of Fame. Vince doesn't like him because he gave up where Stephanie was because Vince was the leader of the that corporate. Is true. That, I never thought that about ruined that. his whole career. Fucking everything is storyline. It's all because of that. Vince won't it, let it go. But it, it also made Stephanie McMahon the biggest villain of Female wise in WWE history. Oh yeah, and, and then you, you know, watch the evil episode. Come on now, I haven't watched her episode. <laughs> and then a uh, gang girl turned on him, and the Hardy Boys became the New Brood, and then you know it all went downhill. From oh there. yeah, and the New Brood. <laughs> and then they decided. Then they decided they didn't need Gang Girl at all. And, and then, then they got a contract for Lita <laughs> off of uh, S.A. Rios. Isn't that the same episode though of Raw? After they find out where Stephanie is, like. Vince and Shamrock go running down the fucking hallway, and Shamrock's like gone, and Vince is huffing and puffing, going, "We're gonna go get her!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's way, way, way. And then also, like they bloodbath sandbagging. They bloodbath Shamrock in that episode, so he's covered in blood, like head to toe, the whole episode, just running around the back, crazy, screaming at people and shit. Worst part, <laughs> I just can't like Ken Shamrock anymore. What? After his UFC stuff with Tito Ortiz, oh, I was is- such a Tito Ortiz fan that. Oh. I, and then you watch. I watched him on the Ultimate Fighter, like season three. Shamrock, Shamrock was just a huge douchebag. He's, he's a heel, bro. And I'm like, well, this ruined your whole WWE career to me. It's <laughs> not. I, I call him Ken Slamcock. I love Shamrock, bro. He still hasn't came back yet. That's he, true. He, still, he hasn't. He's still he's still suspended indefinitely from Impact Wrestling, even though he's in their Hall of Fame. <laughs> so. He hasn't paid the fine. Uh, according to Dave Meltzer, Nash Carter getting fired by WWE was not well received by the NXT locker room. So a bunch of people were pissed that they fired him, I guess. I bet it was a lot of, we just gave him the tag titles. Why, why couldn't someone else have those belts and have that moment? Because they knew about this stuff until it kind of got public. Well, Carter had been staying with Wesley and his wife for the last year, so. He's dating Gigi Dolan, too. Or... That well, name? that could be what pissed her off. Is that her name? Gigi Dolan right now? Or is it yeah, Priscilla, the old Priscilla Kelly. Yeah, Priscilla Kelly's her. Yeah, I was like, which one's who her was, indie name? Who was married to oh, Darby Allen. Allen. And she claimed he did abuse her because he said something about Cora Jade skateboarding too. I mean, you know, who knows? Or someone said something and Darby's like, at least I really skate. <laughs> who... Who knows when that like the that picture actually really got taken and how long she's been mm-hmm. holding on to it before she you know <gasps> there he is our boy Cactus Jack Chainsaw, Chainsaw Charlie. Charlie Chainsaw really Moxley coming down the ring. This is the first ever dumpster match, by the way. Didn't they do the dumpster match like on Raw? They did a dumpster match on Raw, but it was, it was it, right after this. It was after this, but they yeah. did a spot on Raw where they put them in a dumpster and, and shoved, shoved them off, off the thing. And it was like a big deal. And They're it all was the go home show for this, and that's and that's another thing too that we talked about. You know, like the week before, like the go home shows for WrestleMania were well, the shit. Good. And now it's like, mm. well, the Raw after Mania used to be really good too. WrestleMania 15 go home show, fucking Austin Stone Cold or Stone Cold Steve Austin with the beer truck. Yeah, Te- technically now the Monday after WrestleMania Backlash would be. The mo- that wrestle or that raw yeah i won't be watching oh okay i'll, I'll watch see it. the highlights i'll watch it for you 
Oh, you'll tell me what happens. Okay. I'll know before you tell me. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio has missed Raw and maybe missing missed Raw this last week and maybe for the next couple weeks for some sort of medical issue that no one's speaking about. So I don't know what it is, but he's hurt of some sort. Yeah. Who was that? Rey Mysterio. That's why he didn't wrestle. Uh, Veer. Veer and Dominic did instead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, RK Bro have been advertised for the next two episodes of SmackDown because WWE is starting to work on a title unification match for the tag team championships. Yeah, they've they've already verified that one. So that's probably backlash. Yeah, it is a backlash. I think the Usos will probably win, and then then they'll give them all the belts. Right, and then Roman. Then you can build uh, the belt collectors, is what they'll start calling them. Watch and steal straight from your boy. Then you can also build. You can also build uh, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle against each other at SummerSlam. That's yeah, they. I think that could even last till Mania next year. That could be a long boil. Like they break up at SummerSlam and then slowly they just <clears throat> blood feud. Like somehow they don't wrestle, but you just keep pushing them into each other. Uh, September 2022 is when the video game for AEW is currently listed to be debuted. So this September on of 2022 is when they're supposed to. I'll be excited to see it. Randy like we were talking about earlier, it's the No Mercy Maker. Uh, Ukes. Ukes. Uh, oh, yeah, they used to make a lot of cool games. And like so they, Ukes, uh, and, who, and who else? whoever else helped with the No Mercy games, the original director of the No Mercy game, I guess. Uh, I, can't, I can't pronounce his name, even if I knew what it was. Um, he's come back to help, I guess, with all of it and stuff. So, I mean, I... Th- I think it's going to be pretty good. Maybe, like so I don't think the graphics are going to be anywhere top-notch like WWE 2K22. And Kenny Omega definitely in the interview I read said it's not going to be anywhere near their type of graphics. For but the, from the screenshots I've seen, like if you want a fucking No Mercy type of game, uh, if you think about it, No Mercy wrestlers didn't look like WWE wrestlers. They're uh, all a little bigger, a little broodier. If they can mm-hmm. put a game out that on day one doesn't crash anytime you try to play it. They win. That'd be great. As long as it doesn't look like the, you know, the superstar brawl game they came out with. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, NBA Jam. Or yeah, whatever, where they're all wrestlers. like. Brrr. As long as it don't look like that, I, think I don't think it'll okay look like. Well, it. we've seen the leaked shots. Yeah. Or, and I mean, it's it takes forever to build a game engine for a wrestling game to and to make them look great. You know who they reminded me of? If people played the Batman Arkham Knight series, the how Batman's just looks like he's fucking way more muscular mm. than he should be. That's yeah. kind of how it looked to me. Like their muscles were just way more too, too like they were way bigger than they should be. But then again, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe they're not. Maybe they're maybe they're targeting more kid audience, and they're like, well, we'll get their kids to buy this. Some adults. I mean, but their main audience is adults. For, yeah, yeah, I mean, Kenny Omega is what forty something, forty one, forty. 42. He's right at that 40. He's, he's like so, right around 40. He's thinking of, you know, adults when he makes a video game. He's probably thinking I mean, he's a huge too, gamer but, anyway. He's yeah. a Street Fighter, like, ultra nerd. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, his his finishing move is a Final Fantasy uh, callback. It's because Sephiroth's the one-winged angel. And he wore wears one wing down to the ring in New Japan all the time. So, I mean, I've also seen his, like... Uh, Stuff with uh, New Day. They had their little feud with the Elite before All Elite started. And they were like, well, we'll wrestle someday. And then they did something at uh, E3 or E three a couple years ago. where It may not have been E3, but they did some comp, like Street Fighter fight between the New Day and the Elite. And Kenny just walked him. Hang on here just one second. Talk about dream matches we won't which, probably ever see. Which uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom where Kenny Omega came out. Doing the Terminator. 
That was, that one, was a good one. That too. was one of the best entrances in New Japan. Oh, our boy Ken Slam. The uh, Good Brothers contract is up in July. Yeah, I saw that for Impact Wrestling. So there will be free so agents. So right, it'd be right after Slam Anniversary. I think they'll probably go back to New Japan. I don't know. They may go straight with their boys in the Elite. They were talking. They were on uh, Busted Open for the last hour of the show. They uh-huh. they had them on the other day, um, and they asked some guy called in, kind of asked him what they what they could possibly do next, and he said. Um, definitely watch out for the Bullet Club. He said, um, and, they, and the guy asked him. He goes, he asked, he said, elite, he said, all Elite and Bullet Club are all one thing. He said, but he's like, at some point in time, he goes, you'll see us all together again. He goes, I don't know when that'll be. He said, but just keep your eyes open, keep, keep watching. Coming back to that. Um, and then they made a reference specifically to New Japan starting to get things going back together again. And then they both talked about how much they love going to wrestle they in were, Japan and shit. They were huge it, in Japan. It, just the way Carl Anderson was talking about it seemed to me like they might go back over there and, and do that for a little while because they were like talking about how much fun they have in that country and everything they do and shit and it was like good 20 minutes they talked about going to Japan and to, they didn't talk about that about it's everything also, else. It's also not a rumor now but uh, since we're talking about news and stuff uh, t- about New Japan uh, Juice Robinson's contract is up yep. at the end of after this tonight, month. After tonight's show? Tonight. Yeah. And that's uh that's also why they took the belt off of uh Suzuki because I assume he's going back to Japan after this weekend because he has a match tonight on the ship. Yeah, it's him, see, right? it's, it's him and Ishii. Yeah, so I figured it's like, well, you're here for two weeks. You want an American title? You want to be on TV? You want free money? He was already in town for Wrestle Con and all that stuff, probably too. Yeah. Or they had a New Japan show actually, I think. Yeah, they did. It was uh the Outlaw one. That's uh. Moxley showed up there and talked shit about Osprey. Yeah, like that's gonna be a good match. Uh, Wrestling Observer Radio is speculating that next week Tony Khan's either gonna announce a TV deal for ROH or a new streaming service for AEW in general. Like yeah, we were just we're, talking about. We're hoping I, for Japan's Super the Show. The Japan Super Show is the one, yeah. and like all like you were just saying, the Good Brothers talking about. You'll see them all together soon. The that the, could be the visas you brought up was with earlier it, in the show or before we talked. But with Impact and AEW and the Bullet Club shit going on there, there ain't no reason why Tony Khan wouldn't be like, ah, oh, let's just fucking let's just have a mega fucking get together. I mean, a, I think we're gonna a see summit, Kenny a, a, a Bullet to, Club summit. You'll um, have to have a fucking power struggle though because Kenny's a former leader and Jay White's technically the leader. Yeah, they've both been kicked out. Same with. I mean, well, man, Jay, Jay White hasn't. But. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. I was thinking AJ Styles in my head. Though. I don't know if we were recording executed. earlier, but we spoke now on if, uh, Now, if AJ showed up, that would be the ultimate fucking what the hell just happened. That's the forbidden door I right I think there. you'll see Papa Finn before anybody. Yeah, I think Finn will be future endeavored, right. sadly. I don't know. Maybe not this year. Endeavored, not this if, year, but. Even if he's not future endeavored, I hope he gets out of the contract and decides uh, yeah. he wants to go, you know, do it one more time over here. Uh, I want to see him. When. I miss so NXT Finn was one of the best things in NXT when he come out as the demon and they have never taken advantage or like the demons they maybe didn't they have the demon lose to Roman yeah yeah that, that was stupid demon should always been undefeated they should That's what I said well, no, the, de- the demon lost one other time he lost to Samoa Joe yeah well Samoa Joe deserved the real <laughs> Samoa Joe but yeah. not uh, the one where to me it was like they. 
Finn Balor wanted to get away from doing that character and finally got away from it, broke away from it, and made the Prince Balor thing to, to the point where it's like, you don't got to be the demon no more. And as soon as he comes back to the main roster, they're like, all that work you just did for the last year, year and a half on your character, Fuck it. we need you to be a demon because that character is not tough enough to beat Roman Reigns. By the way, You're the gonna... demon's not tough enough to beat <laughs> Roman Reigns. Well, so the... we're going to shit on the character you just did for the last year and a half plus the actually, character you built for the last well, like fucking 20 a- years. Actually, Roman Reigns wasn't strong enough to beat the demon either. The top turnbuckle beat the demon. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like they either way, the, they just basically shit on both well, the characters. He one he was working on, the one he's had for however many years when, he's wrestled. You know, when he was Prince Devitt over in New Japan, he'd come out painted up all kind of random. Yeah, yeah. He came out as a Joker one time. Was yeah, he's big into cosplay. So he would like that's that's just normal Finn Balor. Let him start getting into that stuff. Dude, let him do the Prince Devitt stuff. The interview I read, he said he's just tired of sitting in the paint chair for. Hours. Oh, I bet he said he's got to sit there for four or five hours sometimes, and he said he's just tired of doing that. And he said, oh, because so. they went hardcore on that. I mean, some of those paints were, and I think insane. some of it too is they don't let him do what the demon does when he does his thing. He's limited. They you know? also don't let him use the eighteen eighty six. Is that like his brain buster or whatever he does? He's been yeah. using it every once in a while. He, like, I know he there's uses a main NXT, team, No, they made him. They made him alter it to where it's just like uh, kind of like a paradigm shift, really. Well, no, not anymore. He doesn't even do that one anymore. He does like the uh, and it's like. He puts you in like the scorpion death drop mm-hmm. and then drops the clothesline on you. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. But on, on NXT, they let him do the Brain Buster yeah. 1886. Yeah. But they don't let him do it on the main roster, I'm pretty sure. I, I, every, I've seen it him do it once. It may be rare. I've it's, seen him do it once. Uh, it was when he first, very first came back, and I haven't seen him do it since. Yeah, now it's just he does the uh, shotgun drop kick into the corner. And then the coup de gras. Yep. Which I like that move, but next to the 1883, it's kind of lame. Yeah, I, I mean, I also think Hangman's Buckshot Lariat's not near as cool as the Deadshot, like, reverse tombstone. That's true, too. I mean, I think the one could be the setup into the other, but uh, the people Buckshot's... Don't, they don't do that no more. You know, people's elbow to the rock bottom. Fucking... Yeah, like, because Clothesline t- from Hell was a bad finish, too. Mm-hmm. So does that mean once they finally decided to take Nikita Lyons up to uh, the main roster, she's no longer going to do the uh, split leg drop? crush you with her booty <laughs> i mean they let naomi do the the one where she hits some her ass uh i can't remember what she calls it oscar does something like that too the run of wwe name changes as a result of vince mcmahon reportedly not report recently deciding he doesn't want newer talent using any part of their real names or names previously established on the indies so that means if you're the son of somebody you ain't using your name whether you say you picked it or not unless it's the son of a plumber and if it's your real last name then you're definitely not going to get to use that, it either that would be the grandson of a plumber <laughs> yeah that's true so we found and to out, be fair Rhodes isn't his real last name either yeah it's Reynolds we yeah. found out that Raquel Gonzalez his last name was actually Gonzalez and that's why they've switched it to Raquel Rodriguez because Vince doesn't want any. They're making her smile too much. Actual name because yeah, they've they, kind of ruined. Because Vince wants to own all copyright to you, trademark, whatever. They've, they've changed. So when I fire you, bud, you ain't got shit. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. They won't recognize you at all. Yeah, Vince, that's how it works. I mean, well, in his head, it's I like guess. Strowman's never been anywhere until now. But everyone knew his name was Adam Shear. That's true. Or he's Titan. Titan Adam Shear. I mean, but yeah, I I know why they're doing it. I just don't think like the money behind it's all it makes. That's all it is. Like, so uh, GCW owner Brett Lauderdale said on his podcast that the biggest wrestling company in the world has expressed interest in their Bloodsport brand. 
Dave Meltzer noted it would be a weird fit for WWE. That's what I mean. They could put that just strictly on the WWE network on Peacock. Like they have Mm -hmm. that ICW wrestling. They've got Evolve on there, which I don't know what, I don't know that Evolve was ever on anything back in the day. I think it's No, it's just a really low, it's a, it's like middle ground indie, I would say. Public access TV, maybe it might have been on or some kind of shit. Yeah, it was like below Ring of Honor, but it was MLW and it's probably close. Yeah. But, you know, you can watch that stuff on, on the network on Peacock. So, I mean, they might be trying to do some new shit. For... They need con. You always need new content. And, I mean, be honest with you, that I've said it before. That dude down there, he's he's kind of like if Paul Heyman would have gotten things going the right way or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To me, anyway. Uh, I, like, they're not shooting too high for the moon on what they're doing. And they're slowly, they've slowly bankrolled into what is now a decent little indie company, to be honest I mean, with you. Fuck. GCW's got probably some of the better production out of an indie company because because it's like wwe ring of i mean then AEW, then ring of honor and impact were probably equivalent but then gcw is right below them not much i mean he's figured it out i don't know i think he might have been on because you know he's he Brent said that they've been gotten away from the saying. uh he said they've gotten away from a lot of just the straight death matches yeah. every other match they haven't so you know if you're not doing that every other night or every yeah, other match uh, and people are going to be like all right you know uh, that's that's acceptable guys will stay i don't, around I don't remember i don't remember who made the quote but it's like hey when did gcw become uh the pg version of wwe hardcore or something like that yeah <laughs> Matt, well, Matt uh, probably going over there help what, them change their shit a little bit what was the one in new york uh I actually watched that one. Uh, it was like probably February, January. I don't know, man. Uh, the World. Oh, The World, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, that was the first right. GCW show I've sat through. That was, even, that but, was at uh, 2300. Yeah, and they yeah. couldn't... Uh, ECW Arena. But they couldn't do blood there. I would say... Because New York State doesn't let them blade and stuff like that. It's so a what, huge fun. Wait, no, it wasn't the 23... <laughs> Never mind, that was the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, the Hammerstein Ballroom. I, I would say with... Uh, like Matt Cordona going there, John Moxley going back there, legitimizing him um, too. Uh, what's his name getting a dark side of the ring? Um, yeah, Nick, that, you know Nick Gage. they had a decent amount of press through COVID, and I think yeah. that helped them quite a bit. I know they had a lot of their guys on, on podcasts, a lot of their deathmatch wrestlers are on podcasts and things like that. Um, and it, like from what I understand, they really don't put on too terrible of shows if you go watch a live one. So. They, have a, they have a really good fan base, like hardcore fan. I mean, you, yeah. you were wearing yeah. a GCW yeah, hoodie jack- coming in. jacket, yeah. <laughs> I, mean. I actually have three GCW shirts, and I got the zip-up jacket. So, uh, And then the last thing I got for this week is that the ROH World Champion, Jonathan Gresham, was signed to AEW contract, and he's basically – Working for AEW, but we'll be on ROH, not AEW. So, like, basically, you know, it's what we were talking about earlier. They don't have a place to show those guys, so until they do, they're just going to continue to show them on AEW TV and say they're ROH wrestlers, Which I guess. Which is good and bad, I guess. I mean, they're so bloated right now. The problem but... with it is, it's like we said, this oversaturation of title belts. There's going to be every other match. is going to be At a least title fucking situation. a storyline behind it. Not, it may not just get as stale t- sometimes. Title unification match. Jonathan <laughs> Gresham and Adam Page. <laughs> Page would whoop his ass. Oh, yeah, he would. Gresham just... Gresham is not exciting to me, but he's also just... A, I think he's very similar to Kurt Angle, just a lot blander. I want to see Dalton Castle beat him tonight. Dalton Castle, I like a lot. I saw him uh, when he was the world champ down in uh, at Supercard of Honor when I was there. His sh- his it's just a good show when he comes out. He puts huge presentation out. I hope he gets signed by AW. Sticks with ROH because he's good. He's good. He's that super smug 
like asshole heel. You want to hate him mm-hmm. because he acts like you don't like everything like that. <laughs> and if they don't take, if they don't put the belt on him, then have Lethal win it. Lethal needs something. I mean, that comes back to what the end of what everyone hated about Dynamite this week. But don't want to give away spoilers. Yeah, I didn't want to spoil it. I figured I could. I'd hold off on that one. Right, so I guess we'll jump into the Indie Mud Show report. And now, the Indie Mud Show report. So I can better grab my clipboard. Funk you. That was a good shirt. Who's funking you? Funk you. Old Chainsaw Charlie's funking me. The shirt's available on Homage. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The Cactus Jack one or the Funk You one? The Funk You one. Oh, uh, this is where he jumped in the dump. Oh, it was two months before this. Oh, I thought it was the fucking... Yeah. It, I I mean, to be fair, all of them blend into me. I thought it was after. I thought it was on Raw. We we might as well, since we're in the uh, Indie Mud Show report now, and it's only happening three hours from us, might as well start with uh, New Japan. Uh, tonight's the Windy City Riots. Uh main couple main things that are happening you got uh i'm sorry terry funk he is always shaking and shit every time he'd be laying any place hurt I thought it was dying. always like fucking shaking dude's 50 here hey undertaker choke slams him in a couple months in the hell in the cell and he was fucking flopping around like a fish shaking like he died on that one too yeah <laughs> he sells fuck he was still wrestling until like last week anyway so oh, or at least he probably know. thinks he was yeah but uh you got a uh, filthy tom lawler defending the uh new japan strong title Against uh, Yuji Nagata. You got the return of Scotty Norton. He's teaming with Bullet Club, taking on uh, the United Empires, which is uh, Will Ospreay's faction. Minus Will Ospreay tonight, because he is taking on John Moxley in the main event. Uh, Jay White has a. Well, he's still there, at least. Well, yeah. Uh, Jay White has an open challenge issued, so we'll. See who shows up to challenge him. Yeah, I need him to do something. He really hasn't done a whole shitload since his his, his, his debut. And everybody's like, oh, it's fucking Jay White, blah. Jay White's like, good, eh, but like, been they haven't. Like, he, well, he's he, been he on Impact out, stuff. He put out a comment that says, I'm not signed to AEW. He goes, I can do what I want over here. Yeah. He also, he's like, Tony asked me to come beat up Trent Beretta, so I did. <laughs> yeah, he's also not from the United States. Yeah, he's, he's from New, New, Ze- Ze- yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, so he doesn't like, like, working for Japan is probably easier for him, so, I mean, he's not, unless he wants to move here, he's not signed with AEW. Yeah, no. He's, but, I mean, he's still, he's still under contract. He's still under contract with New Japan. I would like to see some storyline with Bullet Club Elite. That would be cool. Yeah. I think he's a good wrestler. Him and Kenny would put on a hell of a show. And we haven't seen that match. Yeah. Really? I mean, I think Kenny's coming back sooner than you guys think. I think we could see him double or nothing. I mean, why would Don Callis come out? <laughs> that shit was real random in the last pay-per-view. I thought he was whatever. coming out of that pay-per-view. Yeah, well, I thought he was going to show up at the end of it yeah. after the match and be like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm back, fucker. Now, now we'll have something. And when you, Kenny, we keep talking Hangman about be interesting. CM Punk and Hangman being another good match. We already know who has a good match with him and wants revenge or has retaliation. 
Kenny Which Omega, Kenny, but and, the only problem is that WWE with him just showing up out of the blue, like, oh my god, pick up where we left off. There's been no yeah. rivalry at all. This Wednesday will be a telling. This will where sh- the next storyline yeah. will start. He shows up. That's why I hope CM Punk is the one. He shows up. He gives he gives uh, Adam Page the one wing angel and one two three real quick, and the we Oka- see like Becky Hulk Lynch. Hogan style. Oh, I was thinking Hulk Hogan WrestleMania nine after the match is over, uh, he comes out, get him. <laughs> <laughs> Dick isn't here. We don't mention Hulk Hogan. Yeah, fuck Hulk Hogan. We can talk about the bad stuff. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then uh, Tomohiro Ishii and uh, Minoru Suzuki have a match tonight, too. I want to see how red his chest is after Wednesday's (laughs) slap fest. Yeah, I know. Joe was bruising up on his collarbone pretty bad. Five minutes into the match, Ashley goes, are they actually going to wrestle or are they going to keep slapping the shit out of each other? I'm like, this is New Japan. They're slapping the shit out of each other. Yeah, I, I was like, Every time they would go for the gotch pile driver. I mean, we're talking about spoiler, but like he just like, nah, we're gonna smack each other more. It's <laughs> like I bet Joe was like, son of a bitch, just do a wrestling move. Uh, moving on to uh, GCW, uh, pretty much the only thing I have this week. Briscoe's already lost the tag team championships. Uh, Bussy beat them, which is Alley Catch and uh, Effie. Yeah, I, she's. I, she was on the world show that I watched. She was decent. Yeah, she wrestler. had a match against uh, Ruby Soho. Yeah, that's where I saw her wrestling. And then, like, Jeff, She's then Jeff Jarrett had the match against Effie. Yeah, and then they people were pissed because they put Jeff Jarrett over instead of Effie. J double F J double R E double T. What the fuck you mean? Well, well, it's E double F Y. Is that how you spell Effie? Yeah, E F F Y. I've only seen him wrestle like twice. He was choking him and shit, and Effie's like, "I like it, Daddy." Yeah. I, I laughed. I was like, speaking of yep. Jeff Jarrett, he was back in Springfield yesterday, and he actually ended up at uh, Godfather's Barbecue Place, the IC Barbecue. Hmm. So that was kind of interesting. I be mean, like, be like, why couldn't you have the Godfather there? Come on, Godfather may show up now. Maybe he'll start doing cross promotional wrestling stuff. All I know is I'm getting real tired of seeing on Facebook that they keep handing out horseshoes merchandise to fucking people. Yeah, Everywhere that Jeff Jarrett goes, and I still don't have my hat that I ordered like a month ago. I'm not gonna lie, you've put over that team more than anyone I've ever heard from Central Illinois. No. You deserve it for free. You're basically his highest earner. Like you're mentioning it every week I'm on hot. the podcast. You'll I'm mention hype, it on I'm our group man. chat. You probably mention it at the store. You probably <laughs> you've been <laughs> you know Jeff Jarrett owns. I like Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I mean, I got a slap nuts LLC shirt. I mean, J-E-double-F has been stuck in my head for almost 20 years now. (laughs) And then Slap Nut's been the other one. We'd walk around calling people Slap Nut at school every day. That's one of my favorite fucking... It's like wrestling comebacks or whatever when he was calling everybody Slap Nuts and he would fucking mean Gene always call him a geriatric slap ass. (laughs) Shit always had me laughing. All right, Impact. Uh, Morrissey cut a hell of a promo. Uh, they were at the 2300 arena and that's why it was stuck in my head uh, he talked about the last time he was there he was having alcoholic withdrawals and all that and he's uh, becoming their top baby face and wanted to thank everybody he's finally sober in the right place and being back at that arena made him feel real good made it important made it real to me god damn yeah pretty much still real to me but uh, he was interrupted by Brian Myers and then Matt Cordona and Chelsea Green and got put through a table. And I, do you guys like 
Brian Myers and Matt Cardona? Like, I like Matt Cardona. Like, I mean, I know, because, so I know him from, because I watch, I'm on YouTube way too much, and I watch all the vlogs and stuff, and I'll watch Major Wrestling Figure Pod, and I'll see them sporadically, and I've, I've liked Matt Cardona since I've watched a lot of that stuff, because, like, I'm not into the collecting toys, but it does bring back a lot of nostalgia yeah. seeing the cool stuff, and I'm just like, I've grown to like them through this stuff, so I just a, don't know how other people feel about them, because I watch way too They have a podcast, I've never listened to it. Yeah, I don't listen to um, it. I don't have time anymore. <laughs> I listen to so many podcasts. Yeah, me too. That's the problem. I've got like fucking 15. Okay, and there's someone's to like, well, listen to this new one. You're like, well, okay. Yeah, find some time in between. No, I, li- I like Matt Cordona. Brian Myers, this whole professional, best professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. I never cared for it when he came I, in Impact. I really liked him in WWE when he had that losing streak and act like hot <laughs> shit every time. Like, this is good. And the only way he ever wins an impact is by cheating. I think they're both. Fine. He's a cowardly heel. Yeah, he's good at cowardly. I think they're stuff. both super entertaining. Like they can talk. Uh, I I don't. They never really got a big enough push in WWE for me to like them. The only time I ever remember being I, like, I really could fuck see yeah, because Zack Ryder was when he won the IC title at WrestleMania that mm-hmm. year when his dad was in the crowd and he like they took both, it off him the next night. They, they, they were like both cheering and they both went cross-eyed at WrestleMania and then the next night, yeah, they like they, they, t- they took it from the next night and then also he, then he was, future endeavor like next year well, after that. He, they had the, the storyline where he was hurt and he came out and he was in the neck brace and he got pushed and off fucking the stage old boy fucking by John flung Cena, him. wasn't it? I don't know if it was John Cena that pushed him off. It might have been, but he pushed him or off. Kane, the, maybe and the ramp was like it might have been John Cena in the ring and Kane shoved him off the ramp maybe, yeah. but he was up super high because that's when I like started. I like it. I like hit Zack Ryder a little bit into that because yeah. like he was starting to get big online too. Like fucking right he took though and yeah. that gave me much respect for him because after he it, hit, when he hit the ground he went straight to his face and I think he was like tied to the fucking chair so he couldn't yeah. like go sideways or mm-hmm. left but like when you like he went face he first went and shit. Down. He took good bumps. Oh he's, my god. He's never been like I think he looks too generic of a wrestler almost uh, if that makes see like he's, Ezekiel looks right now way kinda, too generic. Kinda. Well see the thing what, what, what got Zack Ryder was you know he he started because they wouldn't let him wrestle on TV he was like king of the dark matches for WWE for yeah. the longest time. Long um, Island Ice Z. Well he started the, he was the first uh, dude who started the internet shit. Yeah and he was the internet champion. And he became the internet champion he made like a cardboard championship he carried around with him yeah. and shit and he did all this like stuff that people are just like in the last five years they just kind of started now. doing and There's... like to me like he was the first ever dude that did that shit i never seen anybody do that shit before him like he was doing it, as far as like he did what wwe hates he got himself over right. without their help he right. did what miro did with uh miro did through like youtube or, and shit but now Day, now people do that shit on tiktok like mm-hmm. all the time but back then like i i I, won't, I, mean, I don't know if he was the first person to ever do that shit but to me like he's the first person i ever seen doing that shit marketing himself in a way to where like you have to give him a match now because he's so big on the internet and so over with the crowd without even being in the ring that like you got to do it and you know there's a lot of people that like people get famous for singing on the fucking internet now mm-hmm. rather than going and cutting a record and, and having people listen to it and, and, like, that, oh. and, and the title thing uh bt has their title on their own bt show has a title it's kind of a joke title they just do real little comp they did they played blackjack this last yeah. week christopher daniels is a new champion by the way <laughs> uh he beat he beat adam cole again ain't he the booker for someplace he run, he's AEW. aw he's high up in aw he's, he's like a, they call him head of h they call him head of hr on yeah, bt yeah and then sammy guevara's vlog has a title too and they they all do stupid little competitions in back, like tossing bottles into trash cans and stuff. Just, like, but they're like they're only the real shoot titles, brother. But, and actually, you know, right now I seen a thing the other day with I don't know if it was I might have been real, might not have been. It's the fucking internet, so who knows? But supposedly Matt Cordona 
started asking like indie promoters to stop letting me win your championship belts. Yeah. He's got like seven or eight right now. And he said he, don't, he doesn't have enough room that's, to carry yeah, anymore around. What, yeah, he said really my bag's real heavy right now. He had like, he's, he's he like, yeah, seven my, I'll come wrestle for you, but I don't yeah, want to win your my, belts in every show or stop some put, shit. Stop putting me up against your champions. Cause yeah. my, my suitcase is getting heavy and starting to rip. That was definitely I, character work on it. I mean, I, maybe, I mean it's yeah, funny work got, though. He it's does hilarious. have like seven belts right now. So, and three of them, I could recognize like three or four right off the bat. And it was like one of them because some are major title, like yeah. major. He has the, he has, major he has indie the, indie titles. He has the NWA champion. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he has the NWA championship. Yeah, he's NWA world champion. Yeah, he's, he's got, internet champion at Impact, right? Or is that? He's the internet champion and the digital media yeah. champion. Yeah, and, for Impact. And I rec- and one of them, I think, is an old internet title that he actually brought back. And then he, I think but he's, I think, I think he's ASW heavyweight champion now. WrestleMania fourteen was so old that they had fucking surge. <laughs> surge soda fucking containers back laying on the ground in a Powerade yeah. one over there. I've been watching this match out of the corner of my eye. Dump them fuckers in. Get them in there, Chainsaw Charlie. I'm pretty sure I drove about two or three of those Clark Green fucking forklifts like that. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, like, roll themselves into it because they can't dump the pallet. That's fucking great. But yeah, Zack Ryder's, I think, killing it. Like, for what he's got, he's... I mean, he's the biggest honestly, indie star, I think. Honestly, he's doing the same thing right now. That Cody when did. WWE wouldn't give him a match, he went on the internet and made it to where they had to give him a match. And now they didn't that, give him a job, so now he's out there making it to where eventually they're going to have to see, give him a job yeah, back. See, the thing is, he's out there doing like Cody or and building himself to where if he does come back in like a year or two, <laughs> he's, he's not going to be Zack Ryder. He's he, going to be Matt Cardona. Cardona. He's, the he's wish, got his own brand. He's the wish version of Cody, though, honestly. Uh, I mean, Cody's <laughs> Cody's indie run was pretty cool. Too. Yeah, no, I just mean like, <laughs> but not even. I think Zack Ryder's indie run's been way better than Cody's. It's indie like run he's one was. step behind him though. He's never like been GCW me, Universal friends, Champion. Yeah, yeah, but it feels like he's one step behind Cody. Like you know what I mean? Cody yeah. left one on the indies. He stayed. Then he went to AEW, and then Matt hit the indies, and now Cody's back yeah, with WWE. It's like, is he going to go to AEW, or is he going to go back to WWE next, or is he going to stay on the indies? But. I mean, he's got one up on Cody. He's Cody's never been the GCW Universal Champion with the cool. spinner belt. <laughs> that was so awful looking, but I loved every second of that stuff. Got a, got. I mean, major heat because all them people are like, he's "Fuck still, this WWE shit." He's still the GCW Universal Champion. He's never <laughs> lost that title. He's he lost the world title. <laughs> he's the king of the death match too. That's right. I mean, I was surprised he did that death match with Nick Gage, and it was Matt. Like, I give him props. That's yeah, figuring, what I'm saying, though. It gives him that... Figuring he wore a white shirt, and at the end of the match, he, he didn't know it was a white shirt. Yeah. Throughout the halls pink. and the annals of wrestling fucking fans from here to fucking overseas and all around the world, they're going to be talking about Matt Cordona to the point where, like I said, WWE's going to eventually have to give him a job back. And I could see them trying to push that. We need to be Zack Ryder, pal, because that's like, who people know he has. And he'll be like, really? But really? then again, you never know. They might be like, hey, we're going to let you be Matt Cordona. And they might bring him in on... See, that's the thing. If WWE ever gets back to like like but, re- real stories with pe- real people, things like that, do a storyline where they bring him in, have him fucking beat up Cody. But, have him and Cody go at see, it. One, one, of the best, one of the best parts about it is going to be, though, it's going to be like this. We're going to let you come back as Matt Cordona. You're Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> we're just going to yeah. call you... No, we're just going to call you a Cordona. Yeah, it's... I, WWE's like you said they're gonna ha- this is the weird time we're at at wrestling yeah when they would do that stuff bring someone back they could give them their old name and give them this but now we're in this super information age where you go out and make it on your own in the indies everyone knows it's not oh you can come like Dean Ma- Dean Ambrose there's no way he would ever come back as 
Dean Ambrose. It'd be Chainsaw Moxley. <laughs> no. Chainsaw Moxley. No. I mean, it's John Moxley or Bust. I mean, I don't think, All right, I don't we're think gonna, he wants to come back. All right, we're going to have to compromise. You're going to be Dean Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fucked. <laughs> that'd be dumb. They'd just call him Mox probably, if anything, yeah. and that'd be it. Cause yeah, they'd probably dumb. cut it down to Mox so they could trademark Moxley. He has that, too. I mean. Well, he's thing is, you do realize his end, or John Moxley is named after Jonathan Moxon from uh, Varsity Blues. Just uh-huh. the promoter at the time fucked it up and called him Moxley. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to be John Moxley. <laughs> pretty decent name. I mean, and he gets to call himself Mox. It's a short three-letter word with an X in it. It's cool. So I like the letter M, too. You know, part of my name. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's with a C, too, not a K. Yeah. I spelled it right. I spelled it correctly with a C. Okay. I was I was going with wrestling mark. It's merciless mark. <laughs> Where were we? We were on impact. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got way off. Yeah, shit happened. <laughs> merciless mock trippy. Uh Willow Nightingale challenged uh Deanna Peraza for the ROH women's championship match. So she literally competed on AEW Impact. And where else? She, ROH. ROH, all in like a week's time period. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she fought a Mercedes Martinez. And then uh, you had a ma- which Peraza, of course, retained. I mean, because it's going to lead up to the match with her and Mercedes Mercedes to see who's the actual Ring of Honor Women's Champion. And it'll be Mercedes. Yeah, because unless they can make some deal happen. But uh, yeah, I don't say I don't think Deanna Peraza is going to fucking give that belt up. <laughs> I mean, she might make they'll a just cardboard. Stri- one. They can strip her of it too, though. I mean, I don't see that. Well, they could just make a new women's title and let her keep. Well, that they'll one. make a big announcement about it, though, stripping her of her title. I mean, she'll, they gotta keep face too. She'll pull the Ric Flair and just walk around and tell everybody she's the real champion. Forever. I'm thinking more Medusa. Yeah, drop it in the trash. I mean, fuck that defunct bullshit ass company. Wonder Blaze. Tony Khan don't even know what he's doing. Light this piece <laughs> of shit on fire. <laughs> And then uh, main event, you had uh, Jonah taking on PCO. Uh, they made Jonah look real strong. Dick was here. He'd be so excited about hearing PCOs in the main event, wouldn't he? Mm. Makes me want to take a shit. He lost. But, I mean, Frank of course he did. Got to put over the. Got to get over the young guys. Jonah's being what Bronson Reed <clears throat> should have been, and Baby Bam Bam. Yeah, I like NXT. Uh, Bronson Reed. Me too. So. I thought he had a good look. He, I Athletic mean, as fuck. Yeah, like Keith Lee, basically. I guess. Smaller kind of, Keith. Maybe He's a little bigger. You're right. I think maybe shorter. Yeah. Bigger-wise, maybe. Man, I don't well, know, Keith Lee's like 350. Maybe though. with the height-wise, just makes Keith Lee look a little skinnier, yeah. maybe. But. but he is limitless. No, I'm pretty sure Justin Roberts saw 320 <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I don't know, man. I seen that. Was it Jonah come off the top of that ladder in that one match in NXT, and I was like, Jesus, fuck. And yeah, uh, I was a fan after that, man. And he did the through the throw up every that, time he came out. His outfit was like kind of a throwback to Bam Bam yeah. Big Love or something. Isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that the match that he beat Johnny for the championship? I think so. When I think it cr- was a ladder match, wasn't it? Yeah, when he crushed him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, but he did all kinds of other shit other than that. And I mean, I can't speak specifically say to one thing, but athletic wise, he was just I was just like for being as big as he is, it was just like wow, I can't. Can't remember when the last time was I seen a good big man like that. Probably Bam Bam or somebody in like Mike Awesome type type you know type see, of I dude. Think they, see, I think they miss that kind of stuff, like because they don't like the bigger guys on the main roster. But I'm yeah. like those big heels, like people love to hate them. Well, Vince don't like chubby guys anyway. Yeah, whether they're fucking. I mean, it's because he's I mean, he hated Vader too. Five years well, old. And Sean fucking, hated Vader. Well, you seen the video of him bench pressing a thousand pounds? He sent to Pat McAfee. Yeah. So if, he, if I can look like this, then everybody should look like this, pal. You know? How the fuck do I even respond to this? <laughs> yeah, I was watching Pat's show when he got it, and he showed it to Randy, and Randy's like laughing about. It. 
And it's like, you know what I mean, though. Like that's how Vince McMahon's thinking. If I can do this, then you should all look like this He's together. Like, how the hell is a seventy-five-year-old man squatting a thousand pounds at three o'clock in the morning? And then, <laughs> well, he is the genetic jackhammer. And oh. you know that's not real life. And that's kind of been my problem with WWE since they've taken this whole TV show attitude. Like NBC, ABC does that, where like the crackheads on Law and Order still have bright white teeth and look like they just mm-hmm. got out of a fucking limousine. Uh, WWE is wanting their people to be overly pretty and fucking everybody's stacked to the nine with muscles and whatnot. They don't have no more normal cats that makes it look like you or me or or my man. Yeah, like, where's over our here Terry could... Funk walking out? Right, exactly. They're you know like we got I, Kevin. We got Kevin Owens. They put him Kevin inside, Owens is thinner than he used to be, and they too. put him in such baggy shit you can't tell what he looks like fucking anyway. Other than I mean, he has a little bit of a gut, but other than that, that's you know I mean he's got I th- shorts. I, th- and the... I think I think that I have to explain it to Dick almost like every day that. He's like, I don't understand why you like Kevin Owens so much. I'm like, because if I was a professional wrestler, I would be fucking Kevin Owens. That's what I say. <laughs> they don't have awesome any more indies too. They don't have a lot of everyday guys wrestling anymore. They have all these dudes with fucking like 13 packs making everybody out here feel bad for themselves and shit. And like, not me specifically because I look pretty fucking good. But um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just I don't. It's not real. It's not real enough for me to. to and obviously, it's not real because wrestling. It's real to a point. But like. You still gotta get your ass kicked, but you don't relate to anybody because you don't see someone like you. Fucking a, uh, and and then the guys that they do have like that, they're eh, we might show them once we'll every never six months them. or bury the fuck out of them in two minutes. You know what I mean? <sighs> don't want to see that. And I think that's a lot of people turn to AEW for that because mm-hmm. they do got a bunch of people I mean, who look like Keith, everyday goods. I'm closer to Keith Lee than I am anyone else. It impacts the same way. They got a lot of cats who look like Pete? everyday people why, too. Why is Pete Rose there? The He's fuck you never seen Tombstone. WrestleMania 14? He's supposed to long. do the announcing and bring out I'm, Kane and the Undertaker for the Inferno match. I'm, I'm going to say, or no, it's just regular match. Uh, you said, yeah, have you regular. have you seen WrestleMania 14? Yeah, I probably would have saw it 24 years ago. And fucking, he insults the fuck this out of Kane. One of the best this, WrestleManias. This kicked off the rivalry between Kane and Pete Rose, and for like the next four or five WrestleManias, Pete Rumble Rose too. would show up and fucking attack Kane, and he'd get fucking choke slammed or tombstoned. He came out in a I chicken was, suit. I was also watching WCW still back then. He he comes out and he's supposed to announce him. To the rainy and immediately starts shitting on the crowd and everybody starts booing the fuck out of him and then fucking i believe kane comes out with paul or not paul he's Hayman, with paul bear right now. paul bear yeah he's this is uh, the storyline too many fucking pauls what are we this doing this is here? right after the hell in a cell where kane debuted so yeah so that was like what bad blood like 97 yes yeah, so it's been 98 i think it'd be somewhere in the 97 98 area this is, i mean stone cold's the main event this is michael's austin for the title at the Tyson yeah because i was sitting here watching the dumpster match and i'm yeah, like so they aren't I even was, dx right now i was original i was Mike i was pretty much just strictly watching fucking yeah you fucked WCW. up is what you did buddy you but fucked up. this is the original mike tyson with the blade in his hair <laughs> my man cold stone steve austin now kith <laughs> so we, we always call him Cold Stone, not Stone Cold. Yeah. So couldn't get it right. But you weren't going to correct him. Cause no, no. Well, no, I wouldn't correct him at this day. Unless he can take a punch. He's a bad man. I'm not sure I can take it. Hey, Jericho can take it. You could take it. Mm, I don't say about that. I mean, Jericho's held a grudge for the last 20 years about it, though. Jericho got knocked the fuck out, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jericho <laughs> stood straight up to Brock Lesnar to his face, too. So. Right. <laughs> Moving on to uh, NXT 2.0. Night kicked off. No entrances. Right to the ring. North American title match. Solo Sokoa. Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cameron Grimes retains the NXT North American Championship. Uh, I mean, it was good for what it was. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Just saying. 
I'm good for Give him my two cents. It was good for what it was. I heard the show was okay at best. Uh, Rick <laughs> Rick Steiner's at home, uh, safe and sound. Old Braun went out and found him after Joe Gacy and uh, Harlan fucking kidnapped him the week before. Terrible. But they're building it towards a match. Uh, Joe Gacy ended up keeping Rick Steiner's uh, Hall of Fame ring. I hope they get the week before the match and they decide not to do it. Drop <laughs> off in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, we decide something else. You know, well, no, he, kept, he, he kept his uh, Hall of Fame ring and then uh, threw it in the fire right in front of Braun. <gasps> well, I mean, it was on the screen, but... They can just go buy Sonny's at the pawn shop in Vegas. All right. Instead of doing a championship match, <laughs> we're going to have him, Braun team up with Wesley and they're going to defend the tag titles instead. And then, and then, <laughs> late, and then, later, <laughs> then like an hour later in the show... It goes back to Joe Gacy, and he uh, gets the ring out of the fire with a pair of uh, tongs and goes, no, I think I'm going to keep this, and puts it on his finger. And it's like, oh, freaking out. Steiner Hall of Fame ring on a pull match? I don't know, man. It was hot. It was in the fire. I mean, he's Shows tough, he's a man's man. Man's man. Uh, it'd been a lot cooler if he put it on his finger and he started barking. <laughs> turned arf, him into arf, the dog face gremlin 2.0. Thing, thing is, though, he didn't have Harlan with him this week. So. He, it would be cool if they let him come out to the ring with his dad's jacket with the trucker dogs on the fucking shoulders and shit. <laughs> that shit would be so dope. That stuff looks so cool. Like, I mean, he looks like his dad and sounds like Scott, which is really weird. Pete, but Pete Rose can take a tombstone pretty well. Yeah, he, he took like a shit, like, all yeah, this stuff. Took it like a champion. We get for talking shit. Philly, I believe they're in Philadelphia. He took it like a Hall of Fame. No, they're not in Philadelphia. Say. Philadelphia was fifteen. No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. He can't ever. He's right in now, the WWE well, no, Hall of Fame. I think they're in yeah. Boston. No, that was my old thing. Fourteen is Boston, Massachusetts. I think. Ain't that weird that I think I can just <laughs> can't tell you what math problems are, he's, but I can tell you where WrestleMania fourteen he, took place. Chicago he's, was like he's, twenty-two. He's in I Austin. Remember Austin, Massachusetts. Ooh, Vegas was. Oh, nine. you mean you mean Boston? Caesar's Palace. Yeah, Caesar's Palace. The Druids. Blundertaker's about to come out in a minute. Right, where the hell was that? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> off uh, the rails is what we are. Uh, Don't even need Dick here. Yeah, fuck him. They're we trying to. Him. They're trying to uh, build Von <laughs> Wagner as a fucking big ass heel, so they have him pick on the two little Japanese guys at Jacket Time, which is Kushida and that Euro, whatever the fuck his name is. I, I may or may not have paid the guys to take him to the desert. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you had Mandy Rose and Dakota Kai for the women's championship. Um, the way it ended, I'm going to say it may have been Dakota's last match. Maybe they're going to give her a call up too since Raquel's gone. And I mean, they keep bringing all these new females into NXT. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're good at bringing in female talent versus some promotions. Uh, that Lash Legend chick totally kicks. Uh, Nikita Lyons straight in the face during yeah, a promo. I saw the highlights from that. Or the, it's not even a highlight. It's just her getting kicked in the face. Uh, Natty is now in NXT. Uh, yeah, she smacked Cora Jade this you mean, week. You mean Stifler's mom? Yeah. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> and, I see and it. Ne- what are they doing? And next week she uh, takes on, is it Tatum Paxson? Pa- Tatum Paxson, something like that. All I know is she's like, man, I'm so disappointed in the future of NXT. I'm yeah, disappointed in And then Maddie. she smacks Cora Jade across the face, takes her hat, and she was wearing it on Snapchat or on Twitter. This See, your hat, dude. She, this hat looks cool now. You know what she did? She did, um, oh, fuck, what's the name of that fucking movie with the Hot Rod? You seen the movie Hot Rod? Uh, oh, uh, They Live? 
No, no, no. no the the, mo- the movie Hot Rod with uh, oh, Hot Rod, yeah, Andy Samberg. Yeah. Andy Samberg. Sorry, right. I went. So my name's Rod, and I like he, to party. At one point, that, at one point <laughs> I that also movie, like to party. <laughs> at one point in that movie, he does a stunt and he slams into the side of this dude's camper and blows the windows out of yeah. it. And the dude comes out and he's like, "What the fuck? That's my camper!" And Danny McBride beats him up. When he beats him up, he takes his hat. And he's like, "This is totally my hat now." <laughs> she did the same exact shit. They've been watching too much motherfucking like comedy movies and shit. I don't know who the fuck their person is. They don't have a Brian Gortz anymore. But if you ain't tell her ripping shit, dude, we watched this movie and it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's like twenty years old, dude. For Vince, that's brand new. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. Is some yeah, of the well, shit yeah, you never, see, it's like never, oh, you know, Vince, I've never seen it, pal. <laughs> it's like somebody just now showed Vince Peaky Blinders, and that's why you get the fucking weird group you got right? fucking oh, you got, uh, SmackDown. You got Butch. Vince, you seen this show, P.E. Blinders? No, pal, I don't watch TV. Watch this for a minute. Mm, we could make a group out of that. We got some funny-sounding guys, don't we? He, he's like, where's the Seamus yeah, fucker? We, we, got, we, <laughs> we got some Irish guys, Vince. Mm, let's make them a group. Next, next week, you're going to add fucking Finn Balor to it and just give him a new name, too. Bring me that Pete Dunn. Bring he's not everyone from, from England over here. <laughs> Bring me that Pete Dunn. Uh, he's they, not from there. Don't matter. He sounds funny. They, they actually Bring are. Becky Lynch back. <laughs> <laughs> they actually are bringing everybody over. Yeah, they made a straight up Irish group. That would be they dope. started. They started vignettes this week for uh, Nathan Fraser coming over from NXT UK, who was Ben Carter over here, the kid that trained with Seth Rollins. There ain't been a good Team Canada type of group like that in a while. It would be neat to see. As they well tried as they it don't with try Miro to... and Sheamus and Cesaro, like what five years ago i guess but failed again if they did it right they need i don't know what they're doing with like the 1930s newsboy shit or whatever that they're doing they're fucking i leave newsies out of this i don't know what they're doing (laughs) with that or whatever because they look like a bunch of poor boys and shit but like it would be neat to see a group like that from another country all band together you know do that thing like they tried to do with apollo i guess but that shit didn't work uh there hasn't been, like I said, a good Team Canada type of group like that in a while. And it, they do have plenty of guys from, like, Ireland, Scotland that they could put together and be... Call them the IRA. I don't, know if they then, do, I don't know if they would do that shit. <laughs> a little too hot, Vince. <laughs> and then to uh, close out NXT, you had the uh, gauntlet match to name the new tag team champions. You had uh, Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, you had the Creed Brothers. You had... Grayson Waller and Sangha, which is the Indian dude that I told you was the kickboxer. Yeah. Uh, who else was in this fucking match? Sonya Blade. <laughs> That's uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, you had oh. Brick. You had Briggs and Jensen. The now, big... Are you sure we're not? That's true. We're kind of getting close. Jackson Briggs. And <laughs> and then you have the brand new NXT Tag Team Champions, Pretty Deadly, who literally just came to NXT last week from mm. NXT UK. There you go. Uh, formerly known as uh, James Howley and Sam Stoker, who are now uh, Prince Prince something and Kit Wilson. They sounded like vampire hunters. Oh. Now they sound like fucking idiots. Is it Prince Elliot or something like that? They sounded like their names were like vampire hunting names. Now well, either way, they changed their name other than they're still in the tag team that's called Pretty Deadly. Prince, huh? Hmm. 
Sound like a name, kind of like I wouldn't be able to have the name better, though. Prince if unless there was like some kind of gimmick. Unless you're it. like Fergal Dead. So I'm gonna say the real names are probably Lewis Howley and Sam Stoker. Yeah, it's gotta be that real name thing that Vince is off some, again. Sound like vampire hunters with those names anyway. What but the they literally they hunt vampires, pal. Change. They it. come up there. They, they literally shoot the new breed. They literally debut. They that literally debut. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> we no. need vampire hunters for the vampires. <laughs> be good shit, pal. But no, they literally debuted on American. TV last week and they're the new tag team champions this week other i mean they they <laughs> did hold okay. now, they, now i'm sitting here thinking who vampire hunters could be and shit Thanks, they, they did they did hold the yeah they did hold the nxt uk tag team championships for quite a while over there to be honest with you i'm surprised msk lasted as long as it did be honest figured it done fizzled out with triple h's nxt died to be honest with you i figured i was they'd be on the boat to out, i was out, out of town i was waiting for him to uh Announced that uh, Carmelo Hayes and uh, Wesley were going to be a tag team in the tournament. <laughs> the gauntlet. I mean, it could have worked out. They're, both, they're both little bitty high flyer They're both dudes. tag team guys. Yeah. <laughs> One was the North American champion. One's a two-time NXT champion. Oh, wait, no. We, never mind. We can't talk about him being the uh, two-time NXT tag team champions because... His partner is a white racist. Yeah, I guess that didn't happen. Uh, huh? I guess the other one. WWE has an ability to make all that shit disappear now, too, don't they? Yeah. yeah, well, NBC went through and deleted everything they didn't like on the network. So That's true, too. There are episodes of Raw and segments the, from Raws that are just completely gone. You now. don't get to see all the DX making fun of all the other factions. I don't think that shit was even that bad, to be honest with you. It wasn't that bad, and it was approved by the people in the back that they were <clears> making fun of. By. The, there was a segment that they took out of a SmackDown, I believe. Um, and I remember watching it because me and my brother watched it together and the shit was fucking hilarious. It's either Raw or SmackDown, I don't know, but Trip, Triple H is feuding with Kurt Angle at the time and Mick Foley was the commissioner and I want to say The Rock was involved somehow too, but The Rock wasn't around for whatever and Triple H comes out and he commences to making fun of Kurt Angle and while he's making fun of Kurt Angle, he's showing still shots of Kurt Angle and the Olympics and mm-hmm. like wrestling, like, like, uh, stances or or like he's yeah. holding dudes a certain way and it looks like he's mounting their butts and things like that. <laughs> so basically Triple H was tell, telling everybody in the crowd that he was a queer and a fag and all these questionable situations and then Mick Foley and like Kurt Angle comes out and he's trying to defend himself that he doesn't like men. <laughs> like I'm not like that type of shit and it's a fucking hilarious segment and then Mick Foley comes out and he shows this slow mo of Kurt's face going right into some dude's dick, and they keep like pulling it out and replanting. They're like, I don't know, maybe it is a little questionable, you know. They pulled that whole segment off of there because I someone deemed why. that was too. And I think the I'm not for sure, but I think the Katie Vig shit's gone too. I would understand that being gone too. <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that Good one being for Triple gone H's for career. Sure. Yeah, that made way better. Ain't gonna show that in the package form when they do his. Uh, ending video or whatever form for, for his Hall of Fame. You think they'll have him no. fucking mountain Katie Vick in the? I don't think that'll be in his home Casket. Hall of Fame video. Oh, dude, <laughs> if it was, I would die laughing. All right, that's the uh, Indie Mud Show report. So uh, since this is the Dickless episode, we're going to be right back after this. I figure you guys might want to hear Dick's voice right before we come back for the main course. I, I don't know, man. Like The only thing I I really don't like about it is like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at and we can't even... Like, it's not where... I listen to any of my podcasts at, so I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, 
We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. And now for the main course. Hey everybody, welcome back to the uh, show. It's time for the main course. Might as well just jump right into Monday Night Raw. I mean, it's Monday Night Raw. Raw's War, son. No, it hasn't been nah, Raw's War for a long my, time. I saw a meme about it. It's like, which Raw did you prefer? War Zone or Monday Night Raw? I'm like, the War Zone. Be like that one. Duh. That was after the Union Underground's theme song? Yeah. I haven't heard that name of that band in... 20 years <laughs> I've, they had two <laughs> really good songs that's about it I thought. that you could remember all right uh you had uh cody's return to uh wwe tv on ms tv <laughs> i mean they've known each other forever like they could have a good program if that, they wanted to they had a they had a match didn't they, happen they, to didn't happen until hour two overall. Yeah, I saw they split his matchup and stuff. But like, I think Miz and him could put on a long term program. Like, oh yeah, they just, have they're both great on the mic. Just between the crowd reaction, just but the whole Cody wanting to be the Miz in AEW, a whole that storyline because him and Brandy did exactly what him and Maurice do, or Miz and Maurice do. So it's. I mean, they could do a long story, but they're doing a Seth story anyways. So the It Couple versus the It Couple Part 2, or 2.0? It worked. I mean, I got some... Was Which one are you talking about? The John Cena-Nikki Bella combo with Ms. Maurice? No, I'm just talking about oh, Cody 2. and Oh, 2.0, just yeah. there. Yeah, because I was going to say, they did that whole storyline with Cena and Bella for when they got engaged. But <laughs> what? Well, I mean, for Cody first coming back in, it's kind of a, an okay start because he's, I mean, The Miz has uh, got his own uh, reality TV show, mm-hmm. and then Cody kind of had his own reality TV show. So not that Cody's was as good as The Miz's or whatever, or marketed as good. I don't know. Whatever. I've seen Cody's. It was weird. I've seen The Miz's. It's equally as weird, but Cody's was just a t- tad bit weirder. Is Yeah. Uh, it was like that one was a knockoff of a show and yeah. the other's a knockoff of the knockoff. Right. I, I had to tell strange. you the last time I watched the Miz on reality TV. It was real world back to New York season uh, 10. The challenge? <laughs> no, I never watched that. Uh, well, after I watched Rose at the top, so. I was intrigued. So I was like, well, I got to check out the Miz's show since I've seen this t- mm-hmm. like awfully bad one. And then uh, the one I liked the best out of all, both of them was the Shaq show. Yeah, um, Shaq show was actually really was funny. Good. I mean, it's uh, Shaq though. Yeah. So anyway. Which, which, how much pool do you think the other guy from the real world had? Was it, I'm pretty sure his name's Mike, too, because he was, like, front and center at WrestleMania night one. Oh, that guy's Mark. Mark. Uh, he's it. Mark Long. He's the executive Mike producer of the Challenge uh, All-Stars. He, he was, he was he's, on, on there, though, too. He's their, one of their biggest, like, stars. One he's time. He's, oh, he's OG, like, Challenge person. One of the original dude. Remember yeah, when, actually, um, he's on one of the originals. I think seasons. he was on Road Rules. He might be New York. I think he was I think he was Road Rules, though. I don't think he was Real World. Yeah, he might be Road I know he's just OG Challenge guy because he's, he's the face Road of Road Rules was my favorite. Alum, right? Oh, yeah. Road Rules I, awesome. I love Road Rules way more than Real World. But um, as far as that goes, like I think that's why they're doing Miz and 
Cody or Miz and uh, Cody right now right off the bat. They're kind of on the same platform a little bit as far as they both dress in nice suits. Fucking, they both have a reality TV show. They're both kind of the same character. Which, uh, not, not, but they are like Miz is obviously like Seth, Seth Rollins or MJF's like the Miz, however you want to say it. Seth Rollins comes out. Cody and him agree to Seth versus Cody round two, which I'm pretty sure is happening at WrestleMania Backlash. WrestleMania Backlash. Which, I mean, yeah. you could build that shit all summer and end it at SummerSlam. They probably will, I would say. Have Miz, like, interfere in the match or something, cost Cotton. Cody and Roll. the H have a win. Then. They and, can, then, and they can and do then, that. Roll and then in. you can do Cody and Miz at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Or you could roll into what WWE loves to do, a tag team match. A and have the Miz and threat. Seth Rollins and fucking <laughs> Cody Rhodes and... Brandy Rhodes. Nah, if it's Miz and Rollins, it'd be like Cody Rhodes. Uh, and gold dust when his contract expires. That's what I've and been saying. And you're going to have to have Logan Paul come back, get yeah, revenge for right the... Right there. Uh, I mean, him just wanting to end as a face means he boy, wants to do something. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a good idea to put him... I think that It's would in make, his contract. He no, wanted to be a face. I'm saying, I'm, if you put Logan Paul with Cody Rhodes, I think it instantly makes everyone hate Cody Rhodes. That's fine. Well, no, I'm not well, talking about that. It ain't fine because he's well, no, supposed I wasn't to be talking dusty about that. I, was, I was talking about him coming and interfering in Cody. American nightmare. That doesn't even sound nice. Like, yeah, but the you have American him. dream sounded cool. Because his dad was the dream and he grew up he grew up yeah, with money, I, so he's the actual nightmare. Well, I'm just saying, but know. like mm-hmm. nightmare is a bad thing. The dream's a good thing. So like even their names just it's like a Yeah, well it's because when was, he wins, he's I wasn't talking about a, Cody I wasn't talking about a tag match, so I was just talking they can come have him interrupt Miz and Cody and, yeah, and, Miz, and that's where that that's where Cody goes or Miz goes off to go with Paul and then you bring I'm just well, saying we're booking for him better than they can book for after, some reason. Yeah, but after you started talking about Logan Paul, and it just got me thinking in my head. I I could see WWE doing that. We'll throw a Cody it. and Logan together. That'll get you over Cody with the kids. They love Logan they Paul. They love Logan Paul. And then they'll be like, boo, fuck you, Cody, for going back to that but, celebrity bullshit. But you got to bring the Pokemon card with you. And then he's going to cut one of them Anthony Agogo promos again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we're going to be right back to fuck square one. I don't think they're going to push him hard. We're losing faith because you can't get Logan over, Cody. Wait, it's supposed to be me going over, not Logan. What do you mean, Vince? <laughs> I really hope Cody's in uh, Champagne the night before. Did a Hell deal with cell. Disney. Sorry, kid. Well, he's Raw brand, so it'd be whatever. He didn't wrestle at all. Uh, I think I think both uh, shows are oh, all it's a super. Show. Yeah, it's he, a... he didn't wrestle an all out in September when we were there, did he? No. Yeah, that motherfucker, I'm going to just miss him. Cody Rhodes? Yeah, because he wasn't at Royal Rumble, and he teased that he was going to be, and then he wasn't at all out when oh. we went to that show, so it's like, I'm just going to miss all him, because he definitely ain't going to be was... there in June when we go. All, all the shows I've been to in the last year, I've seen Cody once. I've seen him twice. But he wasn't wrestling as Cody Rhodes. He was Fuego Del Sol 2. Yeah. Oh. Uh, fast to fuego yeah <laughs> I don't know, i've never got to see him wrestle live yet too. so i would like to see him he, uh, wrestle live. i saw it him that i'm gonna miss him twice now. i watched him same live thing happened with stone cold oh i watched his match versus king omega at supercard same thing happened with me and steve austin man yeah i've never pissed me stone off cold. first time i got to see him no he got ran over by a fucking car and then it was gone and then i didn't Did get to see him for the second rock. time i was gonna get to see him nope i ain't losing to brock lesnar like that kid you ain't build a match right i'm going <laughs> home jack fuck no austin either time i got mm. to see rick flair twice though and that's cool yeah, Ric Flair's dope. Which I have to say, I last was it last night, no Thursday night, I watched uh, Ric Flair's episode of Evil. Yeah, very, it's very, a, it's very the best good. one I think. I think it's the best one they did. That's the only one I hadn't watched yet, which I mean, is bad to say. I haven't watched it, but if it you know, it touches well, anything on well, about the, his, well, the thing is, after NXT, they keep showing episodes, 
and it oh, like draws they, me in. They're fucking showing them like, ah, oh, fucking, it's just now premiering on Peacock. And I'm yeah. like, I went to go, I was like, is there a new season already? And it kicked on, and I went to watch it, and I was like, this shit, you can watch right if you just pulled up, you can watch every episode of you if you want. I was going to say, I've watched pump, half the episodes, but like pumping it like ha- this is the night half, of premieres. But, but half the time, it's I get done watching NXT, and I'm like, all right, the PlayStation controller is on the other side of the room. This episode of Evil, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch well, this. It's not worth getting up. So <laughs> yeah. I know that life. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody and Miz actually had a match. Uh, actually really good because they're both good workers. Oh, yeah. I mean. Co- Cody won, of I course. Mean, I think they need to either. I'm still afraid they're going to mid-card him here soon. Wrestling the Miz does not help that. The Miz has not been top card in a long time. Seth is, though. He's held the WWE Championship within the last year. He cashed in his briefcase that he didn't win. <laughs> it was like, because they're like, ah, we can't have this one go this way. Because they gave it to Otis? Yeah. I Like, I like The Miz, but, like, they don't push him hard enough to be a top tier heel. Like, he could be. But they don't push him that way. They push him as an intercontinental title holder. The thing is, if you had Otis now and had him have the money in the bank contract, he would have actually been more relevant. That would have been a lot cooler. I I liked Otis. I feel like he got shaft on that. But, I mean, he's in a good tag team now. Not that heavy machinery is bad, but. Yeah, and then Tucker's used to gone. Yeah, I feel bad for Tucker. (laughs) Uh, You had uh, Veer Mahan's first match against Dominic Mysterio. Uh, it It was a squash match. Veer just beat the shit out of Dominic, and now yeah. Dominic's going to be off TV for a while because he was... Because his dad's injured? He was taken to the medical facility. His dad got injured, so he don't want him wrestling without him there in case something happens or someone backstage slips up and Dominic learns something else. Uh, Take him to NXT. That's what... He should have started in NXT right now. He should be in some kind of a, a entanglement with Delgado Fantasmo. Yeah. They, sh- uh, they should Ray be- would Ray would mop up down there too. No, they should just keep him and Ray Mysterio as far away from each other as they possibly can, <laughs> and let him learn how to be a wrestler from being in the ring with people that are other yeah. wrestlers and being around other people in the business that could show you how to be a wrestler. He wants to be a luchador. That's fine. Like I said, put him on NXT with fucking uh, Elgato Fantasma and all the other luchadors they got down there. Santan or, or NXT San- level up would even be a better place for him to go yeah. because even Santos. those fuckers He's are, green. He is way too green for the main roster. Yeah. And they need to give him the mask or a mask because Santos Escobar doesn't want anything like to do with Dominic though. I'm not it don't matter what he wants. It matters what Vince McMahon wants. And if Vince McMahon says, I need you to t- train this kid and help get him the fuck over, you're going to do that or you're not going to have a job. And I feel like that he would probably be like, okay, sir, anything you say. Because he's taking plenty of losses down there in NXT. I'm surprised he ain't made it to the main roster by now. And it's like, they they need to get some more training for this fucking kid. Otherwise, once Ray's gone, he's going to be gone. And then I ain't going to be sad about it. I, I really ain't sad about hearing him or seeing him anytime now. He's clunky and slow in the fucking well, ring. The, when Ray's contract went up like he's two a, years ago, that was like the deal. Like, the Ray will resign if you guys sign my son. He's got like a 12-year-old's face. Uh, just, I don't know. It's not transitioning for me and he don't look good in the ring and he looks like he's trying to rip stuff. His gear off doesn't and, look good either. And No, I don't know. They need to They repackage. need to figure out. They repackage. That's what he He needs. Repackage, retrained. Trained. Yeah. I mean, it's taking off TV. Go to the, the performance center for a little bit. It's not a 
that big of a demotion. Say he broke his knee. They sent they sent, <laughs> they sent Mark Henry and the Big Show to OVW. Yeah. Send him to lift some fucking weights. You want people to lose weight? Have that fucker gain some weight so I can believe that he would actually win in a fight against one of these dudes who's got these. He muscles does look on him like super baby. Like even though like He's my theory's size. young, like theory looks like he hold up in a fight. Yeah, I just want to say Ray Mysterio sounds like my size, like body wise. Mm-hmm. He's skinny ass armed and like. <laughs> There's that guy we wanted to be He's like. Tall. He's tall and lanky. <laughs> But he ain't, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. He just, he don't get over with me like that either because he looks, I guess, too much like a little kid in the face and his style. He looks his, awkward. His it doesn't so, match his anything he does. Terrible and it just doesn't match. I'll like, this be, X doesn't go, with, it's a square peg in a round hole. It just doesn't last matter. haircut he got's extremely bad. Yeah. That was ready Guerrero He's got tribute. Mr. DePata's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I know he doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I do know that you do. Jesus. I'm still going to laugh. <laughs> I know what Dominic looks like, so I can still laugh. Anybody that's a friend of ours from Havana that listens to this podcast will know what that means. <laughs> right, moving on to the next match. Uh, you had AJ Styles <laughs> and Damian Priest. Uh, didn't get a finish, so we might as well just move on. That was just, I feel bad for AJ. Like, why, how do you not just have a finish? Yeah. Like, it, it just, what, like what, 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 what literally happens? He gets thrown over the top rope. The purple light comes on. Damien Priest has freaky fucking eyes. They go to a commercial break. They come back. We're already into the next segment. It's like, weren't we right in the middle of a match? Well, fucking, you know, AJ, uh, he signed that three-year contract, right? Yeah. A five-year contract. That mm-hmm. means Vince McMahon can do whatever the fuck he wants with his matches. <laughs> you ain't you ain't going to win on this it, one. It's enough of a sitcom that, you know, when things like that happen, it just becomes a no contest now. The commercial came back. Nobody cares about the match, pal. They only care about the eyes and the darkness. (laughs) The thing is, when AJ was in the back a little bit longer or later, what about the finish, Vince? Fuck the finish. Give him the glowing eyes. No one remembers the finish. House of Purple. But he was in the back doing a backstage interview like (laughs) half an hour later. No reference to the match at all, right? No, he's like, I'm looking for (laughs) Edge. Well, your match was against Priest. I'm looking for Edge. But he has cuts all over his fucking face. Like, <laughs> like They said he ran into the WrestleMania sign on his way out to fucking the match. Yeah, that, he must he not was be healing right. when he was walking yeah. down. He yeah, well, no, he had, a, he had a couple more. Like, he ran into something else. What fuck's AJ doing? He's got too. eye problems or what? Maybe that's what his problem. Maybe he needs glasses. I don't know, man. Uh, he he yeah, the, the main roster debut again of Tommaso Ciampa. That I felt bad for that. Like the like everything I see from this show, I just feel bad for these wrestlers. Tommaso Ciampa is not a comedy wrestler, and then they bring out the KO with, Ezekiel. Yeah, throw him Ezekiel and KO. Like why? Like I get the comedy behind that one right now, because Tommaso he's like, doesn't fit. Hi, I'm. A, he's like, hi, I'm Ezekiel or whatever, and he's introduced himself, and then KO walks up, and he's like, no, that's bullshit. You're Elias or whatever, and he go, and Ciampa's like, he just told me his name's Ezekiel. <laughs> It just so doesn't they brought like, Tomasa yeah. up in an awkward. They instantly ruined yeah. like anything he could have done to get a first you impression. Only, you can only hope to be future endeavored. What they should have done. Him and Gargano can do DIY was, over in AEW. We can have DIY versus FTR versus Young Buck versus like Lucha Bros or Jungle 
spread. They should have had AJ's match the light cut to purple and Tommaso Ciampa just jump him and beat the fuck out of him. That would have been better. Join with Priest and Edge and then fucking. And he he comes back, his beard's dyed black. Edge don't even got to be there. They could just hit the weird music that he has now and fucking him and Priest could have like looked all fucking orgasmic like they do and shit. I really don't like that they changed Ciampa's music too. He says he likes it. Can't have Taz's music, bro. Of course he says he likes it. He's under contract. I mean, it's like I don't like being a Steiner. It holds me back. Yeah, I'll pick my own name. Wait till he's future. Sure, they endeavors. made you think you picked your own name, sir. You know, get these kids over to buy some toys. <laughs> yeah, you name yourself Bron Breaker. <laughs> we and put then. you on everything: lunchboxes, trucks, <laughs> billboards, t-shirts. We know how this machine works. Dilly bars. Dilly All right, bars. Right. Hey, moving on. Cookies. Dilly. Moving on. Dilly bar. We're going to the uh, VIP lounge. Put uh, you on Slim Jims like Macho Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sold that yeah. fucker a dream, didn't they? But, I uh, love Slim Jims is a day. <laughs> MVP said it's time to move on to the next bigger and better thing because at WrestleMania, Bobby Lashley said that uh, he didn't need him anymore. Well, WrestleMania wasn't bigger and better. It was just stupendous. He's talking about almost. Oh, well. Well, yeah, he's bigger than Lashley. He's going to be big and not win any titles. Uh, Austin Theory <laughs> is now just Theory. Yeah, it dropped his first name. You had uh, oh. you had Bianca Belair squash Queen well, Zelina. I guess as long as he doesn't walk around and start Zelina's saying... a good wrestler. I feel I feel bad that her getting signed to WWE, too. As long as he doesn't start like, walking around just theorizing about everything all the time, then we'll be all right. Because if they start doing that, we're going to know he's fucking about to get buried. Pat keeps yeah. talking about, like, so if he wins a title, is it not a theory anymore? Is it theorem? <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> he proved himself. If he starts going around and doing shit like that, we'll know he's like Dean Douglas out of here. Uh, after Bianca's squash match, Sonya Deville came to the ring, told her she needed to sign the contract for WrestleMania Backlash for her next opponent. She signs the contract. Can you guess what happened next? I know. It's it's basic WWE. Oh, Sonya Deville's the next opponent as she hits Bianca from behind. Yeah, I mean... Sonya's a good worker. I, she's a good wrestler. Bianca, I don't like her, but and of course, it's gonna be a good match. And of course, Adam, of course, Adam Pierce is. What do you do? You can't do that. It's official. I signed the contract. You know how I feel about contract signings. So, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into that shit again. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> it's like six or seven episodes back. You go back. I ranted. I'm I know. I was. Again. I the, uh, uh, shit no more. The Usos then showed up to unify the titles because that's what the. Uh, Roman wants. Yeah, Roman wants them to. Well, you got to acknowledge them. Which I actually, told you. which actually, the Usos and the Street Profits put on a fucking hell of a match. <clears throat> That's because WWE is going to have Roman and the Usos collect all the belts this year. By the time WrestleMania gets here next year, it's going to be Roman Reigns with all the world titles. Even the, the women. Usos, yeah. He's just going to walk in, smack them, take them, and leave. The Rock's daughter's coming. Uh, no, <laughs> after she, the ACL no, surgery, she's, she, she just had, had another, another surgery. Yeah, she should probably never show up ever at all. Nia uh, Jax is coming back. She might show up as like an announcer or something. Naomi's part of the bloodline. Oh, yeah, she could be women's Naomi, champion. Naomi nah, should just straight join. She's married to him. They haven't yeah. featured her as a part of it though. But so. she should just Tamina, join. It. Tamina's part of the bloodline. I mean, she's nah. more bloodline. But gonna, she's but, but, she's, but uh, next week she's supposed to get married on. Uh, everybody knows yeah, what happened. Ne- next week she's thing. supposed to get married to Tazawa as. Yeah, I seen uh, him uh, try to put the ring on her finger. D- it didn't fit, so he licked her finger and then put the ring on. And then Dana Brooks married to Reggie. And they're getting married by R-Truth. 
I don't yeah, it's know. a double I, wedding. When I seen yeah. him like lick her finger and put the ring on, I was like, ooh, COVID, dog, it's still around. And then Nikki, Nikki, almost a superhero, is also part of the 24-7 thing now. She she, she tried did. to win the title from Dana Brooke. I will say that when she gets future endeavored, she's a good wrestler for another promotion. I want to see Paige. I do want to see Paige come back. but She can go wherever Damo is. Damo. That's her husband. Yeah. Didn't he do something? With, no, Sarah Logan signed some Control Your Narrative stuff. Yeah, Sarah Logan's now part of a couple, Control Your Narrative. She's doing a couple I'm, events. She's she never signed. impressed me enough to have to worry about what she does or goes. Sarah Logan, yeah. I know. She's good. But she's uh, married to one of the War Raiders. Yeah, um, she's married to Eric. Her future endeavors. Hanson, I think it was. Oh, oh, oh. All Eric, the ring. It's Eric. Eric Rowe. Yeah. Because, I mean, I liked them when they were War Machine, but... Got to march into the ring, slapping their chest They're down. way cooler when they could be War Machine. They don't even get to the ring to make a match. Now they get to jump before they get in the ring. Yeah. And then what? They were the the War Raiders? And then the Viking, Viking Raiders. Vi- Viking Experience. Viking Experience yeah. is what they first were. And yeah. Everybody made fun of them, so by they changed it to the Viking Raiders. Yeah. But they was the War Raiders War on Raiders NXT. down... But- I knew they couldn't use War Machine when they came to WWE because no. uh, Marvel. I, they need to go back out on the fucking... They need to be indies because them Briscoes, they put on some killer matches along with Grills of Destiny. Those are some good teams. He said Dem Briscoes. Damn Briscoes. <laughs> All right, SmackDown. Official split between Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. Uh, of course, I mean, the show kicked off with RK Bro showing up and having confrontations with the Usos. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn were supposed to have their rematch. Sami got counted out again as he left through the crowd. So next week we get a lumberjack match. So Sami <laughs> can't leave. I like Sami as a cowardly heel. He plays it pretty well. It's referee Mike Kyoto, by the way. Uh, more things I should probably not know, but I do. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte never tapped out to Ronda at WrestleMania. Sure and then, about that? And then she uh, made Drew <laughs> Gulag. Shit. She made Drew Gulag tap out, who's now well, she apparently did. a backstage interviewer. She did, but... Sorry, Drew. I'm not sorry. He's not entertaining. Uh, she did tap out, but the referee didn't see it, see? So. She never tapped out. It's not on the record. Not doesn't count. on the record. It doesn't count. It's on that film machine over we there. We don't do replays in WWE. But we do sometimes. Only when the story calls for it. Uh, they're building Lacey Evans's, uh New her return. Yeah. I mean, right but when she got pregnant, she was already getting pretty rocket strapped. So it doesn't surprise me. They're just gonna she I mean, it's not a bad a, thing. She's a good wrestler. She had another she's vin- coming back she had another vignette about her abusive dad and how she over or powered through she's it. She's coming back going straight for Charlotte? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I mean, she's gonna be she's gonna be the top face. Well, isn't Ric Flair the dad of her baby? <laughs> no, they canceled that storyline instantly. No. Oh, and she didn't like it, and apparently Rick didn't like it. And Charlotte, no, Lacey didn't like Evans it. liked it, and Rick liked it, but Charlotte didn't like it. Is what uh-huh. I thought it was. And uh-huh. then so they was like, "All right, well, well then she do got it. well, uh, she never got. And it was wasn't like, well, a fake pregnancy, but then she got the real pregnancy. And they're like, oh, it, and I was like, <laughs> well, well, we're really gonna do it whether Charlotte likes it or not. And then and then she was like, well, I'm actually really pregnant. So like they could do an angle. Like, do you think they want to hire Rick Flair again right now? I mean, no. They could do the fucking. They could do the uh, child support angle. He ain't paid. paid. Speaking of that, I did love it in his evil episode where he's like, I was paying like three or four women alimony all at the same time. He goes, I think that's a world record. See? He's already done talked six or seven right now. He didn't talk about it on evil. It could work. I mean, I'd watch that. 
Fucking Ric Flair, man. If I saw Ric Flair come out on an episode of Raw, I'd check out what happened. Yeah, Charlotte, you got to do this for me because I can't afford. I I, Charlotte, you got to take care of this because I can't afford the. I can't afford the fucking. It's your kid child now. Support. It's your. your it's your. It's, well, I mean, I'm, pretty, that, I'm pretty sure Rick doesn't have to pay anybody now. Besides, maybe. Well, isn't he getting divorced one more time? He just got divorced. He might have to be I'm, paying. He might have to pay her again because alimony is only for so long. It's half of the length of your marriage or something like that. Oh damn! Or you make an agreement. The conundrum that would put Charlotte in because that's her little sister. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then Lacey's her mom. <laughs> and then at the end... Uh, Vince McMahon loves those angles, bro. Only if they're kissing each other. He was going to do the thing where Shane and Stephanie were fucking or whatever, and then they had a baby and well, shit. Well, there was like a storyline where he's going to make out with Stephanie. And then there was another storyline, too, where the girl, she actually passed away from breast cancer, and I can't remember what her name was, but they were going to bring her up to the main roster from OVW, and they were going to have her be some sort of love child of Vince McMahon's. And then they didn't end up using her, and they were going to use Ken Kennedy or Mr. Anderson. That was the best outcome if they would have done that. And then he fucked that up, the so he used Hornswoggle, dude. The fuck? I thought Kennedy was, like, perfect because his last, like, Vince's middle name's Kennedy. Like, it was a, I, we were kids at this about high school almost. I would say right freshman, sophomore. Or maybe it was right after high school, possibly. Right in there. Isn't there Yeah, somewhere. so I mean, I still was like, man, that'd be a good story. That the, like, if you are if you know, you know. Yeah. It's a cool, like, nod, but they messed that up, too. Yeah. I liked him, man. Ken Kennedy was good shit. And then it's official. RK Bro, the Usos, title unification, made at the end of the show. I think fucking Randy Orton needs to turn on fucking Matt Riddle, finally. I think we could do a long build on that. Actually, what, what would be cool... And probably what they'll do before they do Randy Orton and Matt Riddle is they'll have them lose the titles and then Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns, Matt Riddle versus whoever in the Usos, mm-hmm. and then Matt Riddle's in another tag team with somebody else. Well, and then I you can, can see get something. Randy Orton back into that singles trajectory, or do some like jealousy bit where Randy goes against Roman or whatever for the title. Like say Roman's not injured, which he could be, we don't know. Unless they throw a riddle. Super in there. secret. And then like Randy fails to get the world title, then Riddle gets in there somehow and gets a title shot, wins. Randy's just jealous. Or if they just and he plays that psycho role super well. Yeah. Or if they just overlook the fact that it's Randy Orton because you know Or they go Riddle versus Right. Yeah. And then Randy Orton's like, well fuck he wins that. Like it should be me, not you. Yeah, because I mean, then, we didn't even really touch on it. That like I was telling you before we started, like Roman, like they're saying he might actually be injured, but only like four or five people know. Yeah, like, the well, Usos, Paul, and Vince. And they said he wasn't at Raw this week, right? Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't at SmackDown this Friday, which we haven't gotten into. And Brennan be mad about that. We're on SmackDown right now. And he's also not. Yeah, but we haven't gotten into the Roman anything with Roman well, or anything. Which he wasn't there, I guess. Yeah, because so. we're doing on the Usos because they wanted. And the he's titles. not billed for Raw or SmackDown for next mm-hmm. week either. So I mean it. It could be, or they could just be giving him that Brock Lesnar treatment because he's the champ and he's and he been what he wants. And they're not, and then no, they're gonna let him keep that belt till thirty nine. He ain't losing it. It's so I, bad planning. He ain't and, gonna lose it though. I know if he does, it'll be to Cody Rhodes for like a quick month, and then they'll give it back to him, and then they fucking want, the Rock and him at WrestleMania, and they, they want to put him over the Rock, and they want him to be the biggest. Yeah, and, and if the Rock's willing to let him, and uh, like I said on the thing, I don't know if you guys watched Young Rock on Peacock this last week. Roman it's Reigns like was on it, it or something. Roman Reigns is on it as a little boy, and the Rock's watching wrestling as a young kid because he's making his decision to become not a mm-hmm. young kid, but he's like he just left uh, Stampeders or whatever in Canada, and he's sitting on his mom and dad's couch watching wrestling, mm-hmm. and um. Roman Reigns comes in and jumps on his uh, 
shoulder and like puts him in like a chokehold. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, oh, when are we gonna wrestle? When are we gonna wrestle? And he's like, oh, you know, a match like that could only be for like a WrestleMania yeah. or some shit like that. And then sets him down and he goes running off to play or whatever. And he's like, oh, that was my cousin. I can't. He says his name. He's Joe. like, he's Roman Reigns in WWE and blah blah Joe blah. Something. And it was like, it's Joe. It's Joe Anani or Anna or Anoy. All Anoy. I know is it's the other Samoan Joe. Oh, all right. <laughs> The real Samoa Joe. No, the real Samoa Joe is Samoa Joe. Yeah. He's way older. <laughs> he but, was first. I, but anyway, I, was just, I still want to see Jacob Fato show up and wreck Roman Reigns. To me, that was... It's either just a... a the Samoan werewolf. It's either a funny joke that him and Roman have between each other, and that's why they keep like him and Kevin Hart, and it's just going to always be that, or next year at WrestleMania 39, we're actually going to get to see that match, and it'd be, you know, be pretty cool. If not... They need to let I Cody mean, win the Rumble and wrestle Roman Reigns at, at Mania. Do you think they're going to keep beat, him that hot till Mania? Or they could do a three-way match, Cody Rock and, and Roman, and have Cody beat both of them. Like, with them unifying the titles, I think they're going back to the single brand, too. That'd get, that unless, would that would be the biggest. Unless they uh, do the that same. That would be the biggest main event in WrestleMania history. They could do the same thing with Cody Which that one? they did. Cody and Roman? Co- Cody Rock and Roman. Cody Rock. And then, and then Cody wins. Or they could do the same thing with Cody. You know, he referenced a picture with his dad, how he won the title, but he didn't win the yeah, title. they should do something. That he would be a good, like, tie Beat Roman, they're like, ah, oh, you know, he fucking won the belt because da-da-da, and then he's going to have it with that but same it, picture as Dusty, gotta, but he's not actually going to have it. You like know? some stupid, got, janky, like, rule. I feel but like it's got to happen at... It's got to happen in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I guess. We're at a big show, at least. No, it's got to be Madison, because that's where Dusty won the title, but didn't win the title. If not, then they have to let him actually win the belt this go-around. For They need a, like... If they did it at WrestleMania, and he had a good enough storyline with Roman Reigns going into it and all that stuff, and they got him over good in the Royal Rumble, man, that it could be... 39 could be the one of the biggest WrestleManias in a long, long time. Speaking of people the num- might want to rush the fucking ring because they're so Speaking glad. Speaking of belt. the number of WrestleMania, Vince got the number fucked up somewhere. So the very first WrestleMania was 1985. Well, it's WrestleMania one's not WrestleMania one. It's just WrestleMania, and then WrestleMania two. It's weird. It just you don't count it the right way. So like, how do you? How do I put it? It's just weird counting them as they do it. How's it weird counting? Like it happens once a year. But, like, the started, 30th is actually, like, 29th or something like that. Well, they're on... This year was 38. But it's not exactly 38 years from 85. Like, yeah, they have the same continuous th- thing. It's just the way what, that they that's count about, them. It's that's, like what was, that's, that's what I was about, about to say. Cause it should have been WrestleMania 36. I think it's just the way that it's... The way it falls and, in the... In I the, mean, I was, born in, I was born in 86, and I turned 36 this year, so... Yeah. Like the, I think it's the way it falls in the season. It's the way it's... You know what I mean? The, it's just a weird how you count things like you don't think of it the same way like the first year is year zero sometimes and, but not year one so basically right. wrestlemania 2 is wrestlemania super one. super Something like that. super yeah. the very first super bowl was in 1965 and now we're in super bowl fit this year will be super bowl 57 yeah like that's i don't know the way I, the, that's the way the math works he didn't name them wrong they're all in order it's just I, it just never makes sense in my head either. That would be a good question for you to submit to something of Vincent Mann's ever doing. A be like, out. how are you on 38 when you've only done 36 of them? <laughs> They've done 38 of them. Some Vince McMahon, pal. Started in 84, 85 area. Started in 85. Wasn't WrestleMania 1 two shows, though? No, it was... No. The was WrestleMania it, it was 2 was show three different shows. Unless well, they're unless they're counting WrestleMania, was it 3 when they ran in fucking Detroit? 
or so there was, was one Sh- WrestleMania they had it in two three, is in three two, locations. Two, yeah, so two is, is that, Chicago, yeah. LA, and New York. So is, yeah. that, is that why he's counting it as three different think, shows? Well, WrestleMania three was in Detroit because okay. that was the, the Silver Dome. I mean, to me, that would maybe that's what they're saying because that was eighty six. WrestleMania three was in eighty six. That's what, what I was about to say. I said three was in Detroit, so that's the yeah. Yeah, so you, that's Andre and Hogan. Mm-hmm. I think we're all saying the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. By this point, we're just arguing. Yeah. No, I feel I've thought it the same way one time, and I'm like, I made sense to myself. Once. All right, we're just moving on to. Uh, Might yeah. be a good question for your uncle Dick when he comes back. If all he right. comes back, <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's, I, the, the guys you paid were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It depends who. You, how yeah, much money from you the paid luchadors them. I paid first? I mean, I don't know where the nearest desert is, but right. So you're telling me he went to Mexico City, and that's where you had him abducted. No, no, no. Because right that's the his, only place to leave him in the desert. They got him right in his driveway. Oh, nice. Oh, they just picked him up. That way his wife doesn't even think. So, no, they got her and the kid, too. Oh. So you want to go hang out with the HQ there? Oh, no. <laughs> no? He's still dirty. Still dirty? <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, the last time I went over there and hung out, when we got there, RoboCop 3 or 4 was on TV. <laughs> you act like you can't put it on TV here, and there's not a Pretty RoboCop sure 4. RoboCop it was on made actual for, TV. Made for not, TV. Not streaming. It, there was a TV show, RoboCop. Yeah, but I think they had like some movie made for TV movies it looked they did identical. for. I don't know about identical. Well, it looked. <laughs> it it looked wasn't cheap movie shit. quality. All right, was... I gotta, I gotta get this back on track. <laughs> CM Punk and uh, Penta Oscuro. Good match. Uh, I love that match. It was my favorite part of Dynamite because I fell asleep right as soon as Jericho Appreciation Society hit the ring. They put me Jericho to Appreciation Society isn't working. <laughs> they were, it's they were falling, slumber. They were slumber. Like, it's slumber. not terrible, but I'm like, this uh, isn't hitting. I mean, yeah, no, run off in that direction it's with not, it. It's, but, not, it's not working. Um, they put on a good showing, though. Pentagon. The wow. best The best part of the whole, or we're on Jericho real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> best part of that was fucking... Ortiz taking the one dude's shoes. I don't remember yeah. what his name is now. It's because uh, they broke Matt's fingers and then uh, they stole D'Angelo's. Is yeah, that his name D'Angelo? I don't Angelo or An- something? I think it's Angelo. Angelo. Yeah. They changed I don't know. Their names, man. They still, changed their names to sports still, entertainer names and I don't still know. Still Matt Harper and Jeff Lee to me. Yeah, I mean. They're sports entertainers now. I don't know their sports entertainment names. I know one's magic. And honestly, you <laughs> probably should have put Daniel Garcia in the Blackpool fucking I think club. Dark Garcia would have worked in there really well. Um, Instead of I, I was Yuta. more disappointed, I thought, that they did uh, Jericho with Hager and Garcia instead of have the actual tag team with them. Jake Hager deserves an Oscar. How was <laughs> his performance lines. in the breakup of the Explain uh, to me, too, how circle. this is how sports entertainers arrive. Isn't that jet? No. Like the shirt off. Yeah. They so, took your shoes? Where's your shoes? So Where's your Jake, shirt? So, Jake... <laughs> Jake Hager just never wears a shirt because I hate to say it, any place you try to go in public, you got to put a shirt on. <laughs> that guy yeah. was laying on the ground. He said, man, they took my shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought, I mean, it's funny. What the fuck are you guys doing, com- man? They're almost more comedy than I was it expecting was, out of them. I don't know, man. It was like that skit in general, the way it was done, shot, whatever. It was Big Show riding on the casket while Big Boss Man's pulling it down <laughs> the street bad. Le- level of bad for me. It was, it was bad. And Jericho kept like going, why don't you have shoes I'm, but like, like we get it bro his shoes are gone am i shut wa- up like i'm wondering is jericho playing this as a parody of like that stuff like he knows that he's just like this is gonna be bad let's let's ham it up that could be maybe they are and if that's what they're doing that's that, that's next level thinking if not then AEW has just got some of that and i know they're I mean, trying what and what gets me is they're trying to gorilla cam it where they're just going to a fucking yeah we 
we're getting off the airplane. Just whip the camera out. Let's figure it out. Like they had fucking Eddie Kingston, them guys rolled up in the car. Like they've been waiting there. Oh yeah, we were waiting on you to fly in all this. Like you but then, but on, on site, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck were you guys? Why was 2.0 there before them? Right. I, Did they steal 2.0's car? So they left their car there. <laughs> Did they shit, Uber together? We're gonna go beat these fucking things. The the and then they take his shoes. Well, I mean, that's they just better like, have that's the shoes the next thing, the next time he's on. They're they on broke, dynamite. Uh, what's his name's thumbs? They better have dude's shoes. They broke uh, Matt's or Mike's thumbs. Yeah, maybe they broke my thumb. Yeah, he ran down. Was trying to find. Like I have to assume at this point they know it's just Play- like we're playing up the parody of being Play- tough guys. <laughs> my biggest wrestlers. thing about them too. I, I like two point Yeah, two point is a good team, but I just, just with Matt though. Dude, you don't have to be over the top. No. This is this is uh, uh, oh my God. It's like calm the fuck That's down. That's why they're awesome though, because he plays that over the top stupid heel. They yeah, are so henchmen. He, that's forever. how he kind of was on NXT a little bit. And henchmen oh, is a good ever, role when they were ever. Uh, yeah, he was. That's how he kind of was there a little bit. But being a henchman is like a good thing though. They everyone needs them. The Usos are henchmen. Well, at least I, they know I remember the first time I watched team. NXT and Ever Rise came out, and I saw that, and I'm instantly like. Wow, these guys are gonna get fucking fired. <laughs> At least two point kind of knows their spot and what they're supposed to do, and you know, and they're good in the ring. And if they start getting better and people start liking them, they can move up the, the yeah. totem pole. Yeah, it's like Butcher and Blade. They're they got the look, but two point has has the mic skills too. Blade's a little weird for me, but yeah, know, I mean, I do like the Butcher's look, but they're just like every every uh, beat up. every show besides All Out that I've been to, I've seen two point like, like like they wrestle every dark. That I've been because every show I've ever been to, they play dark or they do dark before or after. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll get to see Rampage after the one we're going to. Yeah, and I have a feeling we might see a little bit of dark before that. Yeah, it depends on what they film. What time we get there too? Yeah, and all uh, that. I think doors open at six. Shows at seven. Yeah, we need to figure it out. I gotta talk to you about that after. <laughs> yeah, we should probably have a powwow. Yeah. Yeah, because not everybody's fit in my car. No, no, no. We're going to have to motorcade down. I figure me, Dick, and fucking Marky could ride in one and fucking you guys. And, well, we'll just have to talk about it later. Yeah. Scotty's going to. Yeah. That's fine. More All than right. So, CM Punk and uh, Penta. Like I said, it, I I think right now CM Punk's doing some of the best consistent work like that I've seen him do mm-hmm. in a long time. And I don't know if maybe that's not because he's not wrestling every night of the week. I don't know if they're not doing live events like AEW doesn't water him down as much. I don't much. think he I don't think his knee was supposed to collide with the top turnbuckle though. Uh, probably not. There's gonna be botches here. Yeah, I mean uh, they're but what I like about CM Punk's matches is that they aren't perfect like that. No, he hits the top rope every once in a while doing shit and hit doesn't like he's trying to do shit he shouldn't be doing when things like that happen every once in a while. It looks like he just fucks up every once in a while, and that's, that happens in real life. Uh, I think then they're building him. It's been a nice slow build to the championship. Like Daniel Bryan got an instant title shot, basically. Mm-hmm. CM Punk was like, well, I'm going to wrestle all these guys. And he's wrestled all these guys and put it on a good match, good match. Everything's been like three-star or higher with him. Honestly, I, when, I mean, when Christian came in, too, it was like, Two or three matches, and then he was the number mm-hmm. one contender. Honestly, Which I, I thought they would have done that with Punk off the bat, too. But. I think CM Punk would be the guy to help get Adam Page over. It'd have to be like a heel CM Punk. I think heel CM Punk's what we kind of need. But it, if they turned Adam Page heel and had him go against CM Punk. But AEW don't do that shit. They'd be having fucking well, like their super faces go against I mean, their super faces. I was going to say, ori- title. Ori- well, they're not afraid to do face versus face. Yeah. Vince is. Originally, yeah. with Adam Page, like he started out as a baby face. I mean, he's always been the baby face. He was face. a hangman. But like he started taking people's beers and like they were building. Oh, AEW. Yeah, like they talking New Japan. 
they, they like we're building him towards the heel change and then so they, maybe that's part of the problem well, maybe he, he fell down like, the and then and then then they had kenny turn and adam stayed face so maybe that's well, kenny the problem turned, it was a double turn maybe kenny turned on him because he kept he kept drinking and kenny's straight edge guy yeah so and then it was a double turn to turn kenny the, heel on hangman turns face because everyone was like well hangman why are you doing what you're doing and then all of a sudden they double switch and pulling double switches is hard yeah and i think they did fine i just don't but, think hangman's a very good good guy maybe that's what it is that he's not been a very good champion because he ain't good at being a, a fucking he's, baby he's face. i disagree your, i've seen him put on um, good your, match after good match i ain't saying good, good he don't put on a good match but i just mean as far as i don't way, think he's clicking with some people though or he's just like seth rollins and he's not a good baby face he's, when he's a baby face as a champion when seth rollins is a baby face champion he's the fucking shits I want him to lose the belt immediately. But when he's, he's the, the heel, you love Fuck shit. yeah. You, you hate, well, I don't hate Maybe him. that's Hangman's problem. Maybe he needs to be healed. Whatever, but I... So I was thinking, like, what would be really cool, like, we don't see right now, is, like, you remember, like, Mick Foley Rock Saga, where they exchange the belt, like, every other month, if not week sometimes? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we get one of those anytime soon? Like... I like they don't Tony, do it in AEW very often. As many Tony, belts Tony, as there are, you think they would be all right? Tony with some could, shit like that. Tony likes the long, long I know long he likes long reigns, but I mean, it would well, start shocking people. It wasn't like it wasn't back and forth. It wasn't like it wasn't long holding title. I mean, it was going between The Rock and Mick Foley. It wasn't like it was Rock, Mick Foley, this guy, that guy, back, and it was just between The Rock and Foley yeah. until WrestleMania 15 when you know he he met Austin, and that was supposed to be a three way match with Mick Foley in it, and they changed it like at the last. I don't know, month going into WrestleMania or whatever, they, because the ending of the match at um, uh, St. Valentine, Valentine's Day Massacre, The Rock and Mick Foley knock each other out. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a double count out. Originally, that was going to be left to, oh, they're both the champion, so they both go into WrestleMania as the champion, and then Stone Cold comes in. Obviously, Austin still gets a win. They still put Mick Foley in the main event, but he was like an enforcer, special mm-hmm. referee or whatever. Um, instead of being in the match, but originally it was supposed to be all three of those guys in the match together for 15. Um, so, you I know, mean, just worked out well either way. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, like, I feel the same way as you. Some of these title championship things that they hold, they hold them so fucking long. It's, it's stagnant. Like, like Roman's reign is stagnant. Yeah, like, for sure. He don't have, he ain't had enough. Like, I he, liked Roman when he first turned heel, and then like six, seven months in, I'm like, okay, this is kind of getting boring. Yeah, there's not enough. He should have lost to Seth. I've said and it now, so many times. Yeah. And now we're two years into it. There's not enough people we're for him to. Reigns. What? We're talking title reigns. Yeah. yeah, but we're two years into Roman having the belt. Yeah, and it's boring. A historic run. Is what and, and the thing is, they're going to be like. <laughs> thing is. They want to start gonna a be new. The, it's going to be the. Bet the best of all time, and it's like you do realize well, it had to be Bert, CM Punk's reign first, so CM Punk didn't have the longest because that'd be bad. Because Bruno held the fucking title for eight years. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, I CM think Punk was modern day. I think they want to um, just because and then it's on his, Peacock and, then and all his, that. They want to start a new big thing, you know, and for people to remember. It's like forever. you, re- it's like you realize it's a new age from '93 or whenever when they're like, we got all the young stars now. Kind of, but like you, I think you they realize, want. You realize Bruno San Martino only held the championship twice for. 2,800 2, in like four days. I think he was also yeah. one of them fuckers that refused to lose quite often as well. Well, they only wrestled, I mean, they wrestled on the road all the time, but he wasn't going to lose unless it was televised. Don't make sense, pal. I'm not losing it. You know what I mean? And, and I think Bruno was one of them guys. And then when he did finally have to lose the belt, what happened? He quit and never came back to wrestling ever again until yeah. like, I don't know, what, just a couple of years ago when they put him in the Hall of Fame. Thank, thank Triple H for that, by the way, not Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Trips. 
Thanks, Papa H. That's what, that's what Bruno San Martino said himself. He said, if it wasn't for Triple H, I wouldn't be doing this right now. Not Vince McMahon. But, but the thing is, you can't, <laughs> he also worked you for can't, Vince's dad. You think that, uh, well, yeah, yeah, but, but I think you can't, he had a problem. But you can't, count, you can't count Roman as the greatest, longest champion of all time when he's held the belt for two years and you had a guy that held the belt for eight. <laughs> I think I think that Vince Jr. is the you one that wanted answer. him to lose the belt, though, and that's why he fucking was like, fuck this, I ain't doing it no more. Well, no, he never, he never even was a champion under Vince. There's some kind of deal with him in the WWF where he was like, I'm not dealing with you fuckers because they made him lose a belt, I thought. No, his his championship reigns were under senior. He never actually held the title under junior. I thought there was something that happened between him and Vince McMahon Jr. that kept him. That's kind of like he came like he came the Google machine out. Like he came back like he came <laughs> back as a manager. I thought there was some kind of business deal that went wrong, or because like or, his like his first reign was from like because uh, he like shunned the WWF and like was it's like, like it's like forever. it's like seventy one, it's like seventy one to seventy seven, and then you have one from like seventy eight to like eighty one. Because his son tried to become a pro wrestler too. He had uh more than eleven years across two reigns, four thousand forty days. Oh, four hundred. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I can. Okay, his, which his was first, the longest single reign in the his first history. Ra- okay, two thousand eight. Yeah, two, yeah, that was his first reign. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, and then his second reign was still like three and a half years, four right. years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, but that was the old era of wrestling where it's not on TV every day, every night. You saw wrestling if it came to your town. And he originally beat Buddy Rogers for the title. The real, the first nature boy. I mean, I can. I'm not gonna read through that. <laughs> That's a lot. All right, moving on. Jurassic Express and Red Dragon for the tag team championships. Good match, but uh, they keep more they bury red. They're not burying Red Dragon, but they don't look like legit threats. The more they lose to them, I thought it was a good tag team match. Fucking the. The fucking Jungle Boy and the Luchasaurus, the people, the fucking people go fucking crazy for, especially the the, Lu- the Luchasaurus, which I don't, I mean, Dinosaur Man, I don't really get it. It's I'm a not, fun kid gimmick, I guess, but there was more than just kids was, going crazy for him. He's There's a reality, he's I a reality like star too. There's older people out in the crowd like going him. going nuts for him. The ladies love. He the also Jungle can Boy. do a standing moonsault at like six foot yeah. seven. They're they're. Uh, they're starting to become a pretty decently entertaining tag team. They're starting to mm-hmm. incorporate some tag team moves with each other and whatnot. Yeah, Freddie Glass. Yes, it's WrestleMania 15. Yeah, they... I mean, the match was good itself. I just... I'm, <laughs> I just seen the fucking Freddie Glass. I'm what it was. critical of, like, them Red Dragon losing again. Yeah. Because the same with Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal needs a win every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Red Dragon's going to get well, the win. Well, see, with, that, with Jay Lethal losing on AEW, now they can just feature him in ROH, and he'll probably never yeah. lose in ROH. You know what it's, I'm saying? That's fine. I mean, he's... he. Even though they I buried, was thinking about it on the way here. I'm like, they just don't... They put him against people they can't have lose, and he needs wins. Yeah. Like, he's not wrestling like Max Caster in a singles match, where he can win that one. Yeah. Or he should win that one, I should say. Versus, they put him in the whole pr- the high profile match. Yeah, and it's yeah. always like we're not going to let you win at, against Adam Cole because we're pushing Adam Cole right now. Or Tony just wants to let that's, him know that that's hey, like uh, ROH just ain't as good as AEW, pal. <laughs> uh, the I don't they I, I don't remember who it is right now, but they announced a, a men's qualifier for the uh oh never mind it's Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy and is. Kyle Ro- Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. It's like yeah, I think that's so gonna be a good put, match. Yeah, but let's put two guys who. Would be both awesome in the tournament. That's a WWE and, thing that they just a, did right a, there too. in a match to where only one of them makes it. Actually, looking back on this episode, Dynamite has a lot of WWE I, mistakes. I think they, they should do. do the same show with FTR. 
F- well, that's the thing. After right after the match, uh, it was the FTR at Red Dragon Staredown. So that's probably going to be a showdown for the ROH title or AAA titles. I, I think that but, FTR. But the part was they came out because they want the other titles. I hope they go for those titles. I think them. I think they should split some of these tag teams, not split them, be but the, be put, the first two-time tag team champion in AEW. Put a bunch of them in this fucking Owen Hart to hold the three. I say put a bunch of these tag team guys I, in this own heart cup. They that's got plenty what I'm like. We keep getting these like, and then just have them show up. In it. These, just have them show up in Impact and win these those qualifiers for the tournament. I'm like, well, how many people are in this tournament? First off, show me said, a bracket. Show me something that I'm like, okay, this qualifier. Like it's like they're just dragging it out for some reason. Well, I was gonna say how that's big is the, it? How many people? Because the no, finals still supposed to happen two months from now at double or nothing. So technically, they could put Dax. Well, you in realize there, we're, still, put we're still like seven. We're still like seven weeks. Double or nothing's like the twenty fifth of may or something right it's it's the sunday of memorial day oh so yeah so that's damn so they could potentially put we're literally still like seven weeks out i think that they have enough talent that they could split some of these tag teams not break them up but put them for the tournament and then both of the tag team members don't got to win you could eliminate one of them have another one move on just don't have them face each other unless you want that storyline but i'd love to see dax harwood fucking not get another not win but just his singles fucking just as a singles wrestler i mean cash i mean those two i mean this um brett's thing but like they still the thing is with thing is with dax if like how they always talk about Tully and Arn. Oh, Michael Cole's first person. Like, Dax is Tully and Arn, like, put together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. And then, um, you know, they could Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Obviously, Jungle Boy's got a singles career. I don't, mm-hmm. I've seen Luchasaurus in maybe two singles matches, but they could put him in a singles deal. They could. I don't know if he could support a singles run by himself as, like, a top. They would have to give him a mouthpiece. He needs a mouthpiece, and I, Jungle Boy's not Jungle Boy's not very good. I don't think you can put Gun Club in there, but you could definitely put um, Team some of Team Taz in that bitch. Oh yeah, all three members of Team Taz could go in there. There's a like John Silver's probably well, gonna be in there. Only problem with Hook going in there is that Hook winning it would be so cool. He'd have to because, and I you, think that would be a too much of a giveaway if they put him in there because he's on a has like a run right now. Where they're and, not gonna have him well, lose. We don't know what the prize for the tournament is though too that's true it's if they're guaranteed a title shot it's probably not gonna be hook no but if they're like given i that's why i thought it would kind of be cool if like cm punk's in it and then have like cm punk win it but then again i'm like he's an older guy and i think they're wanting it to go to a younger guy yeah kinda. i think so i don't but i don't know that i want to see jungle boy win it but i could see him winning it i could see he, mjf winning it yeah maybe that'd be See, with his wife coming out. I guess he has so much. Like, he doesn't need it. I don't think he'd be able to because. Have him lose to Sean Dean again, some stupid way. Owen Hart's wife's supposed to present the cup, and MJF would have to cut some sort of heel promo, and him saying some ignorant shit about Owen Hart would be a bad, bad deal. Yeah. So it's going to be a face whoever wins it. And like I said, I could see them giving it to Jungle Boy. He's been mm -hmm. the first to 50 wins for the men. Yeah. So I could see him winning it. He's, to me. Out he of all their young guys, they, he's, he's the one that is their the doing the out of, outside of MJF, who I don't think can win this tournament because of the heel situation. Unless he, unless they completely spin it into storyline and they get Martha Hart to go in on some storyline deal, and I don't think that'll happen. I don't. I don't. He's got too so. much going on but, with the Wardlow thing right now. But we were just saying, well, him. So it's gonna be him and Wardlow at Double or Nothing, basically. Probably. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much the first match in stone, unless one of them gets hurt. But I mean, I could see Jungle Boy. In the main event of the Owen Hart Cup. Well, that's or, what they... they, they and that's they, the next thing on our list is MJF and Sean Dean. <laughs> it was a so. good... I love that they keep screwing him over this way. Like, I'd he's like, lost to Sean Dean twice. I say I like that Sean Dean keeps getting these wins without having to have a wrestling match. I'm sure he does, too, without having to take bumps and he's, getting wins. So, he's like a... 
He's one of their bookers, I believe. Captain John Dean. Yeah. yeah. And he does he does a lot of the internet like shows on BT and Sammy Guevara's vlog. He's pretty funny. Didn't CM Punk help him win the yeah. very first, uh, yeah, the first so of the year? It was like the he, first DQ he, they had he in a while. He punched him. Yeah. Yeah, he got him DQ'd, so MJF lost again. And then this one, they did the 10 count on him. Because that's all it was about. <laughs> eventually. Well, gonna... wait. Rimsburg. I will pay you, I will pay you triple. Yeah. What, what Tony Khan is paying you not to count to 10. Eventually, they're going to have MJF get a hold of him. you got to think. I right? will say. 10. I will, I will say I'm finally, I'm happy that they're not going to keep pushing this Wardlow killing security guards for another week. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, you get a match. Thank you. Like, get a Powerbomb Symphony here on Which is first butcher. ones against the Butcher, right? And they just gave Butcher a squash match last night. I think they're okay. building up pretty decent, though, this MJF Wardlow thing outside of the security Yeah, I guard. think they're doing it really well. Shit, like this is a little oversaturated. This is, a, this is actually pretty long-term storytelling, too. Because there was stuff all the way back in, uh, I think it's December area. It was uh, Wardlow's birthday, and it was some hey, other hey, wrestler's Hey, birthday. don't talk about long-term storytelling. In Not them, in WWE. Well, no. Because they're still on the whole Kenny and Hangman, the, the two-year story but build. But there was a lot of BTE behind that one. This one's this just is, a Twitter. This is just MJF Twitter. Not that, but a lot of this storyline's played out on TV in just little mm-hmm. bits and, There's and very segments where on. they'll stand in front of Wardlow and block him out, or the they is, had a match. The thing and they, is, I don't watch BTE all the time, but I understood Kenny and Hangman's storyline for the last I don't two think, years. Like, but if you, can, they you had guys a, didn't really watch a lot of Hangman and Omega's tag champs either, though. I, I watched, I've watched all of AEW okay. since it started. Oh, I thought you guys started like kind of watching it. Like, No, no, no. I've watched it since the first day. Yeah. First match, Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara when he had the yeah. panda hat. Bro, I've watched it every day. Dick, Dick Reed's <laughs> reviews. I, I, <laughs> I missed a small window because I had Sling yeah. and they dropped TNT. Uh, so I had to find another way to be able to watch it again after that, and then I just stole my mom. Well, I didn't steal my mom's cable, but I got I, the, I got the TNT app now, basically. But yeah, if, but like the whole like I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But like it was like Wardlow's birthday, and he said happy birthday to the best big man in the business. It was another guy. Yeah, and it's just like they but, just this little games that he's been playing with. But, him. but what you're saying with the long term storytelling and the difference between the being the elite thing is you got to watch YouTube for their long term storytelling. A lot but of the long term storytelling they're doing for Wardlow MJF is playing out on TV, where like I said, they'll stand in front of him, cut him out, or he won that mm-hmm. match, or they won that. It was like a group match, and they're all celebrating, and they turned around and like, oh, by the way, you need to go get all these coffees and all this stuff, yeah. and they all took off and left him. You know what I mean? He was when like, he had well, to set up the ring for MJF well, celebration, a, he's, so you know, he's it's, the it's, he's the employee it's it's been steadily and they you know at first it was all good mm-hmm. then it's been steadily kind of him treating him like shit going downhill downhill down to the point where it's like you know now i'm gonna fucking rip your head off and i it, i i think that it's gonna be a really good match when it does happen because mjf and him together just and it gave wardlow enough time to train up too mm-hmm. and yeah. get some mic because now he's learning like mjf's already one of the best on the mic and you know he just learned. He's teaching him so much. I, I don't care for his music still, though. That's the only thing I don't like. MJF or Wardlow? Wardlow, I don't care for I his mean, music. I mean, it's his name. Yeah, but it's just... This is war. It doesn't fit his... And then I go, low. It, it, it doesn't fit his... I hate to say it, Moxley and fucking Wild Thing don't mix either. No, nah, it been does. Saying He's this. the Wild Thing. It does. No, it doesn't. Wardlow's doesn't he fit because he comes thing. out dressed up in like a three-piece suit, dressed to the nines all I don't think it worked shit, for... Like, I, he, maybe he's one... Maybe he's one of those I, guys who have actually, two entrance songs. He's gonna one have, where actually, he's a good guy, one where he's a bad guy. Actually, one of my things for Moxley is change his goddamn video because the whole barbed wire fucking, that, that's what ah, that annoys me. not important. It is to me. Uh, Wardlow, though, like if he's going to do the fucking this is war, he needs to dress like Braun Strowman in WWE. 
That's who I think of when I hear that music. And then he comes out and it's like, oh, it's a dude in a singlet with a fucking ponytail. Yeah, I'm not a big singlet fan. A top knot ponytail even. And it's hey, like, ah. That's just super cocky, And don't get me wrong, it's he puts man, on a good show, but the, the, music man, doesn't, the music doesn't fit the character. Sometimes that's the biggest thing people need, too, to just a good entrance. Yeah, and he don't good. have a good entrance at all. Like, they mean walk to the ring. I know he's who got it the, is when I hear He's it, got the BMF, Stone Cold Walk to the Ring, the bad motherfucker walk. But... He don't. The music for me kills it because it just doesn't fit. You, you can the give character. him. You can give it's him. Not a, it's not a good guy's music. That's what it is. Hey, it Ma, don't fit the character in general. Hey, Ma, you don't dress the way he dresses, the way he carries himself. He's not a fucking this is war. Moxley's old theme music is available. He can use it. He's if he would have been wearing like like muscle guy shirts the whole time or cut off shirts with blue jeans and boots, then that would make sense. But he's worn a suit with nice tie, bow tie, scarfs fucking gold rings and all this and then you're gonna come out to fucking some viking ass this is war cut your face off music it just doesn't cut your face off music. it just doesn't transition for me good segment let's go uh Jer- <laughs> <laughs> jericho appreciation society yeah, eddie this kingston. is where i fell asleep eddie kingston santana Ortiz. it was uh and then the bell rang. I mean, I like the match, <laughs> but I like Eddie Kingston too. You guys, I like Eddie. I know I like Eddie Kingston. Oh, it's just all here Dick, lately. It's Dick, been sloppy. Dick's the one that doesn't like Eddie, and he's the loudest. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm critical on Eddie's weight because he he makes these statements about how he wants Maybe. to be champ and does he this does. and that, and but then it's like, all right, you, bro, at, you're at, not at, losing the weight. He's at a all weird out, guy. At too. all out, me and him were both going for Eddie against Miro. Oh man, that was a good ass match at all out. And then the kids behind us the whole time were going Miro, Miro. <laughs> it was a tough one to root for either side. The whole whole entire crowd that night and all out just went nuts when he connects with the crowd and then oh yeah and then uh eddie kingston and fucking cm punk well no yeah eddie kingston and cm punk's thing i was there for rampage when they both got in their face for the first time and my my kids were awesome they're both sitting there going let them fight let them fight (laughs) he also hates claudio constiglio or constigliaglio now it's it's claudio would be a good one for the own heart claudio well Well, no now it's claudio cesaro whatever he wants yeah sure we'll we'll be surprised at whoever comes out never be champ kid according to vince mcmahon no I, yeah. I fuck. I told all of these motherfuckers after the last five or six years. Oh, Vince hated it. He was a great worker. Good. He's good all around. Vince, for some reason, never like because he had a big fucking head. He thought he was who he thought. To <laughs> Dude, they did. They tried to let him talk on the mic, and he he'd come out and try to say squared circle, and he fucked it all up. And then everybody started booing him. It was like then after that, he didn't have the mic for until. Well, I don't think he ever had the mic ever again after and that. And then he got all. over with him, and Sheamus got over. And Vince was like, the nah, bar. I'm not fucking have this bullshit. Yeah, you get yourself over, I ain't having that. Kilts and cop glasses, it makes no sense. You do have to remember, though, WCW also told The Undertaker that he didn't have a career either. They also fired Vince or uh, Stone Cold via fax. That was Eric Bischoff. A phone call or whatever. Like, there was a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of mistakes in wrestling. Well, yeah, but that's because he tore his tricep. Hindsight is 2020. To be honest with you, it's because he tore his tricep and they had to send him back to America and WCW was touring Japan. So when they fired him, they kind of had to fax him his fire because it wasn't like they were in America. I mean, they still have an office. But those are the small things we leave out. Of. <laughs> and it's a small office, too. We've seen it. Nah, Vince is moving into his new office this year. No, no, no I'm talking about the old WCW offices. Uh, they got DX the... rated them one time. They're itty bitty tiny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what happened after that? Let's see. Uh, oh, you had uh, Marina Shafir making her TV debut, the wife of Roddy Strong. 
Didn't Take, you just taking on Sky Blue? That would mean yeah, Roddy Strong. Should, Sky Blue again. That, that would mean Roddy Strong should not be too far behind. And if that's the case, then that means that fucking we need to have the actual undisputed air all get back together. It's the undisputed fucking, elite. Well, it'll be that, but you know what I mean. The well, original undisputed air can be all together in. So they basically gave Maria this match the same way they gave Butcher his match on Friday. A little squash match to make you look strong to go Bef- lose to the next before you lo- before you lose to Jade because Jade's not losing. <laughs> I started that look strong. Now everybody says that shit. I gotta make him look strong. I make him look so strong. Uh, then you had Keith Lee and Swerve taking on Team Taz. Ricky Starks' uh, home debut. I, dude, the crowd was hot for Ricky. Like, Ricky put on a hell of a show. Powerhouse looked good. I love watching Powerhouse Hobbs, man. I, I love, love the fuckers. Dude, they, a star. I don't care what Dick You says. missed it, too. They brought they overlapped their music when they came out, too. So you had, like, the pretty Ricky. Well, it's not pretty Ricky, but... I'm going to have to go. I can go back Ricky and watch Starks. it. Absolutely Ricky Starks. And then, so uh, then the, you get Powerhouse. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is I like awesome. Powerhouse Hobbs, man. They don't, I don't feel like they use him enough. It... The I only, think it's the only thing I don't, the only thing I don't like about Powerhouse, I don't like his little sneer. Or that's sneer that's thing why he he's got Taz. You don't need to talk on the mic when he's got Taz. That's the best one of the best parts about him. He, he Taz, comes out that big ass mink coat and that fucking Taz, sneer. He looks like a million sneer? bucks. Get the fuck, dude. That's I'm better than you. Fucking. He's good. He's, Plus, he looks like a grimy ass. His power bomb is is awesome. He looks you, like a street missed, dude who made that, a bunch of money. That's yeah. my only knock on this match. Fucking Keith Lee is not going to lose to a spine buster. Yeah. What? I, dude, that was a big... Dude, that was it's my a high spot spine, one week. Man. That spine buster you hit on Keith Lee? He, Motherfucker. Dude, the high... Like, Swerve and Keith Lee in this match, they were... Swerve is impressing me. Keith Lee's always been a good... You know big guy. dudes fall hard. Dude, so Keith Lee tags True, in but Swerve. Keith, <laughs> but Keith Lee is kicked out of more than that before. Well, that's powerhouse so, Hobbs, bro. So Keith Lee tags in Swerve, I believe, and standing on the ropes in uh, Hobbs and... Uh, Ricky Starks are out on the outside and Swerve gets up on the top rope. He like jumps off of uh, Keith Lee's chest and jumps onto him. Like it's pretty like, whoa. You do, you do realize during the match though, when uh, Keith Lee grabs uh, Ricky Starks and holds him down, he was pinned for the one, two, three before Swerve hit him with the four fifty. <laughs> it happens. I will say that I notice AEW messes up a count a lot. Look, here's more. one of the greatest coming out. D'Lo Brown. He wore a chest protector. His sternum was broken. Actually, he doesn't <laughs> have the chest. Per- chest. He doesn't yeah. have the chest protector. Now he gave on. it up at this point. This was uh, there. It was an illegal weapon. He used it for about two years. What's then. he doing with Ivory though? Uh, they fucking uh, so. Uh, this is a really this WrestleMania fifteen. Before the show, there was a Sunday night heat, and they had a battle royal, and they just put a bunch of randos in it, and the last two dudes in the battle royal get to wrestle the tag team champions. <laughs> Makes no sense. The last two dudes in the battle royal were fucking test and fucking D'Lo Brown so they get to wrestle Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart and well, there's test. Test. test this is a P- test PMS if you remember PMS yeah. was Terry Runnels and Jacqueline. Jacqueline and there was somebody else was with them too but at this point they had dropped her they for some reason were beating up Ivory and they held her down and burned her oh it was Ryan Shamrock they held her down oh, and burned yeah, her with Ryan a cigar Shamrock. and that's why she has this big thing on her face because they burned her with guns a cigar. don't kill people so, i kill people but i don't know on. why she's with d'lo brown that shit never made sense to me for this match at all it was like they just decided to send her out at the beginning of wrestlemania she's 15 with d'lo be like d'lo needs a valet go yeah basically is she in the hall of fame yeah ivory i was gonna say she definitely uh, should be because she's a last year wrestler too was it last year they put her in the hall of fame or the year before i think it might have been the year bret hart got tackled that she went in the hall of fame good she deserves it d'lo brown deserves it too <laughs> 
He's with Impact Wrestling. His head he, has a, he has the best head shake in the game. Test, rest in peace. Jeff Jarrett with the best shirt ever. Don't piss me off. Owen nah, Hart. his slap nut shirt was better. It's only a few months before he passed away. Yeah, because they're like best friends. Love that shirt. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. <laughs> I am not a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> and then to close out the night, the ROH Television Championship. Slap fest. Samoa Joe, Minoru Suzuki. That's oh, a, Jesus. That's what oh, happens. Dude, they beat the... Like, yeah, they I'm just not. smacked each other across the chest for 10 minutes. I've of seen it. the very end of the match because I think everyone did. Um, but I'm gonna, a, I want to go back and watch it because they were talking about it. It was a New Japan strong That's, style match. Yeah, but they I mean, said that the slapping that was going on was ridiculous. Dude, so I need to go back You could and see, see like bruises from finger hits oh, yeah. in, his, in Samoa Joe's chest. Like, that's crazy that WWE was like, nah, too injury prone, can't do it. And now he's here fucking just slapping Th- the fucking. The thing is, just, though, in New Japan, they only do it for a couple of minutes. Yeah, they and, did, and, and it's like a breakdown, like right in the middle of the match, where they're mm-hmm. just like, "Okay, let's see who's got it." It's they basically start, a rest hold for them. Yeah, and then after that, it becomes a wrestling match. No, this was just them slapping the shit out of each other for ten minutes. I've only seen Joe wrestle the once since he's been in mm-hmm. AEW against Max Caster last mm-hmm. week. Don't look to me like he's lost a step. So I don't know he what WWE's hang up with him, and it makes me wonder if because he's Samoa Joe, not Roman. Makes Reigns. me wonder if Vince getting rid of him and then Triple H hiring him back was Vince's last straw. Going, you know what, motherfucker. You think you're going to be cute and do that? I'm just going to take NXT from you because I don't like what you just did there. And then there. he had a heart attack. And then, you know, because immediately after he took over NXT, they just basically took the belt away from Joe and then released him almost immediately. It, to me, I wonder if that was the straw, the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back, like you said. The, you so, know, they, they got rid well, of no, Joe, they, and once Vince is done with somebody, kept, he's done with him. They kept they kept Joe around for a couple months after. Yeah, yeah but once Vince is done with somebody, he's done with him. And then Triple yeah. H was like, no, 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 pal, we're resigning him. I wonder if he went under Vince and like signed him. I was like, I need him for like, NXT. What motherfucker, you think? No, he, you know what? You don't need NXT anymore because you don't like tri- that show anyway. Thing is, Triple H also did it with Drake Maverick. That's different though. I feel Drake like Drake also had the huge like uh, community behind him because he went on Twitter and I mean he was crying, but like he was, he, he, he was put, very emotional. He put on good matches during all those. Outside of wrestling matches, he's more than uh, he, like he can do a lot more things eh, outside of he's matches. Cooler and as I feel like Samoa Joe was an okay announcer, but he's more of a wrestler. Oh, he is, and he needs some like when he cuts the crowd promo, loves him too. And when he cuts promo, he needs steam to be able to cut that promo thing, with. Thing is, when Ashley started, uh, Joe's going to kill. When Ashley started watching wrestling with me, like she likes Samoa Joe as an announcer, and then they took him off the booth, and she's like, "Who the fuck are these people?" <laughs> she's like, "Where's Joe?" I'm like, "He wants to wrestle again." She's like, "Wait, he's a wrestler?" Yeah, he's a very good wrestler. So, uh, I mean, the match was good. I can see, like, it's kind of predictable they were going to take the belt off of Suzuki. Suzuki. Yeah, but, but he's, uh, not, yeah, he's, not, he's not signed to the company. Yeah, it gives Joe that uh, triple crown. That's what they're going to call it, Grand Slam or whatever for ROH because he's held all the titles now. Except yeah. maybe tag team. I don't know if he's done tag team. Well, he's held, he's held the pure. He's held the world. He's held the television. Yeah, this is his first television win, though. Yeah. That so. and if New Japan's about to start doing stuff again, then Suzuki can go... He come back and go back. back. And he's murder grandpa is basically what he is. Yeah. He's just scary dude over there. That's which He's their Mick Foley. Scary which man he's their Mick Foley, basically. Right. His theme music is awesome, though. Less goofy. Yeah, the the crowd, like, because they got that, that heat because they cut his entrance theme uh, the first time he was there. Mm-hmm. But they love yelling. I think it's like Kaze Ni Nere or something like that. Which, that was awesome during the show because Excalibur's like, well, it means. What does it mean? He's like, I don't remember off the top of my head. And you got JR instantly going, 
We got him, Tony. He's finally stumped. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> something about the sky. I'm like, why don't you just look it up real quick on your phone? <laughs> or you could just be a real room. announcer and stuff saying crazy shit. Nope. He said, he, so only, much, he said so much crazy shit that he don't even know how to fucking say it. He, say he, only, it. he only got Tope to suicide in picture in picture. He, he said so much he, crazy shit that he doesn't even have meanings for this crazy shit that he says anymore. I mean, yeah. oh, Excalibur's goofy. Fuck, I've ran out of meanings. Explain to me why you needed to turn the lights off to have a big this, fucking... Did you see Tony's comments on this? That's no. the thing, no. So, so, they, so do you let Pat Buck... No, fuck, this wasn't Pat Buck. This did was, you let Pat Buck do it? Because Pat Buck signed no. AEW already. Yeah, so Pat, I was telling Clint before we started, like Pat Buck was like, I'm going to be home with my family. I ain't quit that Monday. <laughs> he was at Dynamite Wednesday, Wednesday that night. night. Now, he's, now he's producing shows the next week. Home with this family that just happened to move to Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but... uh it wasn't Pat Buck. Tony said that so they were doing their production meeting, and someone with 30 years of experience suggested this is how he debuts. Oh, someone was on Peacock watching fucking. So, and, so Tony or Jay. And Tony approved it, and no one said, no well, one no. naysayed it at all. I was about to say so. And, so Tony's so, taking blame, but well, no, I'm saying so is either Tony Schiavone or Jr. or Arn Anderson or Dean Malenko. Well, or, I watched picture in picture of the great Collies entrance uh when he first showed up and this dude i don't know what his name I, is uh Saddam, and or Saddam Singh. it's the exact same thing it's great collie squeezing batista's head yeah, that and batista not. be like blah, 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 my head's gonna die and then it's the exact same thing with joe he squeezed his fucking head and joe being like blah, my head yeah, it's, not a, it's not a good start for him it was just the wrong way to do it and the whole crowd was Fig- chanting who, who are you who are you i text veer was here personally who are yeah i Fig- see that figuring uh Joe kind of threw himself into the steps. To, yeah. Uh, I mean, it should have had him not attack Samoa Joe. Not like I've, that. It shouldn't. Jay Lethal. Okay, let's start getting Jay Lethal over in a story. That's Actually, fine. when the lights went but out, I'm like. I would have had him attack Suzuki. So, ha- so we're getting House of. Like, I was like. Black possibly, yeah, yeah, I was like. Well, that's man. what everybody thinks. Well, no, nowadays. that's what I was thinking. I was like, dude, fucking Brody King against Samoa Joe would be badass because Brody mm-hmm. King's also a ring of honor. But, you know, that's what people always think now because when it goes to black, but I think that's just like a, it's, a thing it's to do. It's supposed to be now. like Sting. Well, they're, now they're like, well, it's probably just going to be Sting or House of Black that gets the blackout treatment. Because it doesn't work unless it's an established star. I like mean, if Moxley showed up behind him, the crowd would blow up. Yeah, I see. Like somebody like Moxley you could hit their music and send them out, and everybody I, knows who it is. But with a dude I, like that, I, I was really ready for the big man meet to start slapping the shit out of each other for real. The no, only other way they could have debuted him <laughs> is if they would have brought him out to some music and been like, "This is his first match," and yep. threw somebody in there with him and had him do the exact same shit to, I don't, I don't know, somebody random. Instead, they had yeah, it just was at wrong. least they made it look like Samoa Joe had been in a match and he was already beat down and run down before somebody got a hold of him. But at the same time, I feel like it doesn't put over Jay Lethal either. No, I feel like I feel like for some reason I know they're going to try to take it into an ROH angle, whatever, with Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe. Um, but I feel like they probably should have had the giant dude attack the fucking uh, Minoru Suzuki. And because he, it kind of makes Joe fast. just made Joe look weak. Well, it was also like a great <laughs> match. They could have like he could have held his arm up for him, given Minoru Suzuki a little bit of something at the end, and then got out of the ring. And then as that dude's like playing to the yeah. crowd for the last time, because and, and then have that Indian dude come out and smash him. And he, Instead, you have Samoa Joe get beat up. Like I said, that's probably going to lead to Joe. And then Jay Lethal could have jumped. Jay which, Lethal could have jumped Samoa Joe while the dude was up on the ring trying to hurt or he, Suzuki. He could have came back to try and help, and then which, Lethal could have came out yeah, and attacked him which from behind. Is what also throwing back to Minoru Suzuki real quick. All out was fucking awesome with the kids behind us because we got to see uh so here or we got to see Kojima. Mm-hmm. Satoshi Kojima fight John Moxley. And then at the end of the match, Suzuki came out to challenge Moxley. Mm-hmm. 
And the kids behind us are like, who in the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's got cool lightning bolt hair. It's like, it's fucking Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, I know who he is, but, but you have yeah. to watch no, New Japan to basically know. And I get why Rich and Clint didn't know who he was, really. I don't. I, say, I don't. See, I'm not a big fan of that over there. That's just, and I, I don't watch it that often, but not, I, I don't I think a lot of the arena knew I, who he was really, in general. I really like New Japan. But New Japan's cool. It's just it has its moments where it's up and down. I think, and I, it's been down for me for a little while. I've seen some of their stuff. I'm just not. I was hired when Bullet like, Club ah. Kenny Omega was all about it, and I was all that about was it the, then. That was the heyday. That was. And they just and then COVID kind of killed it a little, and that is true. It just made that deal with Roku and COVID hit and fucked their whole deal through. I mean, they have shit on there now, but which actually it was all uh, shit from like two years a- earlier before COVID AEW. Hit. Tony Khan's announcement could actually be the Super Show because <sighs> New Japan and AEW just shit. no, they just signed a deal to where Dynamite and Rampage is now going to air. On New Japan Global. Yep, that too. So now AEW is available in Japan. I'd rather them say, hey, we're going to do a pay-per-view in Japan than see them go. I don't care if it's fucking, here or there. Let's Either do one. Team AEW versus Team New Japan for I, the next six months of the summer. Well, no, if they just do a joint. A one-off shot, kind of like uh, what they do it right tonight. They've already do done a, a bunch super, of it as it is already with John Moxley wrestling just about every wrestler they got. Which if you said that's July 23rd. That would be the week I'm going on vacation mm. and going to SummerSlam. So It'll probably we be the might weekend have, before. We I might have see. to get tickets for the weekend before to go to Chicago because they're talking about it being in Chicago. Yeah, I saw the Chicago rumor too. I'd be not down with that. I'm, I'm down for it too. I'm going to be broke from wrestling over the weekend or fucking summer, but it's going to yeah. be all right. Me too. I ain't going to it's watch that normal. Japanese buzzsaw bullshit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bad ending to a good... It actually kind of hurt the show. I think it hurt Joe in general. <laughs> it did he probably just hurt debuted Joe him too. as a fucking badass, hard yeah, ass. He's, he's and now still, his head's getting mushed like a grape. He's still a badass. He got hit from behind. Yeah, no. by three dudes. Whatever. And then, one, one of them was Sanjay Dutt. Oh, boxing turner just about tripped and fell. And then uh, rampage was. Oh, is this where Butterbean knocks the fuck out of? Yeah, Bart? I what's, keep thinking about. What's Bart funny Gun, is yeah. uh, it's Bart Gunn's uh, boxing turner just about tripped and fell. So now it makes <laughs> it, uh, total sense as to right. why he got knocked the fuck out. Like, well, he did. So figuring you're about to talk about Bart Gunn, you can talk about uh, the Gun cool. Club and the Blackpool Combat Club because I need a beer. Uh, Gun Club, I love, so I can't. It was. It was a good triple threat match. I think it was a little different than what I thought. Like we, we were watching it kind of when we came, I came over. Uh, but like Wheeler Yuta still needs to change his gear to mix in with uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan. Something. And, you put him in some combat boots and some something. fucking but, like, or, ba- or, pants like John Moxley's, or, or go change. the opposite way to Daniel Bryan and just wear a little a speedo with yeah, some fucking kick pads. Like go to yeah. the technical side. Everybody wears kick pads. But he's pads wearing nowadays. the goof he's wearing the goofy pants right now. And the weird not like, that they're bad, their pants are just orange and white Nike tennis shoe things yeah, or they're, whatever. With the it's strap. like neon that doesn't go with the Blackpool combat club. No, not to me it doesn't. I, I mean they need to change this whole look. They could shave his yeah. fucking head, let him keep the beard. Yeah, do something just change him put no. him in like some fucking military style fatigues or something different. Wrestling mm-hmm. singlet. Fuck I don't know. But that the he looks like a, he's like on a run. Like he's about yeah. to go run around the track and listen to fucking '80s music or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just doesn't he doesn't mix with it right, and I think we get him looking. At least he dropped like, the, like the flight jacket thing he was yeah, wearing. Yeah, he stopped that. <laughs> he, I, you know what? Even if they put him in like a fucking wife beater and fucking, or they could put him in all black trunks, all black boots 
with a little fucking white top, white black singlet, mm-hmm. and give him that fucking jacket back, and he'd look way more badass yeah. than he does the way he looks right fucking now mm-hmm. with the weird red and yellow fucking spandex shit. Yeah, okay, and then the you ass definitely boys. Got to be talking about Yuta. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, we're talking. You know, they could switch. He's a his, good technical wrestler. Yeah, he yeah, is, he's good he, in the ring. Just his looks fucking. And he can brawl with Moxley. Uh, the yeah. ass boys are a good foil team right now. I think they yeah. really do need a lot of work still. No, you're, you're, they're you're goofy. Green, as green. Fun. They're hilarious but, though. And it looks seems like they're taking things seriously. <laughs> Gun just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, sent, sent <laughs> to heaven. Bean. He got sent to heaven and came back. Sorry. You see how big that smile was on that dude's trainer's Dude, face. It was just like bum bum. All right, guys, you back to the gun club. <laughs> Sorry, his, his head turns around backwards like hoot owls. Billy Gun still again. looks like a freak that's of nature. Bart, that's because Bart Gun wasn't even supposed to win the brawl for all. No, no, no. He still Dr. has the gold glo- dance Severn. He still has the fucking gold he gloves f- though. Not dance <laughs> so fucking Dr. ended Doctor Death's Steve career. Wilson. Steve Wilson. Yeah, Dan Severn was. And, and then fucking uh, Godfather gets knocked the fuck out during it. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's all because Vince Russo wanted to prove to Bradshaw he wasn't a badass. Because <laughs> he wanted Bradshaw to get knocked out. And he did. Uh, but Gun Club, it sucks it's their first loss, but it's the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, that's a good loss to have. And honestly, if they really wanted to continue to add people to the Blackpool I think Combat Club. Be one, they might be blood and guts level. They could add like fucking, two more people. It'd make it. It, I mean, unless they kept Billy Gunn around too, and he could just transition to the backstage, I guess. But you know, if they broke them away from Billy Gunn and added them to the black, had them turn on their own dad, or maybe they join the Blackpool Combat Club and Billy thinks they're with them, and their first mission from the Blackpool Combat Club is you got to take your dad out. If you want to join us, you have they to take your own that father with out. Kind of Hardy front office with a private party turning on Matt Hardy. Yeah, but that's not their own dad. Yeah. It's a lot more different when it's your own flesh that's and blood. True. That'd be like Hook turning on Taz. You know what I mean? That would be badass. See what I'm saying? It'd be be a good bit of TV. So you want to join our group, boys? You want to be down with us and our cool little crew because we win and we're badasses all the time. You guys think you're badasses? Your first mission is to take out your own daddy. I feel like this your first mission. Gun Club versus Billy Gunn in a match. You're going against William Regal. This next dynamite will probably be a big setup for Blackpool Combat Club where direction they're going because they found their first member. Yeah. So they're going to start figuring out what are they doing with the rest of it. Yeah. Like, are they going to be a trios, whatever? And it's also going to be a big, because it's going to be Hangman figuring out what is his so, next challenger. So, so next week, does and, Tony Khan and, introduce the Ring of Honor trios titles? <laughs> I, that could be the other announcement. That was another rumor I saw going around, the trios titles being unveiled. Yeah, but I don't want to see an AEW guys fucking winning Ring of Honor shit all the time, and they need to make sure that shit stays split up when they do decide to make a company. I think they stuff. will, and they'll do, a, like, a, what was it, like... Battlegrounds or whatever the one no Survivor Series is one because if they get a shitload more titles than it will be the New Japan Wrestling of America with fucking every other match yeah. has a title or everyone's got a so title bad. every other and the bad they're, thing about they're it they're split is up a lot by weight though they the do oversaturation the of titles weights. is going to yeah, make yeah there's you, two different weight classes for it don't matter it's still too many fucking belts and oversaturated too many belts you got the world it's you got professional the world, wrestling you got the world title you got the never open weight the US title and the tag titles it's professional they wrestling they have a six man title don't they yeah, and then okay. they have junior heavyweight, heavyweight. See, there's just too many. Tag titles. It makes there's so many belts. It makes them. Yeah, but they don't let the juniors fight the heavyweights. You like promote yourself up to heavyweight. And New yeah. Japan tries to promote it like it's boxing. Like America doesn't do that, like but the then junior, has a million like titles. Junior, it's a different culture. Like the over junior, there, they are completely different. They, the junior, they built like the boxing. junior heavyweights 
have to earn their way up, so they're like in NXT. Because Young Bucks were junior heavyweight, like tag title holders, like eight but, times. Or but something. still, they build their, their wrestling Fen, like boxing. Fenn Balor never actually won the IWGP title. He was the IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Yeah, he left before and, he and could. I, it, it just ruins it. I mean, boxing had too many belts, oversaturated their sport, and no, nobody wants to watch boxing. Wrestling is mm. getting to be the same way. They've got so many belts that don't make any sense and don't mean jack shit. And for companies that need weight classes for fucking every other fucking thing, because we need just a belt to fucking do whatever. And I get it, like Japan's about anime and shit. Let's you know have all the belts and all the crazy shit. But America, I don't want to see that shit. Hey man, they don't. They idolize Cody Rhodes. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship looks like Cody's neck tattoo. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I just it really looks weird on Okada too. There's gonna be so many belts, and it'll just be like I'd rather just see him. They do need to clean it up. I do agree. They need to clean up somewhere. That's where they need the Ring of Honor, like show yeah they need somewhere where and those belts can come over every once in a while and let the let the aw belts go over there every once in a while it's fine but they need separate shows to build these storylines on their own so actually and we'll get more people used i think they're honestly what you're right now with the roh actually if you really want to the tnt championship and the ring honor television championship are the same title unify them i I think they're Have, have have joe go against who wins tonight I think they're hurting themselves. I can't say who wins tonight. You spoiled it, but I don't I mean, want to spoil it for tell. people. Well, yeah, because we're going to be watching this after it's already over. Yeah. <laughs> or listening to this after it's over. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, I agree. There's a lot of belts. Too many. But we got to figure out what to do, because I don't think they should get rid of them. Just have rivalries and shit. People beat each other up. That's what they do rivalries very well. It's, right. Everything's not about the belt in AEW. That's, There's a lot of good rivalry. Like MJF Wardlow. Not even about a belt. Not about anything other than Wardlow. contract, bro. Yeah. All right, well, you had, <laughs> you, had, you had Butcher in a squash match. Look, made Butcher look like a beast. Nice powerbomb at the end. And then you had you had Dustin Rhodes challenging CM Punk. That would be a good match. Dustin Rhodes has always been a very good worker. I did, and so CM Punk, so I that could be some something. I mean, because Dustin's older, but mm-hmm. there's probably going to be a pretty exciting match. I don't think it'll be the longest match in the world. It'll but be the it'll opener be, probably again. Probably. Then you had Ruby Soho taking on Robin Renegade in a qualifier for the Owen Hart. First time she's been on TV, like, I don't say TV, but Dynamite or Rampage in a while. Got the win, and they did twin magic. She was critical about the booking, and you know. So Charlotte Renegade replaced her. Yeah, they they did that twin magic, and people were saying possibly they may have asked Brie about it, because Daniel Bryan was on the show, so she might have been there. So, I mean, if... They asked her because I assume they do it on the indies. I didn't really know who she was before that. I haven't really seen her. Aren't they still? The Bella's still contracted to WWE somehow. They can still go backstage. Just can't be on TV. Oh, I thought you meant she was on. She she was no, the one that was doing. I that. guess she'll just randomly come to some so, of Daniel's show. Her, who has a twin? Uh, the girl that Ruby Soho beat up. Okay, okay. Uh, she beat up both technically, I guess. <laughs> but Ruby Soho won. <laughs> I think Ruby So is a good wrestler. I mean, if she wouldn't have critiqued the booking, she'd probably be up there with. Probably, she might be the women's champion right now, over Thunder Rosa. Yeah, well, but Tony was really hard on for the one year anniversary yeah, thing. But, yeah, that she like I said, she was critical, and they don't like that shit. Especially, it seems like Tony doesn't. So, I mean, she was critical about the women's booking. To be rightful, though, I mean. Their women's booking is pretty subpar. It isn't the best. Doesn't help that they just lost one they were pushing to a knee injury. Yeah. Layla Hirsch. So now we're gonna do with Chris Statlander. She's gonna be in the Owen Hart tournament. Well, I think that's where um old girl uh, is it uh Red Velvet. Marina Shafir. Yeah, she did oh that match was, That's tonight. 
yeah. TBS title with her and mm-hmm. Jade Cargill's tonight, right? And it's then her debut match. Something we didn't talk about was uh the baddie section for Jade. During- <laughs> well, it's setting uh, up Kira yeah. Hogan with her. Yeah, yeah it's just Kira funny Hogan to me. The baddie Velvet. section's like four girls. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was a dude in it here, the week before. Baddies, I think Actually, her here, here's another thing how they keep calling it the baddie section. We gonna see Mia Yim show up in there? I think that's that'd her. be kind of funny. I don't think she's gonna. Well, be it's in here. so the week before they Mia showed Yim's all the girls, the but there was baddie. actually a dude in the corner of the screen was that was part of the baddies section. I saw the interaction on Twitter. He went backstage and met her. It said baddies section across this like wife beater and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know her husband sits out there with their kids sometimes. Yeah, it showed the baddies section. It was the husband with the kid and all these chicks dancing around. And shit. Yeah, I was like, that's... but it's setting up a little setting up a little girl stable though. I mean, yeah, starting to see Kira another one. I should say. I guess Britt Baker at hers. But Jamie Hader is a beast, though. So. Got him. I like so I'm Hogan. so looking forward to that fucking match. Tony Storm and Jamie Hader. That's yeah, gonna be, it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I like Kira Hogan, too. I think she's a good female wrestler. Red Velvet's kind of growing on me. She's not the. She's, she's green. Getting, she's getting there. She's growing. Uh, and then last match of the. Adam Cole, Adam Page, Texas Death Match. Uh, is that what they call Last Man Standing? I, that's been my guess this whole time. I unless don't know. unless you can tap out in a death match, because and I don't tech, know that you can. Because in a well, I mean, last over, man standing match, you over, can't tap out. Even over in Japan, Texas death match, like Lance Archer and Moxley had one. That's where Moxley actually won the U.S. IWGP title. Yeah, and then he lost it to e- even then though it was the answer of the ten count, right? Yeah, you got to get up before the ten count. So I think it has. I mean, I guess even though if you watch new phones, but. Because, I mean, if you watch New Japan, you get a 20 count over there for count out. But, yeah, it's still a 10 count for Texas Maybe death WWE match. just does what they always do and was like, we can't call it Texas death match because that's, Cause you know, death. let's call it a last man standing match. But they've Sounds been called last cinematic. man standing so long, though. Yeah. I mean, it was, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I think Adam Cole, I, Adam Cole and Adam Page, I think, are both very good wrestlers. It could be a Texas death match because it's a wrestling term. It was in Texas. Te- Texas as well. That they too, always do I them in Texas. Could just be because it's a wrestling term as well. There's, yeah. there's been a few in Tokyo. Instead of well, calling yeah. it the last man standing It's match. like a Lance Archer thing, though, too. Yeah. Or maybe Terry Funk may have done them, too, because he's Texan boy. Texas death matches? Yeah. Terry Funk would do all kinds of Texas death matches. Like I mean, they may too. not call it that, but... I think that's what... Actually, there's, the there's a pretty badass one from uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling from like the 1980s, and it's him and... Uh, Bruiser Brody. So it is. I think Terry Funk did a lot of bull rope matches and shit like that back in the day too. He did whatever they paid him to do. Well, that's true. He, oh, you're gonna light the ring? You're gonna make the ring explode? I'm down. <laughs> did you know? So is Anita. Side thing here for talking about Terry Funk. Did you know that um, Rocky Five, when uh, Rocky fights um, dude in the alley, mm-hmm. um, and he knocks out fucking uh, I can't think of what the kid's name. He actually passed away AIDS here not. A couple of years ago, he's a professional boxer in real life too. Tommy, Tommy Gunn, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Morrison, um, Terry Funk choreographed that whole entire fight. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Roddy Piper choreographed his fight, and see, they live, movie. they live, yeah, in the alley. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Dude. I watch it. Put every the glasses year. on. No, I'm not putting the glasses on. Put the glasses on. <laughs> Actually, Helmich has a fucking. Shirt for that too. No, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. No. Boom! Blow that just dude's right the fuck I just, away. I just, just want to no, throw that back at the Terry no, it's Funk. A, it's, a, it's a Roddy Piper alley or backstage alley brawl. I fucking love that part in that movie. He rolls in that bank and just starts blowing yeah, people the fuck dude, away. That movie's. We should. There's a watch long for us. <laughs> I'm here to. Hell chew, comes to Frog Town's a good one too. I'm here to chew <laughs> bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. It's a Roddy Piper movie. The match was very good. You realize fucking Duke Nukem is Roddy Piper. Yeah, kind of. 
Uh, it was a good match. Uh, just think, I just feel like they're doing the Texas Deathmatch shit. Actually, Way too, I, there's too many gimmick matches it's been two already. This year. Well, for no, there's been too many. There's too many goddamn gimmick matches now in AEW. Like them having a normal wrestling match is odd. For for like next next week we get Andrade and fucking seems like Darby they're world. They always the match. but yeah. if you look at like the biggest rivalries from WWE, they always blew off in some stupid match half the time. So, sometimes, yeah, but at least but it happened hardcore, at whether but at least it happened match. at a pay per view. Well, it was buried. Uh, I don't know. To, I mean, to I me, like it being on free TV and like, only having to pay for four pay per views a year. Personally, it just seems to me like every time the world title's on the line, AEW, there has to be some kind of other kind of shit with the match going on. They as always well. do like a they they kind of follow a pattern John. of like normal match and then um, they blow off matches a bigger. They match. don't just have a regular singles like, match um, for like, the title. Like I mean, Mox, Kenny and, Hangman and, and fucking uh, Brian. Or, they did two matches though. They did those a, were straight up matches. Him one. And, well, I, the him, him Mox. and Omega were kind of a, a straight-up match. match. Mox was like the last champion that actually had like normal matches for the Mox championship. Moxley had a exploding bar. Or had that the, was with Omega, and Omega was champ. But I'm saying like when it was Moxley's reign, like all of Moxley's matches were normal matches other than the referees don't know what a 10 count is. <laughs> He's more hardcore match. Like he'll just do hardcore stuff. Like. I mean, even though Moxie's matches I, and weren't I see hardcore, what you're he was not, still putting yeah. people through tables and like DDT. And, and I'm not saying that you're shit. wrong because they do do gimmick matches all the time. I think but, they relax the stuff for certain people. But like it makes saying. it more entertaining than watching the same match every week because Moxie does. Mox was still doing hardcore shit, even though his matches weren't hardcore, yeah, not extreme. But he was still doing stuff that was like, hey, you could probably get disqualified. It's because they that. don't. Like the title matches, they kind of play loose with the disqualification yeah. rules, and maybe it's just a Texas Death Match. We just watched one with Lance Archer, like what, maybe two four, months ago, three months ago, two. It months was ago. the title defense right before Pank or uh, Adam Cole. Give me something else. Give me a fucking cage. I match. think it's give more that a cage up. match would have been a lot different. Give me I a fucking one. And Tony Khan doesn't do a lot of cage. Give matches, me a best honestly. outside like blood and guts. Uh, give well, me a two other out of three than falls other match. than when it's. I guess we oh, saw this person. Well, other than and this person keeps winning by cheating, so I'm going to put you in a cage match so G- they can't cheat. It's give like, me a Adam Cole Hangman Page two out of three falls match. That, that would have be, been. They could have took the whole hour of Dynamite or Mean Rampage man, and done that. That would have been actually good too. Um, it, I don't know. There's a multitude well, the, of other matches the they could have done. The bad part is they put the world title match, which is a 60 minute time limit match. So I mean, it could go. In twenty minutes. Well, you no, when sixty you, minutes. I need well, no, to you, say it. Well, the thing is, when you think about it, if it had to go the full time limit, you put it on an hour TV show, and you started it with like twenty minutes left in the show. It was so. live though, so it could have went over. I mean, earlier in the week, Tony said you should probably extend your DVRs. Tony know. tells everybody that every week. That might be for Battle of the Belts tonight, though. Fig- figuring the it was Joe. for Dynamite for Joe because they didn't figuring want to cut the anything. Joe figuring the Joe match was. Oh, we're we're paying for extra TV time. That if it goes over, it was still over by nine o'clock. Yeah, I mean they were warning all week. I was like, I don't care. Mine's gonna record it either way. I mean, I was yeah, watching I, it live, but like I put the extra half an hour on there. We're good. I didn't even know I had to. What? I think YouTube TV just records it automatically, it, yeah, it no matter does. what. Yeah, I got YouTube TV too. But it's like on when I had Directv, I just added an extra half. Yeah, an hour Directv, stuff. you do have to add. But overall, I think. I don't think he's having a bad title reign. I can see where people don't like him, but I enjoy it. He's putting on good matches. I just like I'm hang- curious to see where it goes now. I'm glad I that just uh, like, Adam Cole I just like Hangman as a person. Yeah, he's I, got a really good story behind I him. I hope CM Punk and him go next. That would be that's what I'm thinking, because CM Punk's teasing it so hard. If not, I don't know who it is. But this Dustin match with him could set something up. Guess maybe. I don't know. I don't know where they go after this with Hangman if it's not. I mean, 
There's a lot of guys. I mean, CM Miro Punk can doing, come back. CM Punk keeps doing the title thing every time Mir- he wins Mir- a match. Still around? Miro's been injured. He, well, no, I was just saying, it's like, wait, Miro, Miro's calf Miro, or something, right? Miro's still here? His, or his, his flexible wife's probably keeping him busy. Nah. Oh. Torres hamstring. His double jointed yeah. wife, I think, keeps saying. Uh, yeah, he got actually legit hurt. Hook yeah. makes his, I guess I he's healed just, now. Just being a Hook ass. makes his debut next Wednesday. Maybe he challenges Hangman. Hook's going to be in a program with Dan Housen against your best wishes. Jesus Christ. I, uh, I want to see Dan Housen actually wrestling. I don't want to see him at all and see him get his head stomped in. <laughs> I still like watching him eat chips out of a garbage can. Disgusting. That's funny. It was just still in the, still we saw in the worse bag. In high school. <laughs> him being in the trash can himself was his file. He acted like he wasn't... <laughs> It was right. set up. It was a clean you, bag. You guys ready? How do you know? Maybe you guys he's re- like Tommy Dreamer and drinks <laughs> out of the toilet. You guys ready for a top 10 list? Because that's, well, I mean, we could talk about Battle of the Belts, but it's next week, so we might as well just review it. You got three matches. You got the uh, TNT Championship, Sammy. Scorpio. Sammy Scorpio. Mm-hmm. You got the ROA's Championship, Dalton Castle and Jonathan Gresham. Mm-hmm. You got the Women's Championship, Nala Rose, Thunder Rosa. We'll talk about it next week. Leave you on the edge. I don't think any belts are going to change any hands at all and just waste everybody's time to watch it. But we'll talk about it next week. But it's the Battle of the Belts. Right. Two. I won't be here to talk about it with you, but you'll have dick back. Be here in spirit. Yeah. Will we? I don't know. I don't know. It depends how much you how paid him. How much you them. paid him, yeah. <laughs> they drove him back if you didn't pay him enough. Uh, yeah, it just depends on how ter- how determined he is I mean, to if Dick start, the desert. If Dick started talking about wrestling, they might just bring him back. That could be, too. That's usually my defense. Or just, talk, <laughs> or just talking in general. So, no. Oh, shots fired. All right, shots you fired. Got, I didn't even tell you what what this list is about, did I? Yeah, you did earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You guys ready? Yeah. It's funny to me that you wrote it out on paper instead of just like had it on your phone. And well, I, I would have lost it on my phone because I found it on Facebook. <laughs> all folded <laughs> up and shit. All. This is uh, from the Sportster. All right. This is. I the, like some of their top tens. This is the top ten worst faction leaders in the history of WCW. All right. I bet some of my favorites are on here. It's World Championship Wrestling. WCW. <laughs> All right. Number 10. You had the Misfits in action. You had General Huge E. Wrecker. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Hugh Morris. Morris. Yeah. <laughs> I, I even said it earlier when you said the list. I'm like, what? Misfits in That's action. That's one of the coolest groups that WCW Major Guns. So much fucking yeah. fun, dude. Lieutenant Loco. Yep. Major Guns. Uh, Major Stash was Van Hammer. Uh, it was created by G.I. Bro. They had the they had the general who was this old ass man. I don't know who the fuck he was at all. Pops, General Pops. You also you also had Colonel or uh, Corporal Cajun, which was Lash LaRue. Yep, <laughs> Lieutenant Loco was Chavo. Yep. Uh, they had a good little group for a while, man. They feuded with Team Canada. Fucking, they were funny for like the last. I couldn't hate them. Year of WCW. I mean, I can agree oh, with them being 10 of They had this. Sergeant Wall as well, the Wall, who was a really good wrestler and died way, way too young. Uh, I think if he was alive today and would have kept his head straight, he, w- he would have probably made a benchmark someplace in professional wrestling. He was an exciting dude to watch. I don't know <laughs> if you ever remember watching him in WCW, but uh, he, sh- he showed up with Alex Wright originally. I think um, I remember like, seeing him. When, when Alex Wright was Berlin, he was his big-ass bodyguard, and he would always wrestle with like a suit and tie-on. And he was like choke slamming people through tables and shit. And him and Bam Bam Bigelow had a big, huge thing for a while. And then he became the Sergeant AWOL character and like cut a mohawk and was coming out and doing all this cool <laughs> shit. Well, he, when WCW folded, um, I don't know why WWE didn't pick him up, but they didn't. He didn't take the buyout or whatever and stay with mm-hmm. all the money. He went, kept on wrestling. He got on to Jeff Jarrett's uh, All Stars of Wrestling. They were doing the monthly shows. 
and started doing that and was in early TNA. If you get the Impact Plus stuff, you yeah. can watch some of his stuff. His name was something different. I can't remember what. Uh, the End, I think, might have been what he changed his name to. I think I remember Closum being The End. And he, he had, like, really some long Some of that hair. early TNA stuff, like, I remember... Dick's not here to talk about. Like I remember us talking about. Well, let's get let's get this TNA pay per view. Yeah, then we just never did. He yeah. may have. I just didn't show up. No, I think he did. <laughs> we talked a lot. We didn't really have cash. <laughs> no, then I fucking so broke I couldn't afford to barely we watch it on Fox. We all Sports didn't have Net. that Oni's money. No man. I mean, I did for a little while. I couldn't even barely afford to watch that shit on the Fox Sports Net, let alone buy a pay per view. <laughs> dude, I remember so. having the split WrestleMania twenty in Smitty's attic. Oh, dude, just getting like a card to be able to order the shit with from a parent. Like yeah. I'm not giving you my card. You think I'm fucking crazy? Oh, yeah, my but parents were like, yeah. Here's the cash we want to get the wrestlemania but we need your card fuck that you're not using my, steal card. my identity you'll be watching pornos <laughs> well, i mean maybe <laughs> right number nine yes stevie ray the nwo b team <laughs> b team what do you mean he took over the whole nwo and fucking hulkster and all them guys quit and went home we I watched quit. the match <laughs> he won it with a slapjack Slapped the fucking the very next day. The whole entire NWO broke up. So that's how long together that group was together. <laughs> Supposedly Hogan left Stevie Ray in charge when he went off to go do whatever the fucking left. That was a story that I remember. Stevie Ray said Hogan left me in charge, but then Virgil was going to be in charge, and that <laughs> was the match. He's always in that charge. was the match. It was Virgil versus Stevie Ray, and fucking Stevie Ray pulled the slapjack out because Scott Norton came in. And he slid, he slid the slapjack underneath the ring. This is at WCW sold out in 1999, if I do believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Slides the slapjack underneath the ring. Stevie Ray knocks him out with the slapjack. Pins him for the win, then declares he's the new leader of the NWO. Scott Norton then gets in the ring after he gives Stevie the slapjack, hits Stevie with the slapjack, and says, no, I'm the leader of the NWO, and gets out of the ring and leaves and goes to Japan and then was never on WCW ever again. <laughs> I'm the lead. No, you're the lead. That might happen tonight at... Uh... Yeah. Windy City Riot. He, do you know who the newest member of the Bullet Club is? Scott Norton. Scotty Flash Norton. I mean, fuck yeah, he was a monster he, in Japan too. And they said it on um, on Busted Open the other day. Anderson and Gallo said it. They said he is the first ever member of the NWO to be now anointed as a Bullet Club member. Though, and there hasn't been another one. He says he doesn't know if there'll be another one after that. Hogan's nice. not getting it. Nash and Hall aren't obviously. Well, Hall Scott Hall's not getting, not getting it. Nash ain't getting it. I guess Fatu was not. Or Mm-mm. Scotty Flash Norton is making history by being a member <laughs> of the NWO and now is a member of the, the Bullet, Bullet Club. Club. Smart, two biggest stables. Fuck yeah. Outside of WWE. Keep yourself relevant, young man. Keep yourself relevant. Young man. We're going to go to number eight. You got Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo. New blood. Oh, man. That was the end. I think that was what NWO Black and Silver was supposed to be, but Bret Hart got hurt. So they had to revamp everything, and instead they did the new blood. And it was. So bad. So you just want to tie this one into number seven because number seven's Bret Hart with NWO 2000. <laughs> <laughs> See, now had that storyline had time to play out, they might have had all them young guys with them like they kind of wanted to someone do. someone didn't get killed. It, well, that too. But Bret Hart got kicked in the head by Goldberg and it you know, ended his career Bill from Goldberg. concussions. Bill Goldberg. Yeah, thanks there, Billy G. Good. You uh, do realize every time he refers to him, Bret Hart always calls him Bill Goldberg. Yeah. He don't like him still this Do day. Do you blame him? I mean. No, he ended, he ended his career. Into the career of the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Fucking A. As CM Punk said, he should be the one getting paid millions to go to Saudi and wrestle right now. Yeah. Goldberg doesn't deserve that. I mean, he did fine, but no, he almost Brett's killed, way better. He, he almost killed The Undertaker. That too. He almost did that, but that was way after. <laughs> 
He was like, he was concussed walking into the match. Yeah. All right, number six, you have Raven of the Ravens. You know what? Fuck no that. way. Because no way. NWO Silver and Black was one of the coolest. They did had a cool angle where Goldberg did the spear on Bret Hart and he pulled the fucking Clint Eastwood where yeah. he put the metal pan in his mm-hmm. chest and shit. That's one of the coolest things that WCW ever did. So fuck your list. And Ravens Flock. This was, isn't my list. <laughs> this is fucking sports stars. Ravens Flock was awesome. It got over yeah. Billy Kidman and Raven the and Perry Saturn. Seven year itch. Yeah, with, Perry Saturn I mean, was there. The Mummy was in that bitch. Sa- Saturn. I mean, I didn't care about. Well, Sat- he wasn't the mummy. He was Sat- the Greece, Saturn but. fucking freed all the members of the flock when you beat Raven and then in the he match. Wearing a dress. And Raven was awesome in WCW. Uh, no, Raven was awesome in ECW. <laughs> Raven was I mean, cool was, in WCW. They just didn't. They didn't. Do, they didn't know how to use him. They gave him. He a was hard, cooler than he was in WWE. Well, they made a hardcore title because he wasn't did. even there, was he? <laughs> it was that stupid polo jacket. Yeah, goddamn Johnny Polo. Who hired him back? <laughs> what about me? What about Raven? Damn right. Fuck, Raven's walk was awesome. I used to love I those agree, fucking, but it's on the list. He'd come out and sit in the corner of the triangle. I wrote, I wrote it on the paper. I wrote it here. <laughs> he'd come out and I sit. think you're just hating Raven. He'd come no, out. No, I love Raven. He'd come out and sit in like the come corner on, I have of a Raven. Yeah, just sit and there and cut the promo or whatever. What about me? Come on, I have a Raven shirt that says, been beating up Trommy Dreamer since 1995. And then they brought it in a hardcore hack and him. They had their matches with each yeah. other, which was Sandman. Uh, and fucking... I, I, Sandman was so bad outside. He's dude, I, that's that's bullshit. I can't believe they're at five. <laughs> they shouldn't even be on the list. Six. They just picked all the WCW factions, basically. Yeah. <laughs> NWO. Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood. Number one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Number five, you have the natural-born thrillers. Fuck, yes. Above average, Mike, Mike Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> yes, dude. He's one of my favorite WCW guys of all time. Which the natural-born thrillers... Mike Sanders, Chuck Palumbo, Sean O'Hare, <laughs> Sean so Stasiak, uh, a bunch of young bucks Mark, from WWE. Mark, so Gen- Mark Jendrick, Johnny big, the Bull, Johnny the Bull, and then uh, nobody what makes what me so really, sick I can't eat my cheese which, sandwich. <laughs> which, which what they're really known for is the feud with the filthy animals. Yeah, yeah, that's their the fucking well, that's when um. Oh shit! What's his name that used to wrestle with Hogan all the time? Big bodybuilder dude that fucked his like fucked his neck up or whatever. Got a tiny arm and a big arm. Just passed away not too long ago. Uh, Ar- not Arn Anderson. Fucking uh, Paul Orndorff. Uh, Paul. He joined up with the Filthy Animals to fight the Natural Born Thrillers or whatever, and fucking had a thing in the where he had his muscle or whatever atrophied. You know. Well, he wasn't supposed to be wrestling did anyways, and that shit happened again to him in the middle of a pay-per-view. And he, like, fucking stiffened up in the middle of the ring and just, like, fell over and shit and was stuck, like, stiff because his muscle atrophied or whatever. <laughs> they had to end the whole match, and they were trying to wrestle around him and get him out of the ring at the same... It was so fucked up, man. So fucked up. But that was a cool-ass rivalry. The Filthy Animals was the shit, man. But uh, above average Mike Sanders is saying was always... <laughs> you better not... What do you say? If you don't do it, you're SOL, and you know what that means. <laughs> So Shit awkward out of luck, that you buddy. know so much about it. <laughs> I mean, a so, WWE guy on top of it. He was a WWE guy for a minute. Well, me, yeah, but above average, Mike Sanders got hired in early, gonna, and then they didn't keep him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. Uh, like I know who. Jim, I'm gonna go with. Uh, stuff, I'm gonna too. go with uh, George Carlin's. Well, you're uh, SOL and JWF. That, What's that? Well, you're shit out of luck and jolly well fucked, buddy. Just that <laughs> gimmick. How you I mean? I'm a what? What's your name? Above average, Mike Sanders. Like, it's just a fuck you slap in the face. <laughs> I loved Mike Sanders, man. He was good shit. Number four, you got uh, Bunkhouse Buck, the Stud Stable. <laughs> That's so dumb. Who all was in the stable? You got Colonel Parker, oh, Arn yeah. Anderson. 
Terry Funk and Ming. Oh wow! Holy shit, this is like ninety-one. That's like probably, a Survivor right? Series team. No, yeah. it's the it's the match that got Dustin fired. The, oh, the bunkhouse. Oh, oh, oh no! It's that match. Yeah, they're all on the, on the back of the thing going down the freeway yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it seems like a Survivor Series team to me. It is like this is, <laughs> is. the thing is this is one of those Ming teams. Ming is the one who really doesn't fit. Um, no. This is one of those teams where when you look at it, it's like how's this? A I mean, Arn Anderson's not really fit in it either. Uh, I mean, kind I guess of. Dustin Rhodes was like a I'm a cowboy now. Arn was like a factions guy, so I could see it being like his faction. But yeah, but like he was old at that point already. It kind of that's why because he see it could like him being the like a, like it being his faction that he his four horsemen, but obviously not. I don't know who is in charge of that group, but. Uh, the leader is Buckhouse Buck. Oh, okay. So they were just trying to get some Buckhouse Buck guy over then, apparently. Yep. And it didn't work. Well, so we'll move on to number three. <laughs> you, got, you got Evan Courageous and Three Count. Fuck My favorite. Yes. Three Count. This one, is the original two, New Day. Three. I love the Three Count. They had so, the stupid music video. So, three Count. One, two, three. So Hurricane Shane, Helms. Shane Helms, Shannon Moore, and Evan Courageous. Evan, I was like sitting Evan, here, I'm like, he better say Three Count on this list. Evan Courageous is <laughs> the only one who never made it to WWE because he wasn't exciting. There was nothing uh, exciting about Evan Courageous. I mean, um, one's a superhero. Just found that out. Yeah, I guess he's the, the hurricane. Yeah, uh, I found, like they unmasked him. Like, oh my god, that's Hurricane! They had some pretty exciting matches, though. They did a lot of shit with the Young Dragons mm-hmm. uh, in WCW, and um, that was Jamie Noble who they put underneath a mask. I love, I love it how you hate on WCW. It wasn't during the good. NW during the original NWO time, but you love like. It's because it was so Two, bad. You love like not 2000 to the end. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> three Count was awesome. They came out singing their music. And it, was <laughs> it was so, so bad. bad. It like, was so like, bad. That like, it's just, like I watch it I, now for comedy. But. Like, like when I went to WWF, like you started watching WCW. <laughs> I think I recorded it so I could watch both. I did. That's what I did. Um, but I had a VCR by then, so I could. It was just so bad that it was funny. And then I just flipped back I, when one went to commercial. <laughs> I did that before I had the VCR set up uh, to record one I was, channel. I, I, I didn't other. care enough. I was always a huge Steiner fan, and that's when he started to take over the company, and that's pretty much why I really started watching WCW. Yeah, big pop. Cares about his freaks and his um, peaks, and I liked Booker T a lot too. So he kind of drew me in with his Suck matches up. and shit. Um, but outside of that, dude, yeah, that fucking shit. Uh, it cracks they, me up watching it back. It was bad. They had Tank Abbott come out with them. Yeah. And they had these shirts that said three count because they would come out and stand on little yellow discs. I didn't write down Tank Abbott, but. They, they would come out and stand on these discs and do their dance routine. Well, they had their names on each one of these little discs on their shirt, and Tank Abbott cut out the nipples <laughs> of the discs and had his titties yeah, he, hanging out well, and come he, out and do the dance was, in the background while they were. He, he was like the fan. He was their groupie. Yeah, yeah the Dude, super fan. It's because Tank Abbott was. So- the, he was so he, goofy in the he UFC, was, too. He was their groupie, but my then, buddy make fun of him watching those It's all right. Too. Just a few weeks ago, you were watching the old school WCW, and it was the match where Tank Abbott holds the knife. Tells his guy he's going to fucking kill him. Yeah. In the middle of a pay-per-view, he pulls a knife and tells his dude he's going to cut his throat. Fucking, um, Sounds reasonable. He was great in their group because he would like dance and sing with them and shit, but then every once in a while, one would bump into him. He would freak out and just knock all of them out and leave and shit. <laughs> Bad WCW is very comedy wrestling. Oh, oh I am. I swear to God, it's better than some of the shit I even watch right now. Red Dog fucking living air humps. All right. Number two, you got Master P as the leader of the, the No, no Limit, Limit Soldiers. Soldiers. What are you? That's a whole rap group still, man. I haven't even heard that name Against <laughs> the wrestling West, so long. The, was it the West Texas? West Texas. Uh, uh, Rednecks. Rednecks, yeah. Rat, I hate rap. 
Um, <laughs> rap is crap. That and the, the thing is, like the No Limit soldiers weren't even wrestlers; they were actual rappers. I think they had one guy stuck around was on Harlem Heat 2000. It's Master P's cousin who he helped try to get into the business. Yeah, see murder. Yeah. Um, who actually is the person who made the Wolfpack song? Actually, so that's another little little fun fact for people. Um, uh, so when they did that No Limit soldier shit, they were such terrible wrestlers. They had to get Ray and Conan to come join them. <laughs> to do the wrestling for them because they were so bad at it and shit. But uh, that was a fun that was a fun little storyline thing they did there. I thought that was a good little bit of TV because Kurt Hennig and fucking, uh, is it Bobby Duncan Jr.? I think so. Were a couple of really good wrestlers, and they weren't really doing a whole lot then. And then they did the country song. that they, I believe they actually sang that country song too, and it actually got over pretty good with people. And there's a, a part where... Um, it was like right, kind of like right when they started doing it. Master P rolls up in this limo, and Kurt Hennig's acting. He's like, "Oh man, I'm a huge fan of yours. I got this No Limit CD or whatever." He's like, "Can you sign it for me?" And Master P's like, "Sure." And he signs a record for him, and he signs it, and he he hands it to me. He's like, he looks at it at me. He's like, "Hey." He's like, "What?" He's like, "I hate rap. It's crap." And he just fucking takes the CD it. and snaps it in a million pieces and throws it in his face. And then all these fucking No Limit soldiers just start hearing "Hootie Hoo." And they're all fucking shoving each other around on the fucking camera and shit. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous, man. Good faction, dude. I don't know where this fucking, this is on the best shit. And then number one, you got Stan Hansen, the leader of the Desperados, (laughs) which is Dutch Mantel, Black Bart, Dead-Eyed Dick, and Stan Hansen. Dead-Eyed Dick. They love the alliteration. Stan Hansen <laughs> and fucking Dutch Mantel are like the only two people in there that are no, dead Black, eye Bart. No, Black Black Bart. It's part of a uh, Tim and Blackjack Mulligan. Oh, so the so oh, so shit. the thing the smoking here, here, guns or whatever. Yeah, here here's the thing. I had to, I, like this is the one that I told you I had to look up because I had no fucking clue what it was. Stan Hansen filmed one vignette. They did other vignettes like the three Mantel Bart and. Uh, uh, Dead Eye Dick. Dead Eye Dick. Hanson shows up to film his, films it, jump ship like he always does in every <laughs> fucking company. He's like, nope, I'm done. Nah, I don't <laughs> like it. I don't this, trust Dead Eye Dick. That guy's name's Dead Eye Dick. I'm out. <laughs> He's like, nope, fuck it. I'm out. That guy ain't getting us. So he's seen Sly. Be like, be like, you remember what I did to the AWA championship, right? <laughs> he came in. They was like, this guy's Slapjack. That's T-Bar and that's Mace. We need you to be the leader. And he was like, no, I'm the fuck out. He's I'm like, surprised they didn't make the He's list. like, I'm going back to Japan. My bad. Matter of fact, how the fuck are they going to put Raven on there before they put Mustafa Ali? Not put Mustafa Ali. I guess this is WCW. WCW. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of I mean, we're looking at like. <laughs> well, you want me to find the worst factions in wrestling we're history? Like the Mean Street, we possibly. could be here for that'd be a whole fucking show, probably. That'd well, be a twenty parter. Well, we're gonna have to record a few shows coming up for like June. I don't know, but you can't put the Mean Street Posse on there because Shane McMahon's a pretty decent leader, man. But it wasn't a good posse. Like it wasn't a good <laughs> faction. They sucked. They were there for what they were supposed to do. <laughs> hey, just just remember next week though. We need our. Uh, Top four finishing moves. Yeah. Because uh, Chris gave his last week, and then me, you, and Rich, or Dick, we're supposed to do it once we get back next week. You want to give yours now, or you want to s- submit, and then we can let everybody know what they are next week for you? Four finishing moves? Yeah, like of all time. What's your, your top, top four finishings yeah, of all time? Yeah, your top four finishing uh, moves of all I need, time. I need time to think on it, all I right. think. All right. Because, so, I mean, there's like... I have like twenty uh, I can probably yeah. just think of. You can only pick four though. So Mark, do I get like one A, one B? <laughs> yeah, one A, one B, one A, rock bottom, one B, <laughs> stone cold stunner. Now, one C. now we're on one Y. 
<laughs> All right, now two. <laughs> no. no, I'll give you. I'll shoot you guys a list. All I right. got something going on next week, but oh, you're good. All right, I'll read it for you. That's the list. So uh, we're on to the high spot of the week, and then it's the end of the show. So who wants to start with the high spot of the week? I will. Don't don't go with me because I haven't picked one yet. Uh, the Miz is my high spot for this week. Whenever he was in the ring with Cody at Rhodes, and he had to remind Cody Rhodes that it's a title. Not a not belt. A belt. A belt holds your pants up. Um, no, not when you're. Uh, <laughs> not when you come from AEW. I'm gonna get a little controversial on this one. Or did he say championship? Or did he say title? He said uh, belt. T- or he said. Cody Rhodes said belt. He said championship. Yeah, championship. Belt. Yeah, because they always get mad about the belt thing. But I'll get a little. I'm gonna say the crown of thorns through the oh, table. You Ooh. religious sob. On Good Friday, who knows? I don't, it looked like. Looked like it hurt the top of Adam Cole's head. Oh, I head bet more that hurt anything. so bad. That dead eye through the table <laughs> with that he on top. He went, ow, when he rolled over, he grabbed this. Dude, it won't top. get out of his hair. No, you he, think how hard it's going to be to get out of his hair? It was funny because when, when I mean, it wasn't funny. Some pretty hair. Somebody too. don't take that yeah. the wrong way. But when he jammed it on Adam Cole's head, it like got caught in his hair, and it kind of did like the little angel thing. Yeah, you see when you like see like backwards a picture a of angels with a halo, it's like off kind of kicked to the side. It did that with Adam Cole's hair before it, so it even looked like it was. That's because Adam Cole's an angel. I guess. But it helped retain a great title reign. There's some people having being super critical about this whole situation. I'm going to choose four clotheslines for my finisher. Because it was <laughs> uh, the dead eye. The dead eye. Clothesline no, from hell. No, Buckshot Lariat. Buckshot My bad. Buckshot Lariat. Buckshot Lariat. Buckshot Lariat. Whatever JBL did. Clothesline from hell. Clothesline from hell. Because you know I love clotheslines. Buckshot Lariat. Uh, the, the discus fucking clothesline. Uh, Steiner line. That's, that's like Steiner the, line. That's like, the, that's like the meme I sent you guys earlier this week where I don't remember what the, th- the thing said, but it was Dylan, 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 and Dylan. What if I pick Sweet Chin Music, Super Kick, Super Kick, Super <laughs> Kick? Uh, that, that's fine. Well, it's your list. Sweet Chin Music, you only need one. Well, you got to count to three, though, and tap your foot a bunch of times on the ground to power it up. Right. Well, it, yeah. It's like, yeah, wind it up. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get it powered up. It's an old Model T Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My high spot of the week hasn't actually happened yet, but I'm going to say it's probably going to be John Moxley and Will Ospreay tonight at uh, New Japan. It's probably going to be a banger. Oh, it is. I'm oh, ready. It is. Uh, I'm ready. Pete Rose Are is going to beat up again here in a minute, too, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm going to stream it on Watch Wrestle <laughs> VC, whatever. I'm, all right. Look, it's Pete Rose. I'm still waiting for fucking. Shit, we already missed the first half an hour of it already. <laughs> I'm still waiting <laughs> for. Uh, uh, oh, shit, I'll I get forgot. home till it's over. I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Never mind what? I was looking at Pete Rose and forgot what I was going to say. So it don't matter. I was waiting for it to say. I was still waiting for something. But Why I is Pete Rose in a chicken outfit? Because he's beating up Kane, bro. It's WrestleMania. He's beating Isn't up this Kane? like a WrestleMania like a year later? Yeah. yeah. Kept and, on and, happening, bud. And Pete Rose is still there? It happened to the Rumble, too. They kept him in the back. <laughs> he came out in the Rumble, I believe, right? They put him in the production truck and fucking kept him with the now, WrestleMania And stuff. now he's going to take another perfect tombstone, but that's because he's short and... And he hugged the and shit Kane, out of Kane. And, and Kane, Kane yeah, him. Kane's a good one. Well, see, last year they put him in the production truck and left him in there, so that way it oh. happened for next year's WrestleMania decorations. Well, he couldn't play baseball anymore, so might as well hang out at WrestleMania. I mean, you know, I like Pete Rose. The bad part is they're going to be an asshole and never put him in the Hall of Fame until he's dead. No, it's unfortunate. What a great talk for the end of the podcast. <laughs> Pete <laughs> Rose right. baseball talk. He was a part of wrestling. He's he was. The, he is in the he's Hall of Fame. Celebrity wing. Well, at least he's in one Hall of Fame. Exactly. Right. Thanks, Mark, for being on the podcast. You're filling in for the dick. Anytime. And uh, we will see all you guys next week. I guess since Dick isn't here, I guess I got to say bye.